peace and love peace and love this is your brother garfield man and we're gonna we're gonna play a few videos today um this is the man case sundays of course this this is gonna be a hilarious when i mean hilarious show it's gonna be super hilarious and <laughs> oh man i'm laughing already man i'm laughing already super hilarious super hilarious super hilarious super what i mean super extra duper super hilarious let me send a link to my brother Unc from the amira squad i don't know if anybody from man cave want to jump in but um let me tell y'all something man I, i'm having a debate this wednesday with with um zion lex around 12 o'clock all right i'm gonna do my show today and then i'm off to this major concert in queens i want to say peace and love to everybody that's watching and um we're gonna have some fun this morning we're gonna have some fun all right let me get the youtube in here and let me go to brother polite's channel um let me go to real black atheist first Real Black Atheist is on the rise, and he had an interview about going in on Enki. I, I want y'all to check this out real quick. Peace and Black Power family. Welcome to another Sound of the TV House of Consciousness production. You already know what it is. Sound of the Studio, Black News 102. And I am here with the, with Unk the God Killer in the building. Peace and Black Power to you, brother. What's happening? Hey, Black African Power, man. Hey, brother. Um... You got a lot to uh, show and prove now. You know, you did a, a powerful discussion with Brother Curtis Cost. You did your thing on that, you know, and um, some people is trying to come at you. Um, can you elaborate more on the vaccines and vaccinations? Can you go in a little in depth with us? What makes you come out and say that? People say, oh, you are stepping out of your lane. And the first question I would ask you is, if you believe in, vaccination does that have anything to do with um evolution let's start there first uh, let me just black african power what's good what's happening a well-organized lie defeats a disorganized truth every time look man woohoo wait now i always say a well-organized lie defeats a disorganized truth break it down Every time, right? And you know, I said that to kind of get this, you know, what I mean, into our consciousness because these guys out here these days, man, they have well organized lies. They use big words and they get it, they get it from the older pseudos, the super pseudos, you know what I'm saying? The king of the pseudos these days is Minister uh Stinky Inky, and he calls himself a doctor. He ain't no damn doctor. He has never set foot up into a university, right? He might got some kind of online degree which I doubt very seriously, right? He ain't got enough patience, right? And then why would you get a doctor degree when you don't agree with nothing, you know what I'm saying, the doctors have to say? Now, he did with the pseudo-doctor's information, right? So I just want to start this whole thing off with saying that, uh, quote-unquote, right, Europeans control information. They have the infrastructure. They got the books. You know what I'm saying? Man, this day well right about now. So you can choose one of two things, the dumbass white people or the smart white people. The pseudos use the dumbass white people. The intelligent people use the intelligent white people. 
And even smarter people use science because white people, no matter how hard they try, they can't control the science because science can only be defeated by science. And if y'all can understand that, man, y'all on your way. So your question was, you want a little bit more about vaccines, mm-hmm. right? And it's up out of his lane. And, and the evolution piece. Well, if y'all been listening to me, y'all y'all already know, right, that if you're going to talk about vaccines, right, then you have to understand something about biology. And so these uh, these doctors to deal with vaccines, uh, they deal with biology that you go hand in hand. And if you're dealing with biology, then you have to deal with biological uh, evolution. Uh, it's just it's just it's part of the whole study. So I'm well within my lane. Talk about medicine. I, you know, I just was really chilling because, you know, I didn't really want to beat up the dudes with the med- because that's how they get their money. Let me be honest with you. But since they took the gloves off, I can take the gloves off. So, Andy, we know you love McDonald's. You got to be the last conscious nigga eating McDonald's food. That's first of all. Okay. Um, claiming to be a vegan, claiming to be vegetarian, fruit return, whatever the hell you is. And you all off at McDonald's some damn where. You know what I'm saying? Eating processed burgers. You know what I mean? You, you, you couldn't even get real ground beef. You get processed McDonald's burgers. You know what I'm saying? What kind of example is that? And then you want to talk shit about me. I can't read. I can't this. Well, I read well enough to know that you're a bullshitter. Right? You know it and I know it. Since all y'all want to start playing with, um, let, let, me, let me up it. Let me up the ante a little bit right now. I'm up the ante. Since y'all want to start talking shit with these magical cures, and y'all can do this, y'all can do it. I'm going to start buying y'all shit and sending y'all shit to the lab. That's, that's the new thing we're going to do now. We're going to buy your shit, right? Get it tested, right? And see what's in y'all shit that y'all claim y'all got. But don't that cost money to do that, though? Yeah, I'm, I'm all in. Okay. I'm all in. You know why I'm all in? Why? Because they talk shit. They act like I can't do what I can do. They act like they can get past science and scientific literacy. They act like that. See, my thing is, if you got some type of cure, some type of herbs or medicine, I want to know what's in each and every bottle. We know what is the consistency rate, right? You know what I'm saying? With the medicines that you quote unquote sell. So if I buy one bottle from you, can I be assured? That next time I come back, that the strength will be the same. You know what I'm saying? Who's testing this out? You know, what test studies did you use? So there, let me get black at you. Um, so then you you know, where is your who is testing these things that y'all got in these damn bottles? See, now y'all make me go there. Since, since I'm the fucking police, right? Let me show you. I'm going to police y'all goddamn ass. Somebody need to regulate y'all ass. I'm going to regulate y'all. All right? We unrock squad regulators. So, yeah, go ahead and put something in a damn bottle and screw a damn top on it, right? Where are the fucking ingredients at? So anything that I get from you, quote, unquote, talking to the white boys, I can read the active ingredients in all the products that they have. Right, wrong, one, different. But do y'all have labels on y'all stuff? Right? No. So you selling people a bunch of bullshit. What about that water you sold people, Inky? See, I ain't forget that. See, don't bring my name up, Ink. Because you know what it is. You know you talk that shit. You have the ability to use big words because you're a damn wordsmith. You know scientific words. You know, you've been knowing that shit for years. You know it, I know it. But the way you put together, put this shit together is very unscientific. You already know you cannot get around science. So y'all mean to tell me that y'all gonna allow these two old ass niggas, right? 
to actually uh, uh, overturn modern science with a couple words? Back to y'all corny curves in the bottom. Yeah, we're going to send that shit off to a lab. You see, just what y'all selling our people. See, I take health very seriously. That's all we got is the people's out damn health, and y'all playing away, playing around with it. So you got Layla Africa, you got Sabi, you got Umar Johnson. All of them are anti-vaccines. Anti-against it. They're against vaccines, but they won't tell you why. KT, the arch degree, yep, the pills, all of them against it. It's a running theme here. They're all pseudos. They're all pseudos. Why is the pseudos all lined up on this side talking about anti-vaccination? Let me say something. So then y'all need to tell me, right? What in the hell do you have to replace the damn vaccinations in our community? Good question. That shit y'all selling y'all by? That's a good question. And I ain't being and I'm being serious. I'm not howling, I'm not screaming, I'm not even tripping. I mean, enough of this. So let me ask you. So all these brothers are against the vaccinations. Let's say somebody come up with pneumonia. Let's say somebody come up with these type of diseases that need vaccination shot. That's a good question you ask. What do they give them people? Herbs, a bunch herbs. of bullshit is what they do. Uh-huh. Right? A bunch is of it important, though, Punk, that you need to have your own laboratory where you can be able to test the person's blood, test the urine, so you can see what type of herbs that they need? A lot of people get sick and they don't even give them uh, blood samples. You don't even give them no urine. So how you know you're not allergic to some of the shit you want to just give them and feed the people? Man, they, That's very important, brother. No, they back in 2000 BCE with that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, the day, like you said, you, you go in the doctor's office, uh, they check your levels. They check your urine, right? They take blood from you. And with that, they can they with your blood, with your urine, they can tell whether you got high blood pressure or not. Sugar diabetes, you know, what, what range you in? Are you getting ready to get to this stage? All that. Cancer. Cancer all, all that they can yeah. tell. Uh-huh. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, they, and, and, and y'all acting like that's not real. You know what I'm saying? We talked about how, how easy it is to be, be misinformed, right? Based off of our levels of scientific literacy. You know what I'm saying? I know y- y'all claim, well, the squad is so boring. Man, because we got the real shit. Right. You know what I'm saying, man? I, I mean, I do the best I can at, to have some fun with it. But now we're serious. Do y'all really think that Inky and all them can really get with me and what we doing over here? Do you really think they can overturn science no matter what color y'all think it is? If y'all think that, y'all just dumb. People think they sound deep because they be just dumb. They, they, they're not they're not there. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the real magic, the, 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 the real information, uh, uh, the, the, the place where you can learn the most and see the most is in science. The, learning about the cosmos and the universe. I mean, this shit, man, hey, man, ain't they say facts? Uh, it's, 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 it's strange as fiction, it's strange as the facts. Yeah, no, facts are strange as the fiction. Is that how they say it? Mm-hmm. The point I'm trying to make it when y'all look at the real world and the cosmos, man, this shit is spectacular, man. And I'm saying, I'm not really tripping off of the new people coming to you the information. Because, you know, we all got got early on. With the Phil Valentines and the Bobby Hemmings, man. We looked at hours of that shit. You, I mean, you you couldn't, you had all that information. But once you got scientifically literate, you grew up on it. You know what I'm saying? You know, so the young pseudo and the bitch ass setting, because that's what he is. Uh, he ruined his legacy. Mm-hmm. You feel me? 
He wrote yeah, this but you know what, huh? He's back to teaching Kemet now. Right, that's because he, he, he... I don't understand. I mean, these niggas, these people, our people are so fucking crazy, it's pathetic. Yeah. How can you go and support this dude after he done all of that, tore down Kemet, tore down your teachers, and now you're back to teaching about Kemetic science and talking about this dude is so deep. That's what I was talking about when I was reading the comment. Yeah, they said, oh, man, he's one of the best uh, grandmaster teachers we got. Bro, stop. And I said, that's because you're stupid. That's because you don't know nothing. A grandmaster teacher? Yeah. Man, this man is not scientifically literate. He ran, brother. He's not, he's not, he's not there. He's he said there's no such thing. The metal method has not been deciphered. So you can't teach one thing about it. I just that's like, what I'm talking well, about. I'm saying we put them all in this category. They're all in the same category. Yeah. Misinformation and, and they're and they're preying off of the ignorance of the people is what I want to say to the people today. Right. And I'm serious about this. Um, I don't expect everybody to get what I got overnight. It took time. It took study. We all start off pseudo. But as we study more and learn research methodology and really learn how the game is played. Right. And then we then we understand that there is no getting around science. Science can only be defeated with science. And so if y'all don't think I'm my lane, if y'all don't think if y'all think I'm out of my lane, try me. Inky. Right, Ali Muhammad. Look, so Ali called himself running for government. Governor? Or something. Government. He's running for oh, What the fuck is he doing? Okay, so how is that? Man, you're, you're anti-establishment. Right? So if so if I say the best way to get with that, to get the government all that, is to get within it and understand it and do it that way, or Uncle's crazy, he talking that white boy thing. Now all of a sudden. It's a bunch. It is complete folly and fool. So, are you against the brother running for office, bro? Because yeah. he could probably make change within the community. No, he's a goddamn pseudo. That's the last thing we need in the office of pseudo. He'd be like Robert Kennedy Jr. Robert Kennedy Jr. is a pseudo, right? He's one of those lobbyists, right, for anti-vaccination. This is where his money is coming from. You know what I'm saying? And, and 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 no, I wouldn't know. Why would I vote for him? What why would anybody vote for him? First of all, it has to be character. We know he has no character, right? He he routinely gives people misinformation. Inky and all and they do the same thing. They I, everything they talk about, you can go to Barnes and Nobles and go to the new age section in Barnes and Nobles, and everything them fools talk about is right there. <laughs> So like I'm saying a lot of y'all ain't been around long enough. So watch this. What about when Ali, Ali Baba Muhammad and, 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 and Stinky Inky, they used to bang on Sabi. Oh, we remember that. We all had the little fake ass medical institute y'all claim to have. Aboriginal uh something medical union, whatever the hell y'all had. See, Inky, you ain't never had a real home. You was always a follower, Inky. Let me get this straight. You ain't never had your own thing per se. You was either all up underneath uh, quote-unquote Ali or all up underneath uh, Polite. Now you clout chasing. So Polite all, when you know, Polite come in to save the day for Sabi, which he cannot. Polite's smart if you know. You all up on his ass. Inky. Talking shit. You know better than talk shit about me. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm an intellectual gunfighter, and I run with gunfighters, and y'all know it. We well protected with the real information. We're coded in scientific literacy. None of y'all, this is my lane. And I will always use science against y'all because y'all pseudos, right? 
Non-scientific, y'all look like science, y'all smell like science, but y'all not science. See, that's the game y'all playing. This is the same thing the European community had to go to, go through. The same thing the Russian community had to go through. The same thing the Chinese and the Japanese communities had to go through. This is the same thing the communities around the world had to go through. They had to go through the stages, right, of weeding out the people who are scientifically literate because y'all charlatans. Y'all charlatans. So scientific literacy is a vaccine against the charlatans to come amongst you and prey on your ignorance. Now y'all absolutely know that. So my point I want to make here is very, very clear. I ain't tripping. You know what I'm saying? But we're armed and dangerous over here with this information. Simple, it's not hard. Thinking you already know what it is. <laughs> you you know what it is. All your Ali, all y'all man, go check. First of all, they 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 try they try the little boy T Vex. T Vex man, yo, he be he, he been banging, he been banging real hard on Facebook. He had a he got a hell of a following on Facebook, right? Um, and he gets it in. And see, he hit you with the friendly fire. Mm -hmm. I'm like, come on, Chief. That's a man you can't do. So you think Chief X could take set, um, Inky? You think he could really beat Inky? Yes, because Chief X goes. Chief X don't give a fuck about who you are. See, he don't got the friendship that I got. See, I had to take the gloves off on you, Inky, because you got out of order. You act like you don't know who I am with this thing right here. You act like it. See, I expect the youngsters to come at me like that, not you. You know, I done beat you up all the time. All, all the time, and you know it. What he does, and I'm gonna get back to, I'm gonna get back to Chief X. I'm gonna let y'all know right now. What he does is he's preying on your ignorance to not to know terms, right? He he preys on the fact that he's gonna say something real quick, and while the camera rolling, he might get you. But see, the real truth is, is that it's not the first or second round that really matter in this thing we got right here. We take our time. We listen to what you have to say. We write down the terms, right, that you have and all that shit. And then we go put the study on. The fact that you got slick in the middle of the conversation and you act like you won, that's not where you went at in science. Science is one when the information is presented and that same information is taken through the lenses and the strainer of science. You feel me? When your, when your information is taken and tested and proven and verified. So the fact that you can get slick with all the terms, right, and misinform people because they just don't know, that don't mean nothing. Can your information stand the scrutiny? No. Back to you and that shit you put in them bottles. What we're trying to say is, what is your test size? Okay? What is your sample size? Okay? What animals are you testing these drugs on? So you saying we the fucking human guinea pigs, Inky? Basically, we fucking human guinea pigs for these pseudos out here selling shit in the bottles, unlabeled or what's in the bottles. Right? Human guinea pigs. We want to see, we want to see the animals that you test this stuff on to show us how to work in the animals. If you've been following me, y'all already understand that the first thing you did to learn anything about being human, you have to study the other animals first. That's how you learn what it means to be human by studying the other animals around you. Right? And if you don't understand that, then you do not understand the evolutionary process. You do not understand the interrelationship that every living organism has. So y'all running around using us as fucking guinea pigs, I don't appreciate That's why I'm taking the gloves off, Inky. The gloves are fucking off. You can't get around me. I was just saving your little career, okay? Yeah, I, stop, keep talking shit. I'm testing all y'all shit. Plain and simple. Inky ain't never made me stand on this goddamn own. Never. Never. And that little water you used to sell people, the fake water, what about that? What happened to that? Yeah, I'm going to bring up that paperwork on that. You want me to do that, Inky? 
right, since I'm the police, right, I'm policing your ass, right? No, he cannot deal with back to Chief X. No, he can't deal with Chief, Chief X. No, Chief X jump a little quick sometimes, right? But he be get, But the truth is, underlying truth is, and what Chief X be doing is, he be killing them because they got the bullshit information, and we all know it. Now, I know people going to look at the video and say, oh, Uncle's out of mind. Oh, hell, we talk about But, man, listen, next time they start talking that shit, take the, it's all y'all got to do. Get yourself a science dictionary, right? Or, or go to PubMed, one of those places, and put this shit in and listen to them. They always misconstrue the facts. They always misread scientific articles. They talk about, I can't read. Nigga, I can read good enough. Plain and simple. Take those terms they're talking about and see if those things work the way they make it work. So that's what the pseudo do. The pseudo take a term, right, and misconstrue the argument. Let me give you one argument that uh, Minister Stinky Inky used on a regular basis. He was like, yo, it's horizontal gene transfer, not evolution. I'm going to say this again. He still says this to this day, that it's not evolution. It's really horizontal gene transfer. Watch this. First of all, horizontal gene transfer is just one of the mechanisms in evolution. So there's evolution, right? And then there's mechanisms, right, within uh, evolution that causes evolution, which uh, horizontal gene transfer is one. You also have things like sexual selection, right? You have things like uh, sexual select, sexual selection. You got natural selection. You got uh, what I say, horizontal gene transfer. Uh, you got um, genetic drift, right? These are a few mechanisms in evolution. This nigga say it ain't no evolution. Watch this, y'all. He said it ain't no evolution. Just horizontal gene transfer. See how the pseudo do? The pseudo takes a real concept, right? That's part of the real scientific literature, and he takes it all out of place and misconstrues it and uses it for his benefit. God, I got you, Inky. Keep on making videos. I wouldn't even have made this video if not. You knew I was going to respond. You got to know that about me. So get your own thing, Inky, right? Stay out of McDonald's and leave me alone because I'm on your ass. I will be buying some of your shit. Keep talking. And I'll be right, watch this, watch this, y'all. I'll be right on the thing saying, okay, I'm mailing this to the such and such lab, and we're going to see what it is. And then I'm going to wait till the study come back, and I'm going to say, oh, this is what's in it. He's telling y'all salt water. <laughs> yeah, I got you. So back to the vaccines. So why now? Why talk about vaccines now? Because it's important. Right there where you at, out in Brooklyn, and, 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 and Inky, you misread the whole goddamn thing about the music and all that nonsense. The point is, the aesthetic group of Jews in Brooklyn, right, this particular group, okay, Orthodox Jewish community, they was no longer vaccinating their babies. Then what happened? The measles break out. See, measles is kind of lightweight, but trust and believe, right? When other diseases and pathogens come, right, they'll spread that too. This is why vaccinations are so damn important. They're important because it stops the spread of disease. You'll get misinformation like this. Well, my kids are perfectly healthy. I have not given them any vaccines. Hmm. Well, when they do come in contact with that polio 
or, 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 or whatever it is that was vaccinated against, have not been vaccinated against, then you'll find out that their health will start to fail them because they will contract the disease. That is the purpose of having a vaccine. The same thing when they're dealing with malaria, right, in Africa, all right? Malaria, right? Malaria is transmitted through the blood of mosquitoes, the particular pathogen, you know what I'm saying, or parasite, uh, uh, actually the mosquito carries it, and whenever he, uh, whenever she or he uh, actually injects that and injects that particular parasite in the human being, all right? And you get sick and you can die from malaria. And so since malaria is starting to mutate now, they have to change the concoction, all right? They have to change it now, all right? Evolution, right? Whenever you travel abroad, you have to get shots. Why? You have to get vaccinated against certain things. You can't even go out overseas without getting these shots because they're important. So, so they're talking crazy. Vaccinations are very important uh, uh, to the black community. The hell with the white community. I'm saying the black community are, are disproportionately not getting their proper shots. As a matter of fact, in low-income low-income areas, right? They got these tropical diseases. Uh, they call them tropical diseases. Uh, that occur in poor communities. And disproportionately, black people have higher rates of these particular pathogens, right, that actually cause developmental problems in our community. And we're not talking about that. So we got non-real doctors, non-real medical personnel, and scientifically illiterate Frankenstein types, right? What was the doctor name? Frank, not Frankenstein. What was the doctor name, uh, Saul? Yeah, Frankenstein was the actual monster. But who was the doctor that made Frankenstein? That's the type of niggas we got running around here. Mm-hmm. I, remember, I can't remember that name. <laughs> right? Okay, so we got these real serious uh, uh, um, diseases that's in low-income communities, right? They share the same rate with other low-income communities around the world, third-world countries. The, the, the level of disease that's in these communities is the same thing in these tropical poor diseases, they call them. Look it up. All right? And these diseases are affecting our community, and we're not even talking about that. So y'all want to talk about big business. Hell, big business ain't spending no money on them goddamn diseases that's occurring in the poor, low-income areas of the world. They're not spending no money because they can't even make money off of that. Can't even raise enough money when you start talking about poor people and vaccines. So that's where y'all wrong at. So I understand government. I understand these pharmaceutical companies. They end up to make money for business. I get that. But one thing's we got to ensure, those pharmaceutical companies are ran by human beings. They come in all races and all creeds. So who in the hell would actually allow, watch this, sir. They want us to believe, right? That these pharmaceutical companies understands the dangers of vaccinating, right? Right, and will allow that shit to go into their children. How much sense do that make? So you trying to tell me these doctors that vaccinate their children know it's dangerous and give it to their babies? And y'all want us to believe that? How much sense would that make? No, it's a bunch of foul and a bunch of foolery. No, nobody can cure cancer. It ain't happened yet. No, they ain't cure damn diabetes. Why is our community got the cure for every goddamn thing, but half of the goddamn community is sick? And y'all niggas supposed to have answers. Why is that? And you got all the damn answers. Why have you made it in Africa, right? The juju man or the medicine man. If you don't heal the community, you got to go. So I'm saying you got to go, bro. 
You got to go. You have not healed nobody of nothing. One minute you banging on Savior, next minute you 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 trying to save Savior. I'm confused. One minute you selling crazy ass water, next minute you fruit diet niggas. Last minute you in fucking McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Eating a fish sandwich or a processed burger. You ain't even got enough heart to tell them people they can eat basically what they want to eat. You ain't got the heart to tell them that. As long as they eat within moderation and balance their diets out. You won't tell them that, though. You won't play the old vegan diet that was brought to the United States by white people by way of India. You won't talk about that. To those brought that vegetation, that vegetarian diet shit over here. You know it and I know it. That's the difference between me and you. I'm not going to lie to my people. I love my people good enough. And since you decided to bang on me, yeah, so, so now it's time to start beating up each other money. How about that? So let's start affecting each other money because I'm the damn police. Let's do that. All right. Everybody, before you buy anything for these people, make sure you know what the hell is in the bottle. People fucking laxatives, man. Stop that shit, man. Acting like alkaline diets and all that shit. Talking about how active the body has to be out a, a, a certain level of alkalinity. The truth is the body maintains a constant rate of alkalinity anyway. So you cannot control your body's alkalinity. You cannot you know what I'm saying? Drinking alkaline water, you know what I'm saying, can, cannot change the alkalinity of your damn body. And so you'll hear Satan say that, well, cancer and disease can't can't live in an uh, alkaline environment. That's a bunch of bullshit because cancer cells actually, you know what I'm saying, start to develop in the body, which is alkaline. And then once the cancer cells develop, then it makes the, the, the environment acidic based off of the cancer. Plain and simple, okay? So that's a bunch of bullshit, all right? And we know where we know where uh, uh, Sabi got the teachings of alkaline. We know that we can look, okay? We can look that up. We we know where Sabi get the quote unquote mucus is the cause of all diseases from. So we can look that up, man. With our people are so unprepared for these conversations. You know what I'm saying? And I seen it years ago, and I knew I was going to be in this situation. So so. So 10 years ago, I went down this path of making sure I was scientifically literate because I say these niggas is making up all that motherfucking shit. They go from Eileen Bay, right? They go from the top one, Phil Valentine. Yeah, all of them. These are all the people we listen to. You feel me? And then once you sit down and really look at this thing, they really, and everybody want to bang on white people, but everything they teach, right, is 100% white people. Facts. I dare y'all try me on that. Everything they teach, there is, they don't have no original ideas. That baby, all that stuff comes from quack white people. They found the quack white people. Y'all think I'm making this up? No, they got me hot now. For the particular medicine, right, that Dr. Savy used, who did he use it on first? How did he study them? So it, even if the person is first already wasn't cured, the cancer goes to remission. Right, and so even as a person stand up and say, Dr. K, Dr. Sabi from cancer, the question is, How do you know this? Right, you feel me? Yeah. Because there could have been other factors that put the cancer to remission. You don't just jump out there and say that person was cured, that's not how it works. We're living, we're living that religious dream world where you can blah blah boom. And it happened. It takes years to go through these tests, to do these tests and trials so that you don't hurt people. But we accept charlatans in our community and we put anything in our damn body. You know what I'm saying? Any goddamn thing. 
Ain't been through no tests, nothing. Nothing. If they were serious about what they was really doing, they would take whatever knowledge Dr. Sabi gave them and they would perfect the shit. You know what I'm saying? They, they would really go into the medical field and merge that in. They would really do it the right way. But they not. They don't want to do that. They want to read some fucking books, right? And then play with our fucking lives. So it's time out for that shit, man. They got me hot. They ain't had to bang on me. Let me talk my talk. You feel me? Let, let me teach scientific literacy. I stayed away from I let y'all do your thing. You ain't never hear me banging on Inky and them, did you? Nah. I'm minding my business, chilling, enjoying myself, knowing I got the goddamn magic bullet called science. I already know y'all can't get around me. I don't want to be like the bully, but now y'all make now I'm bullying the bully. That's what I'm doing. I try try me, any of y'all. All the pseudo fake doctors in the community, which they are, step up. Now, think I'm not in my lane. How about that? How about that? Now, I might not know what you're talking about the first conversation we have, but best believe I'm coming back with the real information of what the fuck we talked about. So all that, well, um, you don't know what that means. So so if I don't know what a word means that y'all using, that means y'all just overturn science? You know, that's the game they play. I don't know what he's talking about because he don't know this word I just brought up. Explain that. Nigga, I can't explain that. But let me write down what you're talking about because I'm a little slow, right? Remember, I'm a little slow. The guy who can't read. Let me write that down and let me come back to you. Right. Y'all can't get past that scrutiny. So whenever, you know what I'm saying? I'm right here. I ain't going nowhere. And they running like fleas. Trust me, bro. It's just like the the Saros pseudo city and the the young pseudo. Same shit. They running. Get their ass up on that stage and talk that vaccine shit. Where y'all at? Talk that savvy shit. Where y'all at? Y'all homo sabian sabians. (laughs) Where the sabians at? Homo sabian saviors. That's what we're going to call them. They homo sabian saviors. Where they at? Where they at, son? Yeah, get up on the big stage with that vaccine shit. Get up on the stage with that uh, mucus shit. Get up on the stage with that cure. I dare you. We're not going to change the subject. We're not doing none of that. Vaccines, right? And goddamn curing cancer and all that. I dare you. That's where I'm at with it. Since you talking so much shit, Inky. And I don't want one of y'all. Put them all together. Five against one, we're going to do that. And let's see how they get down. So they just talking shit at the end of the day, man. But they playing with the lives of our community. And they playing with the most precious thing we have. And that is our health. It's okay to make these crazy claims. Talk about spaceships. That's cool. Like Gangers Grill. Do all that nonsense you be talking about. And flying through that in the spookism. And lighting the fires and changing all. You know how y'all do. The pseudoisms. All that shit is fun, bro. But now we talking about health now, bro. It's time out. We need to clean our shit up. Ain't nobody more. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody all super healthy in our fucking community. Y'all ain't changed the dynamics of the health of our community. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't done that. Motherfucker's still falling apart. All day long. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we, we need to be vegan. Y'all know what the hell we need to be. You look at your teeth and tell you what you need to eat. It's the fucking processed foods that's killing you. Not the fact that you eat meat. You know what I'm saying? It's the fact that you're eating processed food, canned foods. That's the shit that's hurting you. We got enough black farms to get our vegetables fresh. We do that. Okay? Trust me with that. We can get anything we want to get. Y'all niggas want to make us some shit because the money going y'all pocket with that fake shit. And y'all can't even follow y'all own fucking diets, Inky and McDonald's. They ain't got no vegan burgers in McDonald's. What you doing in there? You minister fucking Dr. Inky, but you're at McDonald's on camera. 
That's crazy, bro. So the whole thing, all of them crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then when I get mad, I just bang on uh, uh, the young pseudo. Out of order. You know what I'm saying? Uh, said he out of order. He didn't want his legacy. Said he had a legacy going on. Mm-hmm. Feel me? And he made me beat him up. I ain't want to do it. Did I, didn't you always say that? I don't want to do it. Yo, um, me and Polite and a few of us supposed to be doing something on where are they now? Like what happened to all of those people that was with us? Where are they now? Meaning the pharaohs and the cities. What are they doing now? Not just them, but where are they now? Because they tried to come in here and take over the consciousness and the people was running with them for a while until a lot of them seen how fake these niggas was, you see? And they can't even get fucking 50 people in the election now. Well, where are they now? Well, what happened? Where is that I'm book bitch at now? When, when, when the last time you heard that I'm book bitch? When? Right. Where are they now? Because when you put a clean glass up against a dirty glass, you see just how dirty that motherfucking glass is. Mm. You know, it, it, it's just that simple. And so, I, I mean, the reality of the situation is um, that dude never was on the level. You know, when I talk about the level, I'm talking about the world. Now I'm talking about our little community just trying to learn, right? We all trying to learn. I know I talk shit. If I ain't never told you that, man, I appreciate what you do for me, yo. I appreciate what you do for the family, yo. I appreciate that, man. Seriously, go check out his channel, man. He be killing them. Why all Pharaoh fans, the young pseudo, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, that's his real name, Buzz Lightyear. Up, up, in the way. Right, that's Buzz Lightyear, right? Yo, when you first came up with that name, I was like, who the fuck is Buzz Lightyear? Then you said, yo, this character right here. I said, oh, my God. Yeah, that's Buzz Lightyear, man. Yeah. All the fans, man, he get the fans, he get the fans, because he get the young people, and they think everybody sounded deep. Well, the truth is, you know, as you grow older, you will move on to real literacy. When it's time to send your kids to college, when it's time uh, uh, to start a business and all these things, you need real information. Y'all ever realize that the information they teach you, that they can only use for themselves because they use it to make money off of you. They make money off your ignorance. That's Inky, that's Phil, that's all of them. And they ain't never got to like me because they ain't never did nothing to me. I've always posed a threat to their establishment. Y'all want to always call me the white man and I'm working for the government all that shit? Man, they have developed a group of people that present bullshit information and they get money off of y'all. Money. I'm, I'm not going to talk about the platforms, you know what I'm saying? Because I respect some of the brothers, you know what I mean? But that, that pseudo shit, man, that shit like church, man. Trust me, man, they're going to have, they, man, they're going to charge you $50 a lecture, which is cool. That's a good business model. I don't like that. But make sure y'all pay $50 for this goddamn debate we have with these Christian pastors. You know what I'm saying? Make sure, with, you know what I mean, Sarnet to bring back the goddamn debates. Make sure y'all spend money on that. We want to get that back. All right? So so, so y'all know what it is. But, man, it's interesting. How can you teach about Metanetra? See, time is passing now. Now we can sit back. And now we can look and see how they still want to teach Metanetra, so. Can't, man. How Inky still want to teach about veganism, this, that, and the other, and all up in McDonald's? Just be honest. Ain't nobody mad you eat McDonald's. We be mad because you lying. Tell the truth. Where's your character at on that? 
Hey, man, listen. Ain't nobody telling them to poke the bear. Poke the bear, son. <laughs> Ain't nobody telling them to poke the bear. Yeah, I'm a fucking grizzly when it comes down to it. I'm a bully the bullies. So keep on making them videos. But I bet y'all won't. I bet y'all won't answer that question, though. Him and Polite won't answer that question. Remember that, son? What's the question? Did Sabi cure cancer? We never got that answer out of three hours of conversation, did we? Nah, did we? Nope. Nope. I'm waiting for that answer. I'm still waiting for that answer. Respectfully, I'm waiting for that answer. Oh, man, somebody going to take the bait, son. They're going to jump out there. Come take the bait, Inky. You know what it is? Come take the bait. But basically, what I really want to tell the community is, man, listen. Scientific literacy is the way to go. Understanding the information that's being pushed down your throats, this misinformation, it is vital for you to have something to defeat that with. And I am telling you that if you want to be the best, you got to be the best and get with the best. Ain't nothing getting past science. Not even you call it the white man science is going to get you past it. The only reason we over here, hey, Sarnetta, why are we over here in America right now? How do we end up in America right now, Sarnetta? Why? Hey. Man on that same shit. Why? Because we, we, we ran across the people right. that was more scientifically literate than we was at the time. They had better science, better technology. Those intercontinental ships wasn't no motherfucking joke. Those intercontinental ships with fucking cannons on, on them wasn't no joke. Now, the gun wasn't as vulnerable. Because you know with a gun, right, there's to go then you got to put the look, put the powder in it, take the, put the bullet in the looks, stick the powder down there and do all that, then put the bullet in it, but then you've been the guy sped up. So that wasn't real formidable. <laughs> but them damn cannons, man, they blow up, they was blowing up villages, man. Mm. Imagine never seeing or hearing a cannon. When I was in the Marine Corps 30 years ago, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I never forget the first time I heard an 05 house a blow up. <laughs> the loudest I've ever heard in my life, bro. Yeah. And I can admit, and, 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 and we're used to noises around us being, you know, being in modern times, noises hitting cars, trains, explosions all the time, right? But that shit was so loud. Now imagine being back in, in, in Africa in the 1400s, you know what I'm saying? 1300s, and hearing that sound for the first time. Nothing in your world ever sound like that, not unless you could privy to a volcano rumbling and blowing up. Imagine that sound. So they outsized us. That's why we over here. That we ran across a force that we could not stop. So all the shamanisms and all of the voodoo that we thought we had, all that was ineffective against their science. You say what you want to say, all right? So, you know, so, man, I appreciate you giving me this chance, man. Man, man keep making them videos, man. It's time to put that Scared of Africa video back out on you, yo. We made your cartoon. <laughs> Bring that back out. Yeah, that's coming. Yeah, got it. Yeah, Chief coming for you, bro. Back them 100%. Now you know where the heck coming from. Yeah, now you know. Now we, now we, now, so now we don't even kill. We got it. It coming for you, man. Man, you need to worry about Chief X, man. He on your ass, man. Mm. Man, he feel, he he be destroying Sabi, man. That's your man, yo. You need to protect. You need to deal with that information, man. And see, y'all gotta know we talking about the damn information, not the damn person, right? So if the person publishing information, we got every right to critique the information. 
right? And it ain't no disrespect. And see, see, I don't like those environments, though. I, I don't like those environments. I don't like those environments. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, where you at, Gorilla Hebrew? You were the woman on the south side, man. Where you at? Man, man, right. uh, we're running off, right? We on the north. Yeah, this is the north side. Claremont. We're on Claremont. We're on Claremont. You know, I'm um, Daniel Allen here, too. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk to some brother. He's with y'all right now? No, he ain't with us. We all going to link up tomorrow. But um, I was trying to call y'all earlier, man. You could have came over earlier. I'm getting ready to um, go to bed, man. It's going on 2 okay. o'clock, man. All right, what's up? When are you linking tomorrow? Because you know I got camp, so I'll be out all day tomorrow. Okay, we're going to link up tomorrow. I'm going to give you a call. Uh, hey, yo, is your, is your original brothers with you, the ones that came down to New York? Yeah, I got some of them. I got, I got brothers in Atlanta. We know we, we up to 80 men now, so we got brothers all over now. No, I'm talking about the brothers that came with you to New York. Did they move here to um, Atlanta, too? Uh, a couple of them were some in Atlanta, yeah. The um the brother that was your right-hand man, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, he out here. He in California, so. Oh, so now he's... Um, He's uh, running his own joint now. But it's yeah, yeah, I got, I got the he, yeah, he over there in California. Running yeah, that's that's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Make me some unlevy bread, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, don't run from Unc. Um, Unc said y'all all running, all right, man. Bye, bye, I, can't, man. I can't wait to see Unc, man. You know Unc <laughs> is my man. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. We're going to meet up tomorrow. No yeah, doubt. Just call me tomorrow. All right, all right peace, brother. All right, so. All right, all right. Um, hey, peace and love to everybody, by the way, too, for folks that are watching on Facebook, those who are watching on YouTube. Um, I want to say first and foremost, um, good morning again to everybody. And um, I don't know if my brother already jumped on. Did he jump on? I know Sister Mo is in the building. Sister Mo, what's up, man? Say what's up to the people, man. They love you. They love you, Mo. What's popping? What's on your mind? If you're there listening. Monica Lamb says, okay. All right. All right. Live events. All right. So there's a video. If you're there listening, Monica Lamb says, so. All right. Hey, peace and love, man. I see I got the, the Moorish the Moorish assassins in the building. <laughs> That's my new name, man. The Moorish assassins. <laughs> Did y'all see the video? The, 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 um, the, 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 um, the flyer that. What's his name made for um with with with, with Raw Bond in it? Hold on a second. Let me get that video for y'all. Where's that video at? It's more science Templar of America. Where's he have it at? Is it in this group? Um hold on a second here. Uh hold on a second. Hold on a second here. Hey, Mo, you there? Good morning, Garfield. Hey, what are you doing, man? Did you get your, your thing fixed? I know Zion messed you up or whoever messed you up yesterday, but um, this is what I'm doing. Okay, okay. Wait, I'm hanging up these awesome awards. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. You have? Do you have the video ready for us? The one with um, light and the drive-by. You have that ready so we could share it. You know I can't share. Oh, you can share. I cannot. Oh, you cannot share. Right. Okay. I thought you was home. I am home, but remember, I can't play videos. Remember? 
Oh man. You gotta get Sean on African Emporium. Are they added? Um no, I didn't add it. I didn't add Sean. I just put the link. You could add them in. You could add All them. Right. Oh my, look who we got. We got Cheryl in the building. She saw Cheryl the pills. Cheryl. She saw the pills in the in the in the in the um in the um what you call it and she just said, you know what? I gotta do more. Ain't nobody gonna talk about them pills today. Can't talk about them pills today. But oh, Cheryl, everybody got jokes. Everybody got jokes. Cheryl, all right, hold up, hold up, hold up. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna um all right. We got 234 people watching. I know y'all watch us in um, Man Cave, but just remember that every morning we got the Morning Money Show starting 8.30 a.m. in the morning. Plus, we got Monique, Sister Monica every Wednesday and Brother Garfield channel live. Brother Garfield live. All right? Um, here's a flyer to Harker Bay made, man. Was it for last night's show? Oh, today is Sunday, right? So he probably did it already last night. Hold on. Let me go to um, Moorish World TV. World TV. Let me see if he did it last night. Um, Taharka Bay, hold on there. Uh, I think he's supposed to be doing an upcoming show and he got Rob on in the flyer. Um, <sighs> damn, 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 damn. You know, um, all right, so let's let me let me play a little bit of this video before um Amir come home and we could um check it out. It's um whose channel is it on again? Chief X. Since Cheryl is here, in honor of Cheryl, let me put Chief X on, and we could do what we need to do. How about that? All right, Chief X, Chief X. All right, here we go. <laughs> Is he playing? What music is this? Hey. What the hell is he playing? All right, gold water, silver water. Look at those stupid strike. All right, so he's gonna talk about the gold. What is this? Gold water, silver water, copper water. What the hell is this? What is that? Does anybody know about this stuff? Yeah, you know that's the water that they um, were saying that we're supposed to drink and all of that. So yeah. Who was saying that? We're supposed to take it. Um, no. Um, what is his name? He's on the tip Pinky. of my tongue. Pinky. No. Um, the guy that died. What, what's his name? No. Um, he's on the tip of my tongue. Dang it. He used to talk about drinking, you know, gold water and um, gold chips and all of this stuff. Right. Dilbert, Dilbert Blair. Dilbert Blair. Okay, okay, okay. Dilbert Blair, yep. I had an idea that's who he was talking about. All right. Um, it is cold-blooded. All right. It's cold-blooded. So, fam. So hold on, Cheryl. Yeah. On, a, on a serious note, though, have you ever have you known anybody who has tried this? Because this is new to me. I'm not even being funny. No, I don't know anyone that tried it. I mean, he was definitely selling, you know, certain gold products and stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was Dilbert Blair that was heavily into this. Mm. Hmm. All right, cool. All right, we're talking about 
alkaline water and food scams and how pseudoscience it is. We're talking about gold water and how pseudoscience that is and bullshit. And we're going to talk about a couple of people who's selling this bullshit and scamming the community. Okay? People are selling, listen to me clear. People are selling two ounces of water for $44. I ain't lying. They selling two ounces of water for 44 fucking dollars. Shameful. We're going to get into it. Let me just touch on Blue and Will Redhill, the brothers out of New York, who are pseudoscience masters who miseducate people on purpose, intentional, and who sell products that are fraudulent to the community. I made a post earlier and I said, anyone selling someone $500 worth of herbs and telling them this will cure their disease, that is a wicked, evil thing to do. Everyone seemed to agree. But we have a family of these people who just do this religiously, right? So as you see on your screen, it says gold water, silver water, copper water, and later I'm going to get into alkaline water. They're all scam products to take your money. Let me just let you know and show you. Let me blow this up so everyone can see. I don't want nobody saying, hey, Xavier ain't show no source. Xavier, this is all bullshit. Stop crying. We about to get into this. Gold water, silver water, copper water. They are Ayurveda. Excuse me. It's always hard for me to pronounce this word. Ayurveda. 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 <laughs> Recommends gold water. Ayurveda is an Indian system of medicine dating back 3,000 years. It's fraudulent. Uh, and it doesn't work, but we'll get into that later. Gold water, silver water, copper water. And this is gold water. <laughs> That's his name. He was a politician. <laughs> so it says under here, gold water was real. They're talking about this man. <laughs> gold water is not. It is an Ayurvedic fantasy. I can never get that name right. A Ayurvedic fantasy. Yes, it's a fantasy and scam. Anybody selling gold water, silver water, copper water is trying to take your money. And we're going to see and show right now. Let's go. Hope you can read. Okay. From Congen Water, which I used to work for that company, Congen Water. No, no, I'm sorry. Excuse me. The company's name is Enagic. They sell what they call Congen Water or alkaline water, or ionized water, okay? From common water to, to oxygenated water, there are enough pseudoscientific and quacky water offerings to fill an entire website devoted to water-related pseudoscience, fantasy, and quackery. That resource covers ionized water. It's another word for alkaline water because alkaline water comes out of an ionizer. That's how you get alkaline water. It comes out of an ionizer machine. 
Okay. The resources cover ionized water, alkaline water, oxygenated water, energized water, structured water, magnetized water, and even weirder stuff. It's all weird garbage. Well worth a visit, the crack pottery boggles the mind. It doesn't seem to mention gold water, which blue and red pill sells, and I'll show you shortly. Uh, it doesn't seem to mention gold water or silver water or copper water. These are far from new, but I just recently became aware of them. It seems they are an old, wait that word again, a Eurovedic thing. I didn't know what a Eurovedic was until I graduated from medical school. I had gone to nat naturopathy school, I would have known their major textbook, textbooks devotes a whole chapter to it. They also teach homeopathy. I'm glad I chose medical, medical school. I'm not convinced reality is the best medicine. Excuse me. I'm convinced reality is the best medicine. Now, Goldwater claims these alleged benefits. Right? Gold is not only beautiful, but has divine properties that can assist in maintaining balanced health. It is also heat. Uh, it is also heating, and so should and so should be used in caution in conditions with excess heat. The health benefits of gold water strengthens the nervous system. Bullshit. Improves memory and intelligence. Bullshit. Increases stamina. Bullshit. Beneficial in arthritis if injected. But bullshit. Asthma. Breathlessness. It goes on to explain the health benefits of silver water. And it goes on to the silver water, copper water. But let's just get to gold water real quick. Finally, it explains how to prepare these waters by boiling pure gold, silver, or copper with water and straining it. That's how you're supposed to get this kind of gold water. You, you prepare the waters by boiling pure gold, silver, or copper with water, and then you strain it. It recommends taking two teaspoons of this water daily for maximum benefits. This could possibly work. So you're supposed to take two teaspoons of this gold water. Okay. So we're not going to get into the fancy. Let's just get into the real. Bear with me. The evidence, if you can see. There is no scientific evidence to support the health claims for gold, silver, or copper water. There are grains of truth behind the myths. Silver ions kill bacteria in vitro, but ingesting silver only creates smurfs. Because silver, silver can turn you blue. So it says silver ions kill bacteria in vitro. In vitro means in a petri dish when they do testing. So when they do testing, they do in vitro, like in a petri dish. Um, they test in animals like mice. Or they'll be specific and say, we've tested this in humans. Okay? So, gold was an effective treatment for rheumatoid arthritis, but only if it was injected. Copper is an essential trace element, but it is supplied by the diet. So, when people are selling copper, they're also scamming too. Because most foods you eat, you can get your copper. So, so simply, simply easy to get. Copper is an essential trace minute, but it is supplied by the diet. Copper deficiency is rare and is treated by copper supplements, not copper water. Okay, conclusion. Superstition is not science. 
There is no reason to use gold water, silver water, or copper water. In fact, there is no gold, silver, or copper in them. These metals don't even dissolve in water, unless the water is acidic. <laughs> and they talking about they got some copper, some gold water, and act like it's alkaline water, but they don't even, but see, they don't even know the science. Gold, silver, and copper can't dissolve in water. It has to be acidic water. So let me just read this again. There is no reason to use gold water, silver water, copper water, or uh, you know, copper water. In fact, there is no gold, silver, or copper in them. These metals don't dissolve in water. The whole idea is fantasy. The recommendations are from Ayurvedic, Ayurveda, and are based on ancient superstitions, not modern scientific information. So guess what? Who sells gold water? Here's the website. Goldwater.com. This is Blue Pill and Red Pill's website out of New York. Can y'all see? Let me blow it up a little bit. Why is there an E where the gold is? Y'all see that? Why is there an E see. there? What Look, is gold water. The e, the e is for energy. dollars okay. Are you kidding me? So they're selling some pseudo-quackery water, chronic gold water, for $44. Our standard two-ounce glass gold bottle of collodial gold water suspended in ionized water. You hear what they said? They said their gold water suspended in ionized water. But if you were listening, I told you gold, silver, and copper does not dissolve in water. It's not water soluble. This was a blatant lie, their opening statement on Blue and Pill, Red Pill's website. They're selling gold water for two ounces of it for $44. If that's not a scam, I don't know what the fuck is. Two ounces of fucking tap water, what it is, probably. Now, so then came out lying, our standard two ounce glass gold bottle, glass gold bottle of collodial gold water suspended in ionized water. Ionized water actually- All right, all right. I'm gonna I'm I'm stop this. I'm gonna stop it. I'm not gonna play no more of this. All right. Um, I, what I'm gonna do is- Sure, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, do a whole, I'm gonna do a whole show differently and interview Chief X about this. Because I really, I really don't understand what the hell he's saying. As far as the is, is he saying that the water? Are they saying the water is go? I, I can't. I, I'm trying to fathom this whole concept. The water. They're this water with gold particles in it. That they put gold particles. Gold in. particles in it. Oh, they're gonna get you, boy. I'm not saying nothing. I'm not I saying. Mean, but they've been doing the monatomic gold for years now. So. Okay. Okay. What? What is that? What is that? Just that monatomic gold that they sell drops and it's supposed to open up your pineal gland and give you vivid imagery uh, and all of that. So that's kind of in that realm. Uh, I'm just, I'm stating what's been, was out there and been out there for years. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. You know, sure or no. Story. <laughs> Whatever, Sean. 
<laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Sean, I know you I know you're building a house. I'm gonna come out there and put acid on that foundation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me let me let me see this right now. So it says for you storing room temperature out of the sun, take one dropper full each day on empty stomach. 30 minutes before eating anything in the morning. You may increase over time to twice a day as you as you use it more often. Good for children and adults of all ages. Wow. Do y'all do y'all want me to move on to the Hebrew drive-by with polite or y'all want to watch more Chief X? Let me know. If y'all want to see, I wanna I wanna see person number one. If you want to see polite or you want to see more about what Chief X talking about, I could do a whole different show on Chief X. That's a whole nother show, man. Damn. God damn, man. Mm -mm -mm. So I guess y'all saying Delbert Blair was a scam then. Mm. Oh man. All right. All right. Let me let me put the um the polite video on, man. God damn it. Hey, Sean, are you stabilized where you could play a video? Sean? Nope, because my laptop is at uh, my other house. Now that, now, that, now that I'm not playing the pills, is are you able to play a video, um, Cheryl? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's not going to be the pill. It's going to be this video because um, Amir is about to come over and I know he's going to get noisy. So I don't want to hold up the information because of my household being noisy. All right. And we can we can we can ride through Amir. I was about to say, because I know I'm going to be on and off. Oh, man. Here you go. All right. Where's Mo? Where's Mo? Mo says she got a little life going on now. Oh, she got a boo. <laughs> All right, so this is the video. I, I haven't watched it yet. I just heard about it. But it says, Jonah 1, 17. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the first fish three days and three nights. Uh -oh. So what Polite did was call um, all the different Hebrews, including Divine Prospect and all these guys. And let's let's listen to what they said. Hey, yo, Yes or no to a question like that. When I go into Rainy Faulkner's 
translations of the Papyrus of Annie. On plate seven, in English, the meaning says that Osiris is the soul of Ray, with he whom he himself copulated. That's autophilacio. That means that the soul. All right, you know what? I, I don't know why we're even talking about Mike anyway. Hey, um, brother, 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 um, brother, Unk is in the building. How you doing, my brother? How's it going today? What's going on, man? What it do? I see hey, you. Unk. What's going on with you? How you feel? I don't, I don't get none of that from Cheryl. What, what's going on here? Hold on. Not at all. Not at all. Got to talk to the girls no more. What's popping, man? What's really good, Cheryl? <laughs> hey, Cheryl. By the way, since you're on here, how's that thing working out, by the way? It's going okay. I learned some stuff, so I'm on my way of developing some other stuff for me. So we could talk offline about it. Okay, good, 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 good. And let me let me ask you this. Um, how many opportunities have you seen in the last three months where people who work from home and they possibly could make probably $13 to $15, $20 an hour. How many opportunities have you ran across as somebody that sees opportunities all the time? Um, it's a lot of things out there. But once again, when you take these jobs, you really have to understand that they want you tethered to your computer. So it's a lot It's a lot of work for not that much money, in my opinion. But um, <laughs> it's always good. It's always better to have your own. So... Hey, let me let me tell you this, um, Cheryl. I'll be online, right? And I have my own business. You have your own business. Monica, Sister Monica has her own business. Unc has his own business, right? Sometimes to do a live stream, it takes a lot because you have people calling you about business. I'm talking like during the week, not really on the weekends, right? And But I see people on everybody's channels. I know they need jobs. I'm saying... If those people were to work even a job where they, it, it seems like working at home is probably the, one of the best thing need to subscribe to for our communities because our people have a lot of time where they spend on social media. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, me and Mo could put together a list of things that's out there. Some jobs. Uh, um, uh, 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 no, don't put anything together. Oh, no. okay. Well, yeah. I was just letting them know that sometimes, depending on the... Hold on, Cheryl. You've been doing it, and Mo's been doing it for two, three years, paying attention. So we ain't going to do that. We ain't going to do that. What I'm going to do is, if you get a list, is I'm probably going to put it on my timeline. I'm going to mention it on the morning show and, and do it that way. But I'm I'm telling you, the work that Sister Monica does and you and, and what you guys have been teaching the community, they're not, they're, where is the love? I don't, you know, people more more interested in not producing their lives. You know, I, I, made, I made, I was on the other day, right? I think y'all need to mute because you sound distorted. Oh, Mo, okay, that was Mo, Mo, um, what do you call it? Oh, my bad, my bad. My bad. Yeah, but um, but anyway, let's 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 forget about that for now. We talk about that in the morning, on the morning show Tuesday. But um, yo, Ong, what what do you think about this whole about Jonah, bro? Hey, what about Jonah and the whale? Man, hold, give me one second. I'm trying to climb out this fish. <laughs> you stupid, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Manulation. And then what Kenny Allen says, yeah. oh, small fish, such as sardines, 
herring and mackerel and invertebrates such as squid and crustaceans. Nowhere here is anything big enough to be a human. And then we also have here some images, if you look at the screen right now, of a Mediterranean blue tuna, who obviously cannot in-house a human being just looking at the mouth. Okay, just looking at the mouth of these bluefin tunas. You can clearly see. Hey, yes, and I'll share it. I'll, I'll share it. I, I, and and also, uh, I want to forewarn Mike that there are uh, what you call fraudulent bluefin tunas that have been put out there. And I've seen the picture of that, so I'll be glad to uh, let the people see that picture too. Uh, because, hold on, let me see if I can pull it up for you. There's the fraudulent bluefin tuna that's been put out that's larger than the rest of these guys and still wouldn't be big enough to swallow a human whole. But brother Sonetta, go ahead. I just wanted to make sure. I just want Okay, brother. Okay, Mike, hold on. This is Sonetta's time. I just, you, because before you said you couldn't answer the question just yes or no. So now that you said everything that you have to say, the people want to know, do you believe a real fish swallowed a real man whole and the man stayed in there? Hold on. And the man stayed in there for three days, came out unsinged and unscathed, ready to do exercise and go back home to his family. Do you believe that? One more time. Shoot until you run out of bullets and then I'll come back and light you up. Take your time and give your spill so I can destroy you. Okay. Okay, so now now I wanna ask that. I wanna Oh man, oh man. Yo, I know. Yeah, we'll call another Hebrew. He forfeit. Hey, everybody. Alright, Mike, Mike, I got you. Watch this, Mike. Watch this. Yo, Mike, yo, Mike, watch this. Watch this, Mike. I want y'all to in the chat. Yeah, yeah, Mike, hold on. I got you. Mike, hold on. I don't want to deal with. I don't want to deal with signs. I don't want to deal with none of that. I'm. I'm. Let me finish. I'm going to deal with it. I'm bringing your attention. See, he does this because the nigga ain't got no fucking answer for it. That's right. He knows that he's going to have to answer. He should know. He should have to answer to the bullshit. You Yeah, I can't deal with Mike a little. Let me move to somebody else. Brother Mike. In the fit. That's all. Hey, remember Divine. Hey, peace to the bro. Oh, it's Divine Prospect. Here we go. Let's get him. You don't know. Hey, call, call, him. call Divine Prospect real quick. Divine Prospect. <laughs> call him real quick. Okay, I call Divine Prospect. He's a drive-by. We don't buy these motherfuckers. Hey, look at Michael Edwards in the chat now. <laughs> 
Michael Evans in the chat. Yo, let him have it in the chat, y'all. Let him have it. Yo, Michael Edwards did not answer the question. He refused to say yes. He refused to say no. He pretty much said, uh, maybe so. I don't know what he said. He didn't even say maybe. You should be ashamed of yourself, Mike. Now go do your study and come back and see if you can do a better job. Because talking about something else. All right. Hey, hey, Brother Devon, I want to let you know you got the right to hang up quick if you want to. Um, Nob, I just want to ask you one quick question that I asked you, and I want it on the record. And I want to ask you about Jonah in the fish. That's all. And remember, Divine, hey, peace to the bro. Hold on real quick, Sob. Peace to the, peace to the brother, Divine. I just want to say what up to him before you, you go into your bill. Peace to the brother, Divine. Peace. Now, hey, I'm doing good, King. Y'all, I like I like the uh, the info you've been disseminating when you was going at Unk, because I know they being ignorant as hell. And you was putting a lot of powerful information forth. I commend you for that powerful information. You, you was busting their ass, in my opinion. But anyway, um, in another conversation, you have every right to hang up. What we're not going to do is record you without you knowing. Uh, we on live. And, and uh, you can hang up immediately if you do not want to answer it. If a whole fish actually swallowed a whole man, according to the Bible, Jonah chapter 1, verse 17, be it a whale, mammal, whatever. It was a water creature. Did a whole fish swallow a whole man? Yes or no? Is it possible to get a, is this a real fish that swallowed a real man and that man stayed in that fish for three days and came out unstinged, unscathed, undigested, just thrown up and went home back to his family? Is this true or false? Can such a thing even happen? something called Brooklyn magic, right? Let me give a shout out to the Moorish assassins, by the way. Um, true story and in the building. <laughs> um, the Brooklyn magic family is these people that could talk. They talk and they sound intelligent. They sound, they use all these big words, you know, like Enki and, and, and you know, um, you know, divine and, and, and the Zion legs and they, they try to sound proper. You know, they want to speak the proper English and they try to convince the people. This is what Dr. York was great at, too. Mm -hmm. He was a good speaker. Farrakhan, man, Farrakhan, great speaker. They use these words. So you got, damn, I got to look that up when I go home. And then they sound extra, extra, they try to sound extra, extra intelligent. Now, is Devon being genuine saying whether he believes the story or not? Devon don't believe that story is real. I'm going to tell you that straight up. And I don't have to talk to him about it. He don't believe that. But he cannot say it. This is what I'm going to say before I listen to the rest of it. He cannot say that because he's in fear of his Israelite audience watching. He can't, he can't give up that YouTube audience, that YouTube money, that contribution money. So he can't say that. He cannot say that Jonah is not real. He can't say it. 
That's just my opinion. Well, let, let's listen to the rest of this. Hold on for a minute, Gar- for a minute Garfield. He actually did. He actually did agree with it. Okay. Oh, he actually did. So if 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 if, if you ask me, brother Unc, in this story, when human beings are jumping off the mountains and flying to the ground. Is this true? Yes or no? And I say, well, I don't know about that historically. I'm not sure. I don't know. Then, then first of all, scientific literacy automatically tells you that humans cannot jump off of mountains. Humans cannot live in a fish in water. Uh, it, humans do not have gills to even survive. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, for me to play that game, it's that old, good old-fashioned Brooklyn magic. The answer is no. The story is a mythological story to say something else. You have to say no. Can't play the fence on people because you're playing with their emotions. So we know absolutely humans cannot live in the belly of fish because we do not have gills. It's not like the fish is going to be waterproof with enough oxygen for three fucking days. So we know it's mythology. Plain and simple. There is no in-between on this. And this is the problem with our community. We stay on the in-betweens. You know, even Polite came over there at like, he give me, how the fuck is he giving me the business? It's not giving nobody the business. They're giving themselves the business. Nobody can live inside a fish in water. You need a submarine that produces oxygen that will sustain you for three damn days. There is, it's an impossibility. It's not a miracle. It's none of that. And I'm glad later on we'll get into the other fish stories. Yeah. It's a joke, man. Just say no. Just say no. So we're not going for the Brooklyn Magic, bro. It's a bunch of crap. All right? And if you Brooklyn Magic me on this, then how are you going to talk about vaccines? How can we trust what you're saying? You're not being honest. You're playing the game. So, yeah, Polite, Polite can get it on the vaccines, too. He's in between. There is no in between on this issue. It is what it is. There is no in-between on curing cancer. There is no in-between on living in a whale for, for, for no damn days. Come on, man. Hey, like, Mika, Mika, hold on this. Um, hey, Mika, let me ask you a question. Do you believe, I, I don't care what Devon says, do you believe that a man was in a, a whale for three days and three nights? Bring the ass on here talking to crazy, man. Bring them on, man. It's just crazy. Hold on a second. Let me finish listening to Divine. We're going to have to listen to 10 minutes of Brooklyn magic, but hey, let, let, let's hear him out. Damn. Ancestors wanted them to do when making certain decisions. Now, if you ask me, is that even possible? I don't know if that's possible. Not. I have not seen that recorded anywhere. I can't verify it, so I'm not going to sit here and blind and tell you or anybody else that, yes, that's 100% fact. I don't know. Okay, so you let me ask you this real quick. I want to say that I respect this brother to the utmost, and I told you that's why he's totally different from all these other Hebrews. He didn't take the whole taking us around Brooklyn and Tennessee and then taking us back down. He went directly and said, Well, you know what? I can't tell you because I don't know. I can't tell you. You got to respect that. Whereas these other dudes would try to do all kind of crazy shit to prove their point, even if even though they know that that shit was bullshit and they know they're wrong. So I respect Devon Esther. Hey, Devon, now let me ask you this, Devon. If you don't know if the fish actually existed, how do you know the purpose of the story if you don't know if the fish actually existed? 
Like if one knew the fish existed, then I could understand the premise that you understand the significance of it being written. But if you don't know if the fish existed, how can you be sure the reason why this was written in the first place if you don't know if it's a true or a false story? Well, technically speaking, something could be historical fiction, right? Okay. Um, or something could be written in regards to being a literary device to teach a message to a people. Totally. It is in any ancient culture, right? In Mesopotamia, in <laughs> Kemet, in West Africa, where certain things that's in the environment that people are able to identify and they say, hey, okay, well, what's the best way to convey to our future generation that if the patron deity who we covenant with I put you on a mission to accomplish something, at what odds will you be willing to turn away from it and what circumstances could possibly happen to you? So it was a teaching tool, and that's why the text was written, in order for people to understand that when you're called or assigned to do something, you have to do your best to follow to it and commit to it. Otherwise, so, so something as grave as being eaten by a fish can happen to you. And again, we see this motive and plenty of other ancient cultures as well. It's not unique to um ancient oh, hold on Devon, slow down. How do we know it's a teaching tool if we don't know if this was a written account of something that actually happened? You may not have caught I heard what you said, but if you are saying it's a teaching tool, I would believe you're saying that this never happened. Is, do you understand what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying, but see, things also can be folk tales, things can be folklore, things can be something that was passed down to say, hey, this is what happened, it could be a myth, something can have an ounce of truth, but then be exaggerated for the purpose of teaching a, a message to a particular person or group of people. This is, again, techniques that were used in several other cultures as well. This is ancient Near Eastern literature. All right, so, so let me ask the question differently. Let me ask the question differently. Have you come to the conclusion that this was merely a teaching tool? Meaning, this was not a legitimized story, but a story that's told so it can reveal a sign. Did you come to the conclusion yourself? And how might one be able to arrive at the same conclusion? Or is it purely subjective and at the discretion of each reader to assume if it is true or false? Yeah, so what I would say is uh, what you said, a lot of what you said as far as coming to the discretion, it is up to the discretion of the reader to interpret what has been handed down to them, okay. right? In order for you to properly put into context what the message is, is again, you have to look at it objectively in the light of other ancient Near Eastern um, literature and see what are certain things. I'll give you an example, right? Okay. Um, if you look in Mesopotamia, right, Mesopotamian culture, um, there's a book that's out right now, and it does a comparative and analytical study of ancient age cultures in regards to myths, in regards to folk tales, folklore, that I can send out of the link or email it to you if you want it. And what they do is that they put ancient Israel in the same context with other ancient Eastern cultures, and they look at the certain, let's say, messages or stories or narratives, and they compare the narratives and say, okay, well, during this period of time, and we're talking about Jonah, this is during the Assyrian uh situations but i will put it about the 8th century bce what other narratives and comparative cultures can we look at and see what elements that this story contains that we see elsewhere and we see a lot of different similarities in other canaanite mesopotamian and ancient comedic cultures that things that they were used as teaching tools that they were familiar with in the environment i'll give you an example Nineveh, if you know what 
that's located is not far from the state area. As you know, also, there's a deity called Dagon that is there, which is the fish deity of the Philistines or anybody along that region right there. So it was known for people back then that it was to, you know, stretch out too much into the sea because, again, sea or yam or treacherous thing that was unstable and you happened to disappear it was believed that a great whale or a great fish ate and swallowed you up so if that was to happen to a person who was to turn away from a divine assignment then they could say well wow this will be a great teaching tool in order to share with our community to say hey look these are the consequences that can occur to you if you've been given an assignment and you decide not to commit to it because the people you have to give the message to are people that you hate. And therefore, it becomes a teaching tool. So a lot of people, when they look at the text, they take everything literally point for point for point. And that's their prerogative if they choose to interpret it that way. For me, the most important thing is the cultural significance and the narrative and what it teaches us today that when we apply it, we can yield the same results. Okay, my brother. Well, I don't want to be redundant. I, I totally no appreciate uh, how you uh, communicated that process. And that's what I will say for that without being redundant. But I do appreciate your answer far above and beyond, let's say, uh, Michael Edwards, because he was just completely ridiculous. And Divine is bringing us a lot more perspective and that we can appreciate. However, I want to say this to you. I understand everything you're talking about doing a comparative study or analysis of other cultures and communities to see if we see a recurrent theme here. All of that makes sense. I agree with that. With the exception of this part, if I want to just find out if this fish was real that swallowed a whole human being for three days and then after those three days, that human being comes out unscathed, unsinged, undigested, and ready to walk home back to his family. If someone tells me I need to read other stories to see if this, if I could find out this is true, I'm going to look at them weird. But if you say, brother, I don't believe that happened. I believe that this is an account or a sign that we could just learn from. I get it. But I don't believe they both can exist at the same time. I don't believe a person could tell me I don't know if this fish is real. However, this is an account that we can learn from because I don't know if I could learn from that account if I don't know if that fish is real. However, I do understand what you're saying because if a man was given a mission, I heard what you said real quick. I'm, I'm going to let you go. I, I heard what you said about, let's say the fish is real and that man was given a mission and in light of him not fulfilling that mission, we can now look at that and reflect on it. So whether he's real or not, we still can see the sign. I want you to know I heard everything you're saying. I'm just telling you how I conclude, what the conclusion I come to. But I get it. I hear what you're saying and I respect what you're saying more than everyone else. Though we really just trying to get to the bottom of, can a Hebrew tell us if this damn fish is real or not? Now we've been given a pseudo account of it being a bluefin tuna. So we pulled it up to see what the bluefin tuna eats. And apparently the bluefin tuna doesn't eat human beings. It eats herring and small fish. And then we also showed the picture of the bluefin tuna. And there's also a fraudulent picture circulating of the bluefin tuna, which I believe uh, circulated by biblical people, biblical uh, subscribers, but that's neither here or there because we had to get Mike out of here because he was just over talking and being obnoxious, but that's what he does. Mike, I love you. What I'm going to say is this. What you're saying, and your point, what I do want to say is that we'll take into account 
um, the historical context, right? Yes. Historically speaking, if you were back then, yes. it would be a different story, this is right? Because yeah. you, would, you would not have the degree of science that we have today to make a logical assumption to say, okay, well, maybe it's not possible that that can happen. I mean, I know the elders are saying this. I know they're teaching this to us. But matter of fact, let me go and investigate this matter to see if this is true. That wasn't the mindset back then because what we live at today, so much history has occurred and endeavors in regards to science that the people wouldn't challenge or ask these questions or do any kind of comparative um, analysis with other cultures like we do today and or even look at the uh, zoology. Yeah, look at to see what's in the Mediterranean Sea to see if that's even possible, like what data that we can pull from zoologists to tell us, to tell us hey, is this even possible that an animal like this exists? What is the thing that we've seen? That's what I was saying. That's why I was trying to stop. You know, when I I read read T.W. Brown's book 20 years ago, right? It's a book from like 18... If you want to know where the myth come from, right? It tells you the purpose of the myth too. Because the purpose of the myth is in all the other cultures. It really has nothing to do with faith. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. It has to do with something else. We'll get into it later on. But go ahead, go ahead, Ankh and Sean. What's on y'all, man? He didn't answer the question. He danced around the topic, and then he tried to impose other cultures into the discussion when they did not need to be a part of the discussion because it was a direct question about a biblical story and narrative. Why can everybody else put mythology in its perspective and and deal with it from from where we are with it, and then they can never admit, okay, it's this and this is that. No, I don't believe it. I think the moral of the story is this. You know what I'm saying? Just just say that. Instead, he goes and he tries to he tries to include West Africa, Kemet. He, he wants to do all these other things, but not answer polite question. And then we give him credit for saying, well, I have to do this and I have to do that. He, he always, listen, anytime when Chief X asked him, did he agree with saving a, a direct question, yes or no, he did the same thing. So every time we ask him something, he's going to say, well, I have to do more research and, and, and cross-reference analysis and dig into the other references before I can give you my conclusion. However, I do have this article, and this article says that blah, 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 blah. Oh, so the article agrees with us. Um, yeah, but um, I need to do more work on it. He's going to continue to do this. All right. Now, Amir is here. So I don't know if somebody could play the video. Oh, you don't want to go talk about it some more. We can move to a different topic. Hold on. I ain't, I ain't spoken that. Hold on for a minute, Garfield. Man, come on, man. Like, at the end of the day, if y'all listen to the whole smell the divine gave, he actually thinks in the back of his mind that it is possible for humans to be in the belly of a fucking fish, bro. It's simple as that. It's not complicated. We all heard him. Why do we got to go to the Mediterranean and study fucking fish, dude? Fish aren't submarines. They do not produce oxygen that will sustain a human being in the fucking belly, man, of a fish or whale or whatever the hell we thought it was. It's a non-cipher. Relegated to mythology and call it a day. 
Because if you don't, you run the risk of being a goddamn going charlatan, man. So you like they like everybody else. Everybody, you know, for them to have a Bible, they gotta believe it. It's that's part of this. It's a belief system. Pick and choose what you believe in. Picking and then choosing and choosing and picking and in between and all that. Like, come on, man. Like nobody wants to answer a simple question. Light won't answer a simple question. Inky won't answer a simple question. We was on the show for three hours, Garfield. Three hours. Inky came in firing shots, calling the police. It's always this. It's always just answer the question. We got to listen to a three and a half hour smell with a pen and goddamn paper while they explain shit. That shit be fucking getting on my last nerves. Nobody answered the question. Nobody will do it. Nobody. Why? Why is it so hard? Why do we need a 25 minute dialogue so that we forget the question and you ease into something that you really know and you come out the other side talking about something else forgetting the question? Did doctors say be cured cancer and diabetes and all of that? That is the goddamn question. What is the answer? What is the data that supports your answer? Once you say yeah, then what is the data so that all the people listening can actually go back over that? And no, I don't got to be a fucking scientist to say that. People are ignorant as hell. No, I don't got to build a lab. Never said I was a damn scientist. Them niggas say they doctors, not me. So I'm absolutely qualified to make a determination on one, whether human beings can be in a fucking fish, whale, dolphin, bear, cat, roach, or whatever, based off of scientific literacy teaches me this. I'm absolutely qualified to talk about whether cancer has been cured or not, whether diabetes has been cured or not, based off my understanding of biological human evolution. I'm qualified for that. And I do not have to be a scientist. No, I'm not qualified to do surgery. No, I'm not qualified to administer medicine. Never said I was. And never said I was qualified to be in a fucking lab. Although I have been in labs and I've seen how scientists work. Get out of here with that. All kind of excuses. Oh, man, um, that guy's not qualified. That guy don't have his own lab. Get the hell. I don't have to have a lab. What the hell is wrong with us? Crazy as bat shit. Man, come on, Garfield, man. We about some human beings living in a whale. Really? Oh, we got to look at the fish in the Mediterranean. Really, Divine? Do we really got to look at the fish in the Mediterranean? Really? Just say no. And just say it's mythology and, and, you, and teach from that point. It's a flim-flam, bam-bam, all of them. So, right, bro. That shit is just crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, Mo, add African Emporium, man. You forgot to add African Emporium. Come on, God, feel like really, dude. <laughs> Come on, Sean. Man, like, it's, real crazy. Really, it's real crazy. Really? Yeah, you know, you know what? You know what? You know what? Topic of discussion, to be honest. Yeah, because because Sharon, look at it this way, man. We grew up, and and, and I'm in my forties. And I'm saying to myself, how is it that somebody right now who's 35 or older is talk is going to have a conversation if this big fish is real or not? It's really a stupid conversation, but it just tells you of what of who these people are. Now, Michael Edwards, you in the audience, I'm going to ask you, you can respond um, if you want. 
do you believe that the big fish swallow? What was the purpose of the story? I'm just going to ask Michael Edwards. Man, he's not going to answer a question. Man, he's going to go into the Kemet Mithat. Man, fuck all of that, man. Them niggas have no heart. Them niggas do not have the ability to say, you know what? Uh, the truth is, I believe it's possible. Just say that. Just say it. If you believe it, you believe it. Just say, oh, Santa Claus is real. He can hit all the chimneys overnight. Just say and eat all the kids' cookies. Just say, I believe that's possible. Damn, man, Michael Evans not going to answer the question. He's going to go off to some shit, get mad, start cussing. Man, come on, dude. It's just mythology, man. Stop it. Just hey, stop. Hey, oh, oh. You said Santa Claus can hit all the chimneys overnight? Overnight, Santa Claus can do it out after you believe it. Bring all the toys. <laughs> The smurf, the smurf can come. The smurf can come yes. from the underworld. Absolutely, all day long. And Rudolph was my favorite reindeer because his nose was shiny. Yes. Now, same thing. I would respect this conversation more if you was trying to figure out if it was technology, some type of technology back then, and you know they related it to a fish or something. But to think it was an actual fish, craziness. It's not fair, man. Fish aren't submarines. Fish have gills. Hey, Michael Fish Edwards. have gills. Go ahead. Michael Edwards, we're not talking about the New Testament when he, right. Jesus' story. We're talking about the Old Testament story of Jonah. Do you believe it's a literal story at that point? I'm not talking about no age of Pisces and all that stuff. So, that's, that's pseudo too. And somebody made that up. We're asking if Jonah was swallowed by. I'm gonna do it, bro. I bet you. If you bring him on right now, he won't say yes or no. How much you want to bet? I bet you a dollar, Garfield. I bet you. If you bring him on and ask that question, no, I'm not about to lose a dollar. I'm not about to lose a dollar today, bro. No, I'm not betting you on that. It's gonna take him an hour. How many y'all want to bet? I bet you right now. I bet you right now. Niggas ask me, oh, do you have a lab? Oh, well, really, basically what I'm saying is because based off the situation, based off the documentation put within Harvard University and Yale, what we got to talk about is the building of a lab and a refund surgery. You're like, damn, nigga, you ask the question? Do you have a lab? Well, based off the documentation, based off this, we have to basically understand that, well, in the field of science, what they're talking about is the vaccines, then the vaccines go southwest, then you got to vaccinate that, and, you know, duplicating the processes within the nuclear structure, dial toad within the toad. Really, Unc? Really? That's how y'all be doing me, man. It'd be crazy around here. Non-cipher. This is what they do. Divine, please answer the question. Well, the hip bone came to the hip bone, and the hip bone came to the neck bone. Divine, answer the question, man. Like, nobody can be wrong around this bitch. It's crazy. It's a terrible environment for learning scientific literacy. The flim flam boom bam muddies the water. I promise you this. We do not have a healthy learning environment. In healthy learning environments, you ask a question. The person even says, I do not know. And when you say you don't know, then you're already saying, I am not scientifically literate enough to make a determination whether a human can live inside of a fish or whale or not. We know that once you say that, but just say it and then we can help you from there. Work shit ever, yo. That shit, that shit is ridiculous, yo. We, we are grown, grown, 
We, we are adults. I can't even believe I even having this conversation, man. For real, for real. Man, bring Michael Evans on here. Bring him on here. Watch he get down. Watch he shuffle. Watch he get down. Watch him. Watch. Watch. He won't come on here and say no, Unc. No, but I do. Hey, Mike, you want the link? Let me know if you want the link, Michael Edwards. Oh, Will is not a fish. Man, we know Will is not a fucking fish, man. It's a mammal. He won't answer. He won't do it. No, Unc, I believe that, though. Ask the question. Then start talking shit about easy. But ask the question first. It's crazy to me, man. It is so crazy. Uh, Unc, you can't talk about that because you don't got to laugh. I'll be like, Really? What does what hey 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 Garfield? No, let me ask Cheryl. Hey Cheryl, seriously, I'm here. Cheryl, what in the hell does Unc having a lab to do with any of the information that I be talking about? Seriously, <laughs> I, I gotta have a fucking lab. Well, you know that's my running joke with Garfield because he, you know, <laughs> but it, it really doesn't have anything to do with your knowledge base. I mean, it really does. So now, if I say I'm a doctor and a scientist, then you would expect me to have a lab, right or wrong, Cheryl? Or at least have access to one. Right. I never said I was a doctor, lawyer, nor am I a fucking scientist. I've never said that. Nor have I even said I was a scholar. I've never said that. I have never absolutely said that. I said I was a universal street scholar, then gave the definition from it. A nigga that read books. And if that ain't enough for y'all, then the hell with it then. Well, right. the only thing you know, I ever heard of was you being a god killer. So I, I don't know anything. <laughs> I didn't hear about the, the, the biology of everything, but yeah, right. the god killer, yes. Right. So why well, I gotta have a lab? Man, I gotta shoot. But, but we all we're all in the same position where none of us have a lot of the technology that we speak about. So I mean, even on the opposite side of the spectrum of what you're what what we're talking about, they don't have labs either. They don't have any technology. And at this point, if you're as smart as you say you are, dealing with certain biologies and all of that, they have all kind of labs that you could pay to go in and do work. So if you're that smart and you understand all these particles and and all of this, you could pay a couple of dollars to go in and utilize some equipment and get real research information. Thank so you. that's all I'm saying. Thank you, Cheryl. The voice of reason has spoken. These niggas know so much. Where the fuck is your microscope? What do you what, like? These niggas don't even own a microscope. Tell me they doctors. Man. Hey, give him the link, dude. And once again, like we said, you can actually rent spaces. So you don't, you don't even have to spend all this money on it. I mean, I know if that was my background, I'll be out somewhere renting it. You know, renting me a little space somewhere, utilizing the equipment and coming up with my, my, my whole information. You should have a book by now, as many years as you've been talking with photos of what you've been doing in the lab. So listen, that's all listen, I'm saying. Listen, they got green screens now. Are y'all not watching the live streams? They got green screens now. They can put up props and make it look like they actually in a lab. They green screen in their YouTube now coming out with the long white jacket. 
you know what I'm saying, with a uh, Versace shirt underneath the lab coat. You're wrong. <laughs> You're so wrong. <laughs> Ooh. Inky. Man, I, if you want to laugh, just mute his YouTube and watch how he, uh, when he sit down and when he get up and just look at his body language. It's the funniest thing ever to do. I don't know. My thing is you need to be, if you studying something, you need to perfect that craft. And just like me and Mo do business, hey, what do we do? We talk to people about business. We take classes. We do things to make that knowledge grow even more. You can't say you're a researcher and you're doing all this and you're not putting in the work for real. You know, other than sitting at home at your computer, reading a couple of articles and then spurting them out. Go in and do real work. We in 2019. Yeah, these niggas is actually saying that they doctors and scientists and, and, and giving out cures and all that shit and doing this and all that. Get the fuck out of here, man. Man, you want to talk about fraud. I guess they figured, hey, if Ben Carson can do it, so can we. Because <laughs> we still don't know what Ben Carson really was doing. He just... Yeah, been crazy. Yeah, been crazy. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if he had a breakdown. I don't know what's going on with that man. He on there talking about HUD and relating it to Oreo cookies. He didn't know what, what terminology was. All right, hold on. Let me get Michael in here. He was calling me on Facebook. But let me... um. Here oh, there you go. Let me call let me call him on his cell. I got him. I got go, him. Watch. Ask him a question. Watch you get down. <laughs> right, hold on a second here. We have so much people texting me. Hey, shout out to Kayla in the building too, man. Be easy with the people in the chat, man. Be easy. All right, hold on there. One. Let me call him right now. Um three. Four, six. Let me reach out. Uh, hold on. I got to put him. Let me see. Let me plug this. Here you go. Everybody get your pen and paper. How you doing, man? What up? What up, King Man? Hey, hold on a second. Before you say any word, let me get this straight now so everybody could hear you on the ear. Uh, and so you could hear everybody when they respond. So what we're going to do, Mike, is because I know you you get in your preacher mode. Worse is Sunday. You talk long. And so we're not going to drag this out. Right. We're going to keep this basic. Now, I'm going to have Unc as my honorary guy. I'm going to have him ask you one question. Now, I'm going to give you 45 seconds to answer the question. And then we're going to ask you another question. Is that is that fair? No, I said you know, I, I got an actual gig this morning, but okay. I can give you five minutes totally on this answer. I don't want to do the forty-five second thing. I'm not. No, I don't want. I don't want to do. I don't want to do five minutes, Mike. I'm oh. sorry. Let's let's do let's do one. All right, let's do all right. Let's do one question. All right, let's do all right. Let's do one. All right, all right. Let's do one question. Let me ask the question. Go ahead, Uncle. Let's talk about the fish thing. All right, is it? physically possible for human beings to be digested by a fish and survive for three days just to know no no no. listen to the question listen no we want no 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 for the record we want to be clear that's why we asking the question all right go ahead Unc. is it physically possible for a human being to live in a stomach 
of a whale, a fish, or whatever for three days underwater? Yes or no? No, absolutely not. And the story says Jonah died, but it's about regeneration. That's what I've been trying to tell y'all about. Y'all so silly, you don't listen. I said, absolutely no. The story says Jonah died. Dude, y'all haven't even read it. But that's why I mentioned to you Matthew chapter 12, which speaks about the sign of Jonah. Thank you, brother, for the answer, yo. Thank you. We don't want to be converted at this point. Thank you. So you get to the story of Jonah. So Jonah, you're saying that Jonah Jonah died and got resurrected. So the, the story in Matthew is that that's why they say, oh, it's a sign like Jonah. Is that is that your point? And that the, the Matthew has to do with Pisces. But Matthew has nothing to do. We're talking about Jonah alone. We're not talking yes, about the New Testament. Amen. Can him is trying to come back to life? Same shit. Don't ask you that shit, Man up, baby. Listen. I'm going to answer it respectfully. I'm not going to yell at you because y'all, what y'all so scared for. What? I want to hear that shit, man. We heard your answer. The Bible story. Listen. The Bible story says the man died. He came back to life. We're not talking. Hey, 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 Mike, I love you, man. We talk another day, man. We talk another day. I love you, man. Peace and love. No, no, wait. So he's saying people can die and come back to life. He's saying that too. All right. So you say that Jonah died. So he said, so hold on, 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 hold on. Listen, let me ask you a question. So you saying that, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. Are you saying that? Jonah, are you saying that Jonah died and he came back to life was symbolic of what they're trying to say about Jesus? All right. All right. So now what he said, what he said, so did Jesus. All right. So did they died and came back to life? All right. Hey, hold on. He said they did what? He died and came back to life. Yo, a physical death and coming back to life, Mike. No, I'm asking you, brother. Is it a physical death? Why are you, why are you deflecting? Just answer the question. We don't care about African culture right now. We're talking about you right now. No, we don't care about that. We're asking you about Jonah. No, ain't nobody lying to yourself, man. Come on, man. There you go, Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. Five minutes is up, man. I'm good. I'm good. You're good. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for answering that question, bro. You fell off. All right, man. All right. Oh, man. See? Oh, man. Hold on, my brother. For those who want um, Facebook, I'm going to cut off the show.
So y'all could join us on YouTube. Let me get the YouTube link. So y'all could join us on YouTube to watch the rest of the show. I'm not, I'm not, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it, Unc. I can't do it. So he go from Noah to Jonah, then he go from resurrection, then he go from African cultures. Man, no matter where you find the story at, it's mythology. Like we understand that. You know what I'm saying? We understand yep. that. It's mythology. Yep. We get it, bro. And this dude here. All right. So, so, so listen, family. I'm gonna hey shout out to African Emporium on the panel, man. Peace and love, brother. How you doing? How, how the family? I don't know what's up with your mic though. All right, so what I'm gonna do, family, is I'm going to um, I'm gonna play a little bit more. Of somebody else talking about this. Let me skip the, the that we can actually substantiate, and that even the crazy shit. And that's why I said I gotta respect DMS because they stand on their crazy shit, no matter how crazy it sounds. They don't deviate from that shit. Hey, they tell you the crazy. Let me ask the audience while you get ready to call another Hebrew for our drive by. I want to ask the audience. Press press six if you're dissat if you're dissatisfied with the vines. Uh, neither yes or no, but you heard everything that he said. Or press nine if you feel like that was another Hebrew body. Divine is just more sophisticated than the rest of them. So, <laughs> so press nine if you think we got him too. Uh, you know, press nine if you feel we got him. Or six, if you have, if you appreciate what he presented and you don't think he bs Let's see. I'm going to share the screen. Keep your nines. And, and uh, six is gone. Six is dissatisfied. Nine. Uh, nine is dissatisfied. Six is you're satisfied with that. Okay. A lot of nines in the chat now. Nine is if you think he's full of crap. Yo, you notice, you notice why the, why the numbers is going up. You know that this is Michael Edwards' MO, right? When you got him on, when you got him staggering, when you hit him with a goddamn uppercut, that motherfucker, that nigga got the bobble head and he's wobbling and wobbling. <coughs> the bobble he head. He's not going to let Yeah, he does that all the time. what you got to get. He's going to laugh. He's going to... All right, look, take a look at this, family. This is, this is a free book online, T.W. Dones book, right? And it talks in chapter nine, it talks about Jonah being swallowed by a big fish, right? Don't say a whale. So now they talk about it. They also talks about different traditions that had the same thing. There's a Hindu fable, right? Of a person named Saktideva who was swallowed by a huge fish and finally came out unhurt. The story is as follows. They're going to the whole legend of that. Now in the Grecian fable, Hercules is said to have been swallowed by a whale at a place called Joppa and to have lain three days in his entrails. Now, Bernard de Montfalcon spoke, speaking of Jonah being swallowed by a whale and describing a piece of Grecian sculpture representing Hercules standing by a huge sea monster says, some ancients relate to the effect that Hercules was also swallowed by the whale that was watching Hesion, that he remained three days in his belly and that he came out bald pated after his sojourn there. Um, the great fish, which swallowed up Jonah, although it, it, it be called a whale, 
in Matthew 12:40, yet it was not a whale properly so called, but a dogfish called Carcharias. Therefore, in the Grecian fable, Hercules is swallowed, is said to have been swallowed up by DAG and to have lain three days in his entrails. Godfrey Higgins says on the subject, the story of Jonah swallowed up by a whale is nothing but part of the fiction of Hercules described in the Heraclid or labors of Hercules of whom the same story was told and who was swallowed up at the very same place, Joppa, and for the same time period, three days. Like Cofran says that Hercules was three nights in the belly of a fish. So we have the story. We have different traditions talking about it. And even in Persia, they got the same legend and all that stuff. Nobody believes Jonah was swallowed by a fish. But the bottom line is what they said it represented, though. In the Vedas, the four sacred books of the Hindus, when day and night, sun and darkness are opposed to each other, the one is designated red, the other black. So they're trying to imply now that in the traditions, it was relating to day and night. That's where the story is coming from. All right? Um, let me see if I could find some more stuff. Oh, I'm just glossing to it right now. But trust me, man. Um, <laughs> this is the... I, I, I just don't get people. I, I, I don't. Why can't we just say, hey, it has to do with a fish and ain't nobody take that serious. Da, 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 da. I will keep, 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 keep it there. We don't have to believe in the story. What is the purpose of the story? Because basically the person in the New Testament copied the Jonah story because you can look at the sequences and see when the certain events happened. It happened the same way in the New Testament. So the person basically copied the story, changed it up to Jesus out there and how he calmed the waters. Water cease. Don't move anymore because I'm here. And while walking the water. I mean, come on. We know all of it is BS. Why are we trying to justify this? You believe, you believe, hey, let me, let me, let me do this. Let me do this. African and poor man, you there, brother? Peace, power, and profit. What's going on, family? Uncle Justin there, everybody. Let me ask you a quick question, right? Yeah. Um, do you believe that Jonah was swallowed by a whale? Uh, definitely not. <laughs> All right. Now, let me ask Cheryl. Cheryl, do you believe that Jonah was swallowed by a whale? No. All right. Sean, do you believe Jonah was swallowed by a whale? No, capital N-O. All right. Unk, I know you believe that shit, bro. You the god killer, but I don't know. I think I got you on this one, man. I got you on this one. You believe that shit, bro. Let the people know, man. Based off the hip bone. Confess your sins. Go ahead. Based off the hip bone being connected to the Thigh bone, the thigh bone being connected to the bone being connected to the bone, and the brain bone connected to the base. All that is, it is possible. It's weird having this conversation because we're not talking about like boa constrictors, things that can you know shape your bones. We're talking about a whale esophagus that's soft, and the only two whales that are possibly able even to do that will be a sperm whale and a killer whale. We know sperm whales definitely, you know, that's not even their forte. You know, they eat plankton. And the killer whale, again, that would be specific. They about to say, well, you know, <laughs> that would be the only kind of uh, they out. If they can say it's a killer whale, that's about it. Because that's the only thing that probably can take a, uh, take a human. Uh, but they don't eat humans. Killer whales That's not even their predation. So that would be like a stretch. But all other whales, their stomachs are no bigger than like a 10-inch diameter. And that's science. 10-inch diameter, that's all you're getting out of a whale. Even a uh, blue whale, which is the biggest whale out there, I think, is the blue whale. And their esophagus is only 10 inches in diameter. Let that marinate. <laughs> so, so that would be a stretch. <laughs> mm -hmm.
Mm-mm. Yeah, I think everybody, man. My thing is this. Yo, why, why, why is it so hard that we can't yeah, differentiate I, 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 between parables and science? I didn't want to my favorite words on if Jonah died because if in the Hebrew, the word that says depths of grave or I call for help, if it actually says from the depths of the grave, I call for help, it doesn't necessarily mean, again, this is poetry. And for those who don't know Jonah, Garfield actually, I'm, I'm going to tell you all this right now. I could go deep, so deep right now, put you all asleep on Jonah. I could go into the writing style. I could show you how, how it, it at that time period when it was allegedly written, how the people who wrote around him at that time, how they wrote, and it's the same writing style. It's a literary story. It's a literary, he's a literary character in a story that that's talked about, but the person in the New Testament took it and say, hey, just like our Jonah, man, boom, boom, boom. That's all the writers are doing. That's just a writer. We don't know the writer. He did that. And by the way, the writer of the New Testament was somebody who was fluent in Greek and highly intelligent. The people that walked around Jesus were a bunch of losers. They had no damn education and they spoke Aramaic. So we know those people did not write the Bible. So we need to get that straight also. We're going to talk about that during the Christian debate. Because people think people are stupid. But anyway, go ahead, um, African Emporium. He was making a point. Yeah, I was just saying in that regard, uh, why is it so hard for the religious community? Again, this is no swipe against it's just understanding the value of parables to value of what we have in terms of modern day science. So my thing is, why aren't we why aren't we bridging the two? It's just like, you know, it's diametric opposite, so to speak. You know, we religious, we can't do science. Right. Or, or if we're, you know, uh, but I will say this on the flip side, people who are scientifically literate, they will delve into the theology side of the house. But you don't get that from religion, so to speak. And I think that's kind of you know problematic where we're kind of missing a lot of good education because no one wants to get, go outside the book, you know, the Bible or their you know specific religious book to kind of test their theories, all right, to test their, you know, their their uh, philosophy, so to speak. You know, again, like Anka said plenty of time, you know, obviously science and its you know uh and its value is obviously being you know, being able to falsify you know the information until you come to a conclusion it could be falsified or it's not so it stands to be corrected at that point but you don't get that in religion so uh i find it to be very very problematic where we're going to be stuck you know a lot of our people are stuck because we refuse to go outside of that book or the, the books to see if there's anything out there to disprove what they've been given since birth so uh, <laughs> y'all got y'all hands cut out for you i can say that <laughs> any kind of religious uh debate your hands are cut out for you <laughs> Mm -mm -mm. That's crazy, 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 crazy. Yeah, that's what's up? What's up? Um, that's just yeah, go into everything, man. That shit spew over into you know, everything, though. Everybody believe this, believe that, believe that. Same way a nigga don't believe, believe that the whale and all that shit. The same way a motherfucker believe that that Europeans have the ultimate power over everything. Same shit, man. Same shit, the conspiracy shit, all that. That's the same shit you believe in mind. Same here's shit. Here's what's interesting, brother, because you, if you go back and look at all the old texts that are out there, right? We, we know the oldest Bible is, is, is which one is it? Is it the, uh, it's not the uh, Septuagint, right? Is it Septuagint? Yeah. That's the older one, right? Septuagint, if I'm not mistaken. But like like Garfield was just reading off in terms of all, all the old fables or the old mythos out there that are surrounded around Greece or Greek uh, fables, you know, that's where you've seen a lot of this, you know, parallel copycat kind of, uh, you know, evolution of writing, you know, people, you know, you know their cultures in the history. They're just taking from one culture, 
supplanting their values and their views and their names into it. And then you, you know, it's just, you know, it's kind of, you know, uh, you know, ongoing scenario at this point. So if we go back and just, you know, and really delve into the Septuagint, I think that in itself, obviously before you get to Kemet, because I already know since showing them, they'll, they'll destroy it before you even get out of Kemet. But again, that's the book I think everybody needs to focus on. Same way people focus on Abraham to dismiss all the, you know, three Abrahamic faiths, you go to the source root. And I think that's where everybody needs to go to that Septuagint and deal with that. You know, if we deal with that, we, we'll kind of really, uh, you know, shed some light on this whole religious value and these these fables, so to speak, these mythos. <laughs> I hear that. Mm-hmm. I hear that. I'm trying to find this book real quick so I could um dig it up. And by the way, Divine Prospect, I know you're talking about me on your live yesterday. You were really talking about me. You talked about um you have all these sources and all these books and all that stuff. Having books really don't say anything. I think when you study to have people agree with you, that's a problem. And when you come in front of the community, you see, this is why I read everybody. I read the conservative scholars, I read the centrist, and I read the minimalist. I read everybody. So I want to have all the arguments in place. Now, the book that I'm reading right here, and that I have in front of me here, right, is the book by Thomas, Th- Thomas Thompson, he's a minimalist, and Philip Wagenbaum, right? Now, they talk about, and of course, my buddy Russell, Russell Gamerkin wrote a chapter here. And the reason why I brought it up is because there's a there's a chapter in here that actually talks about, I think this is the book that they talk about, Job. They, not Job. Um, is it Job or Jonah? Is it Job or Jonah? One of them. I think it's Job or Jonah. And that's what I'm actually here looking for, if I could find it. Oh man. All right, let me look at chapter two and see if I see anything here. Yeah, look at look look at one look at one of the, the subtitles in one of in one of the chapters. Literary functions of genealogies and complex associations. You see, when you read the book from one one point of view, man, I'm not gonna say I agree with everything with T.L. Thompson or, or what's his name, but you know, because sometimes they say some shit. I'm like, I don't want to be a part of that shit. Hell no, I ain't using that source. That's some crazy shit. But on the other hand, they, they expand the mindset of how the Bible is developed. Because when you're reading the, the biblical text, and this goes to anybody out here, when you're reading the biblical text, you, you, you're you going to have to actually agree, which is something that Divine said yesterday, that people look at the, the Bible in stages. He's like, Goffy, you got to let go of the Persian period. And I'm like, when was the last time you listened to Goffy? You must have been listening to Goffy from two years ago, you know, when you have writings, when it comes to the biblical text, we don't have the original autographs. So people have to recompose based on comparative research with other cultures and see when stories happen and look at traditions in other cultures. So that's how you try to figure out stuff when it comes to um, Abraham and all these different stuff. The last culture that they were in contact with were the Greeks before while the writing was taking place so if the jews who were locked up by alexander moved to that region that means even if the stories existed before even if they existed before it doesn't matter it's just that the version that you're gonna get now is gonna be the version um that is based off greek greek um culture because the jews adapt to every culture that they live in or live under 
So if they lived under the Assyrians, you're going to find Deuteronomy 28 because you find that in Assyrian culture, those laws that they have about if you don't do this, God is going to beat you up and all that stuff. You're going to find that. But if you're reading from a, and that's from an Assyrian point of view, right? Now, if you go into the Persian culture, you're going to find holidays. Like there's a certain holiday that they celebrate in the 10th month that's connected to the Persians. There are certain things that's connected to the Persians that you see within the biblical text. So you're like, okay, this must have been written during that time period or under the influence of the Persians. Then now under the Greeks, now when you look at the, the, the story of Genesis and you compare it to the Genesis version of the flood story by the Greeks, you see some influences by the Greek. That's why Berosus is version is the closest to Genesis than any other version that you have out there. I don't know if people understand that, but why is that? The story could have been written during the exile or after the Babylonian exile. But remember, when you go into other cultures, you have priesthood and they might change according to where they are at that point. So they could have changed it to a Persian version. And then when the Greeks took over now, they could have been like, damn, Berosus writing the history and boom, they have the whole history now. And they say, okay, this version of, of the flood story is the best. That fits us. And maybe Jews who lived in Egypt, in Alexandria, had learned the culture, which is what Russell Gamerkin talks about. They learned the culture of the Greeks, so they are familiarized with the stories. So that's how some of those stories ended up in the biblical text. Japhet, for example, Japhet linguistic-wise is a very tough situation for anybody that believes the Bible because Japhet is a root word from the Greeks. That's a Greek word. Havan, J-A-V-A-N, that we see in the English. That's a Greek word. So if how did these words creep into your biblical text if Moses wrote it? You understand? So you, those, those are the conversations that we need to have, but we're not having them. All we're worried about is if this is true or not. People want to believe if they're going to die and come back to life. That's the question that, 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 that I, I can't listen to Michael Edwards right now. Because if he's going to go around and say that um, people were living, and they died and came back to life, and we have no evidence of that. He's a part. Oh man, Michael going to do a hundred shows about me. It doesn't matter because the Hebrews are mad with Garfield right now. Um, speaking about Hebrews being mad with Garfield, um, I presented something on Sonetta the other day, and my brother didn't even hear what I presented. Um, on, I'm not even gonna say it on the show, and I don't want you to say it. The find that they have in um, a certain part in Africa where they're building houses. I'm not going to say the fine because I know he's listening. I, 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 will, I, I made up my mind. I'm not even going to give him that source. I'm just saying how stupid and silly these guys are when they just want to make a video because they're mad. Garfield called them Hebrew scholastic sham. The Hebrew scholastic sham is a problem. You know why it's a problem? Because those people who promote all this so-called information, they're only trying to promote that they believe so they could bring people in for either donations they know different than if we complain about um Enki. They're the same thing. It's just that they're using a book. They are no, they are not different than Enki. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. They don't want to tell you that Jonah is not real because that's gonna stop the donation money. Damn, man. The, the people that follow me, man, they don't want me to debate. And, 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 and if I say that he don't exist, that's gonna that's gonna slow up my pocket money. And that's what this is about. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. Does anybody want to interject? Go ahead. Man, it's just retardation, bro. Uncle, I think you need to go back into your archive, man, and re revamp those old God killer vid uh, videos from the real atheists. I remember the first time I actually saw you, man. <laughs> those videos that you were doing back in the days with your brother in Atlanta, <laughs> y'all had the little studio. 
Those yeah. some that was some really good work. And again, for what it's worth, that body of work alone was enough to really, really tip the scales for myself personally. I'm just being, you know, speaking for myself. Because again, having a different you know, value or a, a viewpoint to look at the, you know, the 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 biblical, you know, aspect world that we've been conditioned and groomed uh, to accept the truth was like, you know, you couldn't dare question that. You know, we all been there with parents. You can't question God. You can't question this, regardless, regardless if it seems, you know, far-fetched or not. But those videos alone, bro, I tell you, they were very instrumental, very, very instrumental in giving me some good, good information to kind of work with when I got, you know, began my journey in that regard. So I don't know if you still have them, and I'm sure you do, but you need to do a, a series, a mini series, and just, you know, put them together, a compilation, just put them all out on, on DVD. You just out. Hey, they even work, you know. I think you should even monetize it, but if not, you should run some, run some of them on, um, run some of them on, on YouTube, uh, to get some people, you know, familiar with your work back in the day because that's, you know, that's how I, again, that's how I came into knowledge of you. And uh, you was really laying out some daggers, <laughs> yeah. You know, and jokers couldn't refute a lot of that stuff. And I was like, man, this brother, uh, you know, he know his stuff. And so, you know, I think you need to revise him, man. That's just my, my yeah. Opinion. We we great, we great, rev up the uh, the real black ages thing all the way, fine tune certain parts of it. Um, we all jokes aside, like, of course, there's always a need to go back and pick people up. Feel me? I beat the brakes off the Hebrews and Christians so bad that I had to give them a break. <laughs> you feel me? So, I mean, look, man, it is what it is. You're gonna always have to believe in mine. It's based off of our anatomy and the way our brain works. Yeah, but once you know that, um, then what? What's next? So, you know, the fact that we always choose other people's culture to define who and what we are, uh, I find that to be very interesting. And so, you know, the, the thing is, what why is so much importance placed on the Bible? You know, why? What, what, you know, why do everybody want to be in the damn Bible? It's interesting, man. So, you know, it's a long road. And, you know, we at the point where we just want to find uh, scientifically literate people, young brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying? So those shows, man, we're going to revise all that. We're going to start putting that back on the channel. You know what I'm saying? Don't care how many views it get. We're just going to start. Yeah, them, them, them things going to get a lot of views. I'm just going to be the first to say it because I can guarantee you, you know, at that time when, just my opinion, when conscience really began to really take off, and I would say this what roughly, what, six, seven years ago when it really took off? Hey, Let's say the uh, pre uh, 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 World Conference. I'm sorry. Can I get um, Inherit in here one second? Sean. Yeah. When somebody says a word is a transliteration of a word, does that mean that the word, which word is the original word? When you say there's a transliteration. The, tra the transliteration um, would be, you know how you have the Gardner codes and next to a Gardner code, you have uh, the, the transliteration of that symbol. Like You could ask me that. I could answer that. Yeah, in English, in English, Ooh, it, it the, tra the translation of a diacritic mark that looks like a three, a backwards mm -hmm. three, would be a capital A as a translation. So you're taking it from the target source. You, you're taking it from one source to another source. So the transliteration can give you the basis of everything and then you will have a translation which would be someone's interpretation their own interpretation on the text if they do not have enough information to validate it meaning you can mistranslate a transliteration because you don't understand the grammatic 
the grammar or the All right, let me, let, me, let, me get, let me give a quick example so you could bring a better understanding. Earlier I said, because I don't want to put out no misinformation, I said that Japheth is a Hebrew word, but Japheth in Hebrew is Yafet. But Japheth is a transliteration of the Greek Iapetus. So what does that mean? Iapetos is basically your your translate your transliteration. So you're taking you're taking the the target source, the the, the main language, and you're and you're uh you're translating it to another language. So you just basically said the Greek was the source, and in English it means this. Right. So let me let me say that, let me say it again. Japheth is a transliteration. Of the Greek Iapetus. Now, Iapetus is the ancestor of the Hellenic peoples, right? In in their myth mythology. My point when I brought up Japheth is that why is that term being used to describe the people in the Bible, right? So that's telling you there's a Greek connection linguistic-wise. That was my point. Now, whether if I if it's a transliteration of the Greek Iapetus, that means the Hebrew is also uh, um not rooted is not is from that word iapetus am i correct mm. yes okay all right i just wanted to be clear because i don't want to put out no information right but you just basically gave a target source mm -hmm. you have to in in order to translate it you have to take it from its original source so if the transliteration is the greek source then the latin english Hebrew, all of that would come out of that. Now, are they trying to say that Hebrew is the actual target source and the Greek transposed it from, from the Hebrew? Nah, I, I, I don't know. Because the brother responded and said, what are you talking about, Garfield? Japheth is Yafet in Hebrew. I, I understand all of that. But what is the root term? Where did they get the term from? It's a Greek term. Yafet is a Greek term, Iapetus. This is why we, we, all right, so if I'm writing a story, and remember, Japhet represents the white folks, right? But but they're closer, Shem and them is closer to, to success with God than the Hamites. So if you look at the story of Japhet and um, Shem and Ham, Japhet is representing who we consider the Greeks, right? Which is, Iapetus is a titan in, in their culture. So why would that be in your Bible? It shows the mythical origins of their storylines and where they're coming from. Because if this person, Apetus, is a um is mythical or a titan in some Greek story, why would you use that person to say, hey, this is the person over all white people? Why would the writers do that? That means they would have to have been living in the culture, heard the story of um Iapetus or whatever and then adapt him in the story. So that's why I said when they're writing the stories, what I was saying five minutes ago is that you got to see what time period they're writing. So it's not that the Bible never existed before or people weren't writing texts or there was no priesthood, but the version of the story at that time got to a point where they could have written an origin story or a story where we all come from. And okay. it has a lot to do with how other cultures wrote at the time. That's a really good point, Garth. Okay. I'm happy you broke that down that way too because that's basically what you get in terms of the historical timeline of how people were in other people's you know homelands or countries or whatever taken for what they you know what they was able to get and then went back and start you know writing their sales into their you know that value or that culture's history again we say that we see that in the hicksos 
right? That they're them kind of being the first quote unquote so-called people people want to use as the biblical Hebrews, whether you do or you don't, but that's when it all began, in my opinion. And so you think about second and third BCE, that's when this all went down here. <laughs> that's when they became, you know, relevant. Or even well, not relevant, yeah. but they were known at that point. Garfield. So I want. Yeah, I let's want to, on the screen real quick. Go ahead, brother. I want to add to your to your question just for the audience, okay? Because transliteration is an orthographic script endeavored by the conversion of a text from a source script, which is what I said, which is a target script. When the conversion is from a source script to a Roman Latin script, it is called. Romanization or Latinization. This is giving you an example so people can understand. When we transliterate the hieroglyph, we are simply transferring the glyph, which is the source, over into a Latin orthogra uh, orthographic target script. This transfer is not a transference of phonetics, how something is pronounced or semantics, what something means, but rather a convention in orthographic script. Thus, the issues, pronunciations, and meanings are not addressed in transliteration. Many transliteration systems are one-to-one, -one, so a reader who knows the system can reconstruct the original. This is often, and I'm going to say this, confused with transcription, which maps the sounds of one language into a writing system. The source, from what I just read, is our book. Has the Egyptian hieroglyphic writing system been deciphered? A rebuttal to Walter Williams, page 43. Are you trying to promote your book on here? You're trying to hustle us, brother? Huh? You're trying to hustle us? <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Listen, family, look at this right here. If you notice in the ge genealogy of Aepitus, who is Japheth, you see there's a genealogy of sons and having sons. Now, if you read Philip Wagenbaum's book, nobody in the black, in our community, in our world is really reading this unless... They're into like scholarship and they're in college or whatever. You're not going to read Philip Wajimov because his stuff is really nice and it goes into how genealogies form. There's people who is writing in this time period. If you notice, when you find you have thousands, right, of Hebrew finds within 900 BC and 200 BC, right? But you don't find a genealogy. You don't find them mentioning Abraham. You don't find any mentions of, of Ham, Japheth, and, 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 and Shem. This is a Greek thing, in my opinion, right? It's a Greek thing. And the reason why I say it is, it's a Greek influential thing. Because usually when you're talking about your culture, you'll find a little stuff here and there. Like, I, I might say Jeremiah, I don't think he's real, or, or Isaiah, or, or, or Ezekiel. But... We find Hebrew documents talking about the prophet said X, Y, and Z in Hebrew. So I know people in the culture were talking about prophecy, which is it's all over in Assyria, Persia, in Egypt. They had the prophecies about a pharaoh rising up to defeat the people that was beating them up at the time. So we have writings by broke or people who are done and out in the society. It's just like now, Farrakhan and, and, and Jesse and Al Sharpton saying, yeah, God's going to send somebody to do this or whatever. You always had that talk in people who are being subjugated by another culture. When you're a vassal kingdom, when you're under somebody and you're paying money, you know what I'm saying? The Arabs and the Israelites and the, the, the people from this culture paying money under, under, under some sort of rulership, you're always going to have that type of talk. But my point is, though, I don't see any form of stuff coming into the biblical text 
at before then. This is why a lot of people have now, there's this new argument that there's a lot of writings took place under the Maccabees. When the Maccabees ruled in the second century BC, that's when a lot of the writings and the rewritings took place. So when the Jews, let me go back to my original point though, because I'm all over the place ranting. That's a good point, uh, Garth. I'm happy you brought it up because the, the Maccabees book is very, very interesting within that Septuagint value, dealing with those books. Obviously, you know, Daniela, he's he's of the what the Maccabees camp, whatever. I mm -hmm. guess that's their kind of origin where they kind of stick into that script value. I'm happy you brought it up. I hope you go into detail on that if you could too. Yeah, I'm a, let me get to that in a second. Um, and by the way, they double crossed the Romans, that's how they ended up ruling. Because the deal was the Romans supposed to help them beat the Greeks, the Seleucid Greeks. And they double-crossed the Romans and said, nah, we're going to rule ourselves, man. F y'all. That's what ended up happening. That's how they ended up ruling. Uh, pe people might not know the history. But anyway, um, when the when um, Alexandra took over from Persia in Egypt, right, they had to divide up all these different people to, between four sections of the, the empire of Greece. You had the Seleucid Empire, you had the um, the Ptolemaic Empire, and you had two more. I don't remember their names right now. But the bottom line is Alexander had locked up these Jews, soaked these Jews in Egypt. He had locked them up, and they were under his yoke as like slaves. When he died, they released them, and they gave them what's called Alexandria. Alexandria was a port city. Because if you notice the history of these folks that they call Jews, they're always trading and making money. They're always a part of the whole money-making stuff, right? So now, while they're living in Egypt under the Greeks, that's when they start getting familiarized with the storyline. Because everybody, just like how black folks in West Africa want to be attached to the greatness of this empire, like Islam, they'll change their oral tradition here. And they'll attach the Christian stuff to it. So that's why when we go back now and say we follow African spirituality, you, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. And, and, and that's what Masi Warrior Clan deals with. Because you don't know who injected stuff into the traditions without us even being a part of it. So oral traditions, you'll hear, oh, I'm from Arabia. I'm from Mecca. I'm from Israel. I'm from the East or whatever. But those traditions came in after, after when people got there with the Abrahamic faith. All right? Um, to get deep into that, I can't do that right now. But let me go back to the Maccabees, Maccabees for a minute. And I'm showing this picture here. If you look at Iapetus right here, and you look at them having children, ladies and gentlemen watching right now, I could show you the Jacob story of having 12, having 12 people and having a 12 tribe. I could show you 10 tribes. I could show you the Athenians. Um, laws. I could show you the laws that you find in the biblical text, how you find it. It's closer to Greece than in anywhere else in ancient Near East. I could show you right now Abraham's story. I could show you Jacob and um, Isaac and whoever was fighting in the, in, the, in the stomach and holding on to the heel. There's even a tradition of them holding on to the heel to steal his, his royalty or whatever that happened in the biblical text. So all these stories is really not what Israel is about though. Israel is about a people that decided that they don't want to they don't want to follow the entire culture of what the Canaanites were doing. We want to be separate. This is what Israel is about. It's not about Abraham. It's not about Jacob. It's not about the 12 tribes. It's not about Shem, Ham, and Japheth. That's the Greek infusion into the tradition. You see, a lot of people will be like, what are you talking about, Garfi? But think about it. Just think about it for a minute, though. Under the Assyrians, you see a lot of writings in, in, in Deuteronomy. That's how they dated Deuteronomy, by the way, because they found out the Esarhaddon Treaty. They found the same type of writings in that tradition 
in the same thing in the um in in the biblical tradition and they found it in other cultures so that the king in assyria he would go around and basically say hey if you fought, don't follow these rules, Ashur is going to kill you. But in the Bible, it says Yahweh is going to kill you if you don't do certain things. This is how you get to understand the biblical text is who you're under. So, so when somebody says right. the Bible was, wasn't never, no story was ever written before 3rd century BC, we can't really say that because we know priesthoods write people. It, it's called the person describes whoever it is, whether it's an Assyrian assigned scribe or a Persian assigned scribe or a Egyptian assigned scribe or um Aramean assigned scribe, people always writing. That's what they did in the ancient Near East. People write. But the key now to understand biblical text, so when people date in the text, you got to go back to the guy who Herodotus used to copy from, Hecteus of Miletus. Because you have something called, and I think Mia Ong talked about this four years ago, chronological synchronistic writings. The first group of people we see doing that, telling a story. You know, like how you have Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Then you have um, first you have Joshua, Judges. Then you have um, second, 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 first and second Kings, first and second Samuel's, and it goes in order, and it's telling you a story in order, in chronological order, and it's all synced together. That's called chronological synchronistic writing. But that type of writing style, we never—I don't see it in history before the Greeks. So the Egyptians would document on the walls and tell you what each person did. But the Egyptians never had like a set book before Manitho and Hecteos of Abdera, where they collected the history from 3,000 years before all the way up to that time period. So this book thing that we see coming into play in, in history, we see the Greeks, whether they stole from this culture or that culture, we know synchronistic, chronological synchronistic writing is a Greek thing. So the Bible now couldn't, in my opinion, honest opinion, be written before that time period because that type of writing style remember earlier i talked about job and jonah the writing style they found in the book that type of writing style they could date the writings based on the writing style and they found that type of writing style in greek again in greek cultures so a lot of these writings that you see you'll see it in other cultures but it was primarily done during the time under the greeks anybody want to add on oh if anybody want to call in by the way 1-800 518-2817, 1-800-518-2817. You could call in, question Garfield, and, and all that stuff. <laughs> you're spot on, Garfield. Uh, again, you, you, you're you spot on. And that's, I was, you know, leading to that earlier about Fall to Maccabees, but dealing with those first so-called first five books, uh, even how they even called them back then, I mean, they wouldn't even call those, you know, before they got transliterated to the Greek language. They, uh, from what I'm seeing, false, uh, uh, false evidence is they would call it the Fawad or something like that. I'm mm -hmm. not familiar with that. The Fawad, it was like the papyrus, like we had the papyrus of UNEF for all that. It was called the papyrus uh, of Fawad. Uh, 266 was one of the first ones of the Pentateuch within the Greek, which is a copy, so to speak. But the, the Maccabees was a, a great book, uh, uh at, at Erkser, I guess I would say, within those books that they were pulling from a lot. But Deuteronomy is, is like all over the entire. Uh, that entire timeline where they were just pulling out of you know, coming into Deuteronomy thing. So, really good point, brother. Good, good point. All right, cool. Yeah, and I'm actually on a wiki page for Japheth. And if you look here, it says the origin of Japheth, the book of Genesis, is the first of the five books of the Torah that contains. Hold on a second. Hey, Carla, hold on one second. 
It's the first first of the five books of the Torah that contains the account of Israel's origins as a people. Scholars increasingly see this as a product of the Archimedes Empire between 450 and 350 BC, although some would place its production in the Hellenistic period or even the Hasmonean dynasty that I talked about. See that hundred years? The story and the source right here is Griffinam 2-3. You got to go to his book and see what he's talking about. All right. The Egypt on the Pentateuch ideological map. The story of Japhet and his brothers may be even more recent. Almost none of the person's places and stories in the first 11 chapters of Genesis are ever mentioned anywhere else in the Bible. Leading scholars to suppose that the history is a late composition attached to Genesis to serve as an introduction to that book and to the Torah. Let me read that again. The story of Japheth and his brothers may be even more recent in almost none, almost not all, none of the persons, places, and stories in the first 11 chapters of Genesis called the primeval history, primeval history are ever mentioned anywhere else in the Bible. Leading scholars to suppose, we don't like the word suppose, to, to, to come up with a decision or determine that the history is a late composition attached to Genesis to serve as an introduction to that book and to the Torah. As a matter of fact, when we talk about the Torah in the first five books, it really was actually six books, but actually Genesis was one of the last ones written. A lot of people don't even know that. Y'all got to get into some different scholarship, man. Right. Stop listening to these believers, man. I'm happy you brought that point too, Brother Garfield, because... Hold on, hold on beloved. I got to call up. Go ahead, caller. You loud. This is Brother Garfield. What's your name and where you calling from, beloved? Come get this work. Let's go. In the chat. Mm -hmm. Secular, aim more into the secular humanism 
you know, we were to me, I call that secular, or I think that would be secular humanism that we're into now with black millennials and Generation Z of attending church at record lows. And as far as my generation and the generation, generation uh, Y, the millennials and generation Y believe in the Bible less than any generation before us, our grandparents, great grandparents, who we say that we're a better people you know, value-wise, moral-wise, the way we treat each other, the way uh, we interact with each other, the way we do business with each other. Now, as a people, or were our grandparents... You don't ask questions, you know? <laughs> I think I know what he's trying to say. He's trying to say, are we better off today without the Bible, or we are... Let me, let me, let me... I'm going to let Ong respond to that. Go yeah, ahead. I understand his question uh, completely. And what you got to know is we're in the middle of transitioning. And so getting out the Bible is the first stage. Now we got to get to the point where we implement rules and regulations, just like the conscious community. I mean, it's a fucking free for all. And so although people are not believing in the Bible, they're believing in other belief systems. It's the same shit. They're carrying the same behavior over. So if we better off, I think we're better off right now. Just because like when you first start working out, that shit really hurt. That first time you want to run that mile or run that lap, it really hurt. And so to ask the question in the middle of that, are you better off now? Of course you better off than not just exercising. It might hurt. Shit might be all scrambling and fucked up. You might run a mile and be down for two, three days. Your body hurt. But at the end of the day, we will be better off when we start to inform and instruct ourselves based off of reconstructing our history and getting our real history, as opposed to waiting on Jesus and Santa Claus, as opposed to trying to cast spells on each other. All these things are taken into consideration now. And so, yes, we will be better off. You just can't see it right now because we're in the midst of, of crazy dudes. Everybody believing in candle magic. Everybody believing in pseudo information. That's why we have a dagger squad. We can come on in the morning. Right. That's why we have this conversation. Because we, we just caught up in the transitional phase. But at the end of the day, we'll come out on the other side saying, damn, man, we went through the religions. We went through the pseudo, pseudo ship. Now we can see clear. Now we understand that the core of what we need to do as a community is scientific literacy. We need to implement rules and regulations, right? And, and we need to put our beliefs in a different category and put our scientific literacy in another category and place these things where we need to place them to move to make a strong community. It's just, I mean, a real community we can go at and sit down and have rules and regulations on when we need to vote as a body. You know what I'm saying? Who we need to link up with. These things are possible as long as we're not stuck in another person culture called religions. As long as we're not stuck in pseudoisms, man, we're going to grow as a people. Absolutely, we're in a better place, man. Damn right. Damn right. Facts. Thousand percent agree with that. Real quick, if I could, Garfield, I want to play this little clip here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you play it, what are you playing? Okay, go ahead, go ahead. You can play. I call it nonsense. I call it Tom Ford. So basically, what I did was, right, I went into extensive research, right? That's cool. You're right here, though. miles long, right? Largest river in the world, okay? Now, the point was made with Lion Lex and, and, and Shaka. Right, because <laughs> he'd be lying, man. Come on, with all that. said they always play this game. You can get any history book, right? 
classroom textbook, college textbook, right? And they'll clearly say that Egypt is as old as Sumer, right? They'll probably take it back to 3,400 years, and they might even give Sumer a little bit older. Mm. Okay, so the point that, that, that really needs to be made is that Egypt, right, is not the beginning civilization of the Nile, okay? Whereas old Sumer is really a colony of a Nile Valley civilization. So nice. we're talking about two different things, two different ideas. I'm going to say it again. Sumer is a colony of Nile Valley civilizations, right? Nice. And so, like, tomorrow, we, we're going to get into 80,000-year-old uh, structures in Nubia, right? We'll get into Napata Player, okay? 6,000 years, right? There's no Egypt at this particular junction. So when you talk about Nama unifying, right? So if you're going to unify something, you have to have two groups, two cultures to unify, right? What was it unifying? That means it was something already there. Okay, so like the elders always told us, that Egypt is a culmination of African science from Uganda, Kenya, Obo River, Tanzania, Lake Chad, right? Really, the, the, the nations I just named really make up Nubia. That's something they won't tell you, okay? So at the end of the day, right, Nubia, Kush, okay, now Valley Civilization, okay, is some of the oldest civilizations on the planet, okay? based off of West Africa, East Africa, South Africa, right? Dealing with river systems, right? We took a class in Nubia, right? Smash, real fast, man, because you're the Magi. See, it just wouldn't be right, you know what I'm saying? If we don't let the Magi get up on here, right? And so we don't even argue with Hebrews. There's no, there's no Israelites, okay, at 3400 BCE. There's no Israelites at 1500 BCE. There's no Israelites to around 800 BCE where, where, where you start to find text not 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 what they miscall scriptures right because i refuse to call them scriptures all right they're not divine to me right it's only a scripture if it's divine to your culture okay get that straight right so so um you want to expound on that little piece right there if you don't mind about this about what you just played right yeah i see this is one of my archive ones i got from you so that's why i was saying i, I know you can go in on this but this this when you're in your element you, you get it in i i was just i, I was trying to put uh, uh, first of all, I was trying to put a timeline on shit. Right. So for the Hebrews to argue about fucking Suma is fucking ridiculous. Why? What is the purpose of that? Like, I know it. Uh, what's the end game? So culturally speaking, if you look at Sumer and these coaches, right, they, they got nothing on once you start to go into the Sahara, once you go down past Egypt. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they're, you know, a Shango bone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 20,000 years ago. Right. You know, them niggas chased me all the way to the south. You know, Brother Ben just came back from the south. Right, yep. Based off of the research that I've been kicking, Ben took it another level. Masi clan warrior leader. He took it to another level. He actually go to these spots. I'm going to Pinnacle Point as soon as I get my passport straight. There's no Sumer. There's no none of this shit niggas think they talking about. There's no, there's, you got the crucibles. So I was trying to show you that we got to take it back a little bit farther. The arguments that the Hebrew have of Sumer, that shit don't make no sense. We know Sumer or, or, or in Egypt, they traded back and forth. Like, no one debates that. Scholars are trying to say this is old, Sumer's old in Egypt, right? But then when it comes to the archaeological evidence, the shit fades. Garfield got some shit he talking about that he don't want to bring up right now. Like, come on, man. We got structures like, 
Like, stop it. Now, I might have went 80,000, but they came back on the scientific shit. They dropped it to 15,000. That's still 10,000 years older than Sumer. Right. Like, 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 at the end of the day, man, they really have nothing to stand on. If they want to play the writing game, I'll take niggas back into the caves. The writing is on the fucking walls. We're the earliest symbols that will end up leading to Africa. You know what I'm saying? Come out of Africa. I mean, that will lead the writing comes out of Africa. So my point was clear in this video, and we can always critique shit and tighten up a little bit. You know what I mean? But, man, it is clear, yo, they have nothing to stand on when we really want to do this work. I ain't even been. I ain't even been on that shit. I left my yeah, shit. Mind, this was like five years ago. So again, you know, we know, you know, information is always evolving. So even within that, you know, the timelines, whatever, you still, you know, you can still lay the grid. You laid that grid in this point. And Garfield actually just substantiated when he went through the piece about the Maccabees and the books. You know, even that third and second century BCE aspect where we're seeing these people, obviously, you know, starting to culminate as a colony, like you said, they were colonies right. coming in. That's what they were. <laughs> they wasn't they wasn't a well to get you know put together people they didn't have you know the kind of economy or infrastructure as a you know well you know uh you know group you know educated group of people they were again vagabonds so to speak you know <laughs> for lack of better words well, so watch this then why why and Garfield does a great job of bringing this out why do you need the fucking Persians to build you temples because you don't have the money and the resources nor the math of times to build it exactly exactly, tell exactly. You, exactly. why do the fucking egyptians build temples and then why don't it matter to them how about that why do the egyptians don't care now it's like the united states they will help you build your own temple you know what i'm saying like they don't right. care about having buddhist temples in america they don't care about having Hindu temples in America. You might get some public money and get a tax break for having a religion in America. They don't care. You know why? Because it doesn't affect the bottom line. Now, right. Israel, they would never do that for y'all. Right, because it poses a threat to them. That's why. But the, the Persians building Hebrew temples... It doesn't pose a threat to them. They have no economic power. They have no army. They have nothing that will affect the Persians. And the Egyptians do the same thing. It doesn't matter to them in America. So what that there's a Mormon temple? So what that there's a Hindu temple? So what that there's a Buddhist temple? So fucking what? Good if point. you get too slick, we'll send the police. And if you get too slick, we'll send the National Guard. And if you're that slick, we'll blow up your country of origin. So what? It does not matter. That's the point. Black people need to get into things that matters. Fuck what you believe. What, what do you carry on to your babies? Right. What do you have that you can use in your life now? Your religion, man, is just one part, one part, small part of what humans do. But the scientific literacy is the whole fucking shebang. The whole shebang. Good point. Really good point. Uh, and I'm happy you unpacked that because I knew you was going to bring it bring it full circle. I was like, this is a great time to play this video here. I knew it was a perfect time. The brother still had a question. Don't make it short, uh, brother. Oh, go ahead, brother. Ask a question. Sorry, I'm not going to go ahead. Transition, right? And um, you know, a lot of the people that are in the Israelite movement or 
agree we 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 fit the characteristics of a, of a lost people or a dead people that the Bible describes. Um, I find that you know we're we're people that needs you know identity. You know, as a people that, that cannot be denied, we need you know rights of passage and customs and traditions and norms and you know different things that we need as a people that have been uh, destroyed. You know, through the through the process of slavery. Uh, how can we make any type of transition or make any transition into defining ourselves the way the free nations define themselves and conducting ourselves the way the free nations conduct themselves and having a cultural identity as a people when we're two generations uh, integrated into U.S. society. Um, our children go to U.S. schools and we're, you know, we uh, have really, um, through the integration movement, have really sold all that out and we, we have mostly decided to go and be a part of the dominant society and be a part of the dominant culture. How do we, how can we do that with no cultural privacy or, or, or no, um, or no inkling of any, um, uh, material culture? How, how, how we go about doing that? Man, examples are all around us. Do y'all not agree that everybody comes over? Chinese come over, Koreans come over, Jamaicans come over. Um, I mean, seriously, like everybody does this. At a certain point, you have to be willing to concede and admit that you are an African-American and be fucking proud of that. 500 years away from Africa, you're culturally, you're not them. Although you brought culture with you, you're 500 years away from that. You can reach back and grab things that's needed and bring it forward but you gotta embrace your African Americanness. You gotta, you gotta know what the rules of the game are. Trying to separate yourself and do it's crazy. You, you got a lot of things you can take advantage of. And I'm not saying that you don't be a Hebrew, don't be a Moor, don't be that. I'm saying that 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 we can actually, we can actually deal with these groups. You don't have to be them, and work towards common goals. Yeah, I mean the same way Russia do it. Allies, we can have, we can form allies, right? And and, and have certain rules and regulations of the alliance. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is times. Watch this, y'all. It is times when we must move as African fucking Americans together. That's one thing we can do. By that politics, hundred percent agree. Yes. Do y'all not get that? My not believing in your God should not affect us moving together to move to have better schooling systems for African-Americans. You know what type of information we need to have in these schools? You know what we need to compete? Not to mention that if a school is in your demographic, right, and we know that school is there, man, you can donate money to the school and, and absolutely pick curriculum that's more that's more uh, 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 astute to having these, helping these black students. Nobody will oppose you on that. They oppose you when your ass don't put no money into it. When you're not on the school boards, when you're not in the, uh, they call that shit golf field, uh, parents, teachers shit, what is it? PTA. When you're not a part of that shit and still talking shit is when they oppose you. That's when you have no power. You know, so school system don't teach you everything and never said it was. That's why you can go to black schools, white school systems in certain communities and have all the fucking computers. You go to a black community school, they ain't got shit because the PTA, they, those, those organizations actually have monies 
to fund having extra computers in certain curriculums. We don't participate. Being an African-American is something you have to fucking do. Being in America, it's a game of participation. It's not a game of sitting back, making videos, talking shit. Oh, the white man is the devil. We'll prove it, nigga. Oh, oh, they dumb. We'll prove it, nigga. Oh, science ain't real. Well, then prove it. It's a game of participation. And that's what we fucked up at. We read the Bible thinking the, the Bible is a story. Plain and simple. It's a fuck. We read that shit and think everything is going to be okay. Being an African-American is being able to participate in your civic duties. Being able to be scientifically literate. Being able to go wherever the fuck church you want to go to and believe what you want to go to. When it comes down to important issues, right? Should we support gun control? Shouldn't we not? Should we have, uh, 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 sh should we raise the children? Right on the gun range, my children is on a fucking gun range. Y'all tripping? Like, sir, by the time you get uh, thirteen round this motherfucker, you're at the gun range, right? Uh, should 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 we take the illegal guns out of the community? Should we should, should we keep children? Should, should we keep the, the the sixteen year olds from getting in trouble so that when they get a certain age, they can get their gun permit? You know what I'm saying, like, instead of teaching you to carry a gun. But be illegal with this shit. Yeah, I think we should teach our kids the right way to do shit. Like seriously, like should we have homeschooling? I call it home fooling when your fucking kids can't even pass standardized tests. That's a bunch of malarkey. Should we have these African-centered schools that once you get out of that motherfucker, you're not even ready for the next level? Should we do that? So it's a lot of shit we need to know, bro. A lot, a lot of shit we need to know. I think we need to embrace our African-Americanness. Believe in what the fuck you want to believe. But there are certain things we absolutely got to move together no matter what. Very interesting. Very interesting. Very, some very, very, very thought-provoking points. And again, that's if I could just you know add to that point, Brother Garfield, too, that's why, again, um. You know, I'm, I'm always humble because in this in this moment when we're speaking about body politic, right? The one thing that we know we need more than anything is to establish a body politic, right? We know the likes of uh, Dr. John Henry Clark, the late ancestor, Dr. Joseph Miyakin, and many others, um, Dr. Amos Ann Wilson, uh, Dr. Claude Anderson. They've been speaking for years about why we need to galvanize and establish a body politic. If you cannot win, Dr. Khalid Muhammad, he spoke about it. We go on. We know the people who've done it, the elders who've done it, but. For some reason, it seems to be uh, elusive to us because, again, we've gotten all these gotten to, uh, into all these different factions, and then no one wants to kind of cross that line to say, "Hey, you still my brother? Let's work together, right? Either you're black, right? We don't deal with black. Either you're African, we don't deal with African. You know, I'm like, well, okay, what is our commonality, right? Number one thing that we suffer from most is what a lack of resources beyond the lack of knowledge, but not having enough resources. So if you're hungry. What does your religion have to do with you know the value that I want to be with you as my brother to help you put some food in your mouth? Are you gonna turn down a brother's trying to give you some knots, you know, to help you feed yourself, and you can't deal with them because they say they are African or they subscribe to being you know black or whatever? You know, this is the the, the psychosis that's in the community that, that bothers me, and I, and I I think about it a lot when I see even you know Sister Monica come on and she do you know a, a class on budget analysis, right? How to get your money right, how to find money out there. 
And again, there's no swipe against people that they want to come watch they don't. But again, those those crowds are very small. They far few between. It's only a, a, a handful of people show up for that. But mm. uh, if, it's, if if we showing up for a Bible scripture or the class or pass the collection plate for you know for a rib dinner or mullet dinner, I mean the, the chat is swollen. You know it, it's in drug food, and that's problematic. So again, we we are backwards hustling, and mm. no one wants to be responsible to start making some real disciplinary moves, some di some real disciplinary moves. And uh, I think that's you know that that definitely needs to be uh, said in this moment because this channel obviously in terms of that part when it comes to urban economic empowerment. I have yet to see another channel out there that does what this channel does on a on a weekly basis. We're not talking about people that come on and do a broadcast every you know once a month or every two weeks or once a week. That this information coming out on this channel constantly about helping you number one get your finances in order so you got something to fight with. You cannot go to war and your pocket's empty. I'm sorry. You can yeah. talk. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a caller. I got a caller. Go ahead, caller. What's your hey, question? Hey, is a is a comment in the chat room I wanted to read to Garfield. Uh, oh, go ahead, address it then. Um. So, 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 Amo Medje, it's a at brother, um, excuse my French, but that, but that's a bunch of bullshit you just said. You're just too old to fight, uh, anymore. Bottom line is, it is, we need to separate from, hold on, we need to separate from that sinking boat ASAP. See that? That's another one of them people that actually gets a paycheck and go to work for the sinking ship people that he's claiming is driving the ship and sinking. And so uh, I never threw blows. My fight was always education. You can just look up my track record. My fight is scientific literacy. Uh, no, I don't want to separate, nigga. Fuck wrong with you. We built this motherfucker. Why would I get some shit back that we built? We fought in every damn war, World War One, World War II, Civil War. Uh, we was the goddamn Buffalo soldiers. We, we helped beat the shit out the fucking Indians. We did all that shit. Every war that you can name, black people was in. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Built the first roads in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Everything. So I'm not doing shit. Y'all go separate. And where the fuck you going at? You're not going back to Africa. You're going to go back there and do what? You don't fuck with scientific literacy. You're going to be in the... I said it all the time, Garfield. They're going to go right back to Africa and get bit by a motherfucking mosquito and try to use some herbs and fucking die in one month. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't even dig it. Holy shit. Right. Hold Hold up, beloved. Let me get the caller, man. He's been on hold for a minute. Go ahead, caller. What's your name and where you're calling from? Hold on, beloved. Let me put you on speakerphone. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, beloved. Yeah, it's Glock Khan calling from Michigan. Um, I got two. I got one question and a statement. Uh, first question is: Since Norma, Norma, um, unified Egypt, and he had a white crown, is was he a Nubian? Um, because he did have a white crown on. That's and, a that's um, a very good question, by the way. But go ahead. Mm -hmm. And um, second is, I was in Columbus, Ohio, two years ago, and I had I had a friend who was working at the bus station, Greyhound Greyhound station, and uh, it was just a coincidence. I think Minister Inky down there at the bus station, and um, he was shocked because I said, "Hey." Aren't you Minister Inky? He was 
Yep, because he embarrassed. Symbolize upper e upper Kemet, opposite which would be in transliteration would be like down south of the Nile. So it's not dealing with uh upper like Waset area. It's gonna be more Nubia, uh Naptiply area. So uh that's what the white crown or they call it the hedget is what's the uh the the comedic uh uh name for it is called the hedget. Yeah, Nubia is actually yeah, he was definitely uh you know, mm -hmm. Nubia is actually in the borders of Kemet though. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. And I, and they told y'all. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. They told y'all do not separate Kemet from. That's all. All of that is Kemet. Don't fall for that Nubia stuff. Nubia is a is a name that was given to the people of the land by people who, you know, uh, misinterpreted it or whatever. But it, you know, it also relates to gold. So there's many different perspectives of that but it does you know um it can't have a negative connotation you know what i'm saying but you know uh not many people wore the red and the white crown so yeah you're right african important on what you said earlier as well but that's it hey has everybody here read visible language or before the pyramids because those are the two books that basically you use i thought um my brother um divine prophet said if they're going to debate about Sumer, they need they need visible language, but visible language don't work in the favor of the Sumer argument. It don't work in that favor at all. And for those who don't know, if you if you if you watch Gunter Dreyer, a matter of fact, Mario Beatty 
has a report out, right? That talks about Gunther Dreyer and what he said and what Rene, Rene Friedman says. I think it's called, I'll put all of it in, let's, let's, he's like, I'm tired of all of this stuff. I think that's what the, um, the PDF is called. And he goes into the language and, and, and how Gunther Dreyer said there's words in the Sumerian language you could read better from a from a from a from a linguistic Egyptian point of view. So he said he from his point of view, he said that there, there's a root right there. And if you read Baldwin or Rawlings or all the people who originally try to translate the Sumerian text, they would use an African language for it. So, so when you see Asar Imhotep comes out and say, yo, this is African stuff, man. They they just whatever. But one of the biggest keys about Sumer that I never thought about in the last four years, um, mm. Sumer civilization is not before 4000 BC. They mm. came from somewhere and came into that region. So that's that's where Christopher Eret and the Asari Motefs, the linguists, talk about words coming into a culture. You could right. tell because the loan words are now in the culture. So, oh, so, so when I how do we know this, guy? Uh, say that again. How do we know this? Um, you go into the language. Watch this, Kramer. Yeah, go ahead, brother. You with Kramer's work on Sumer? Samuel Kramer? Kramer, yeah. So watch this. He yeah, talked man. about that there were already people there, and they was not literate. These, these speakers, they wasn't Semitic speakers, came into the region and brought writing there, just like you said, bro. Mm -hmm. Say it again, that there were people in that area mm -hmm. already. They wasn't literate. Mm -hmm. These Semitic, these mm -hmm. non-Semitic speakers came in, I'm saying, with literacy. So watch this. We are in America and we speak and we speak English, but that don't mean we English. So what it does mean is that we have been influenced by English speakers. And so I'm not saying that the Sumerians were African or Black. I'm just simply saying, based off of the works of Asar, right, and the rest of the people you just named, these people wasn't speaking a Semitic language at all. They were speaking a language that connects to Africa, whether that whether that be through trade and commerce or whatever. So I'm not saying what the racial makeup was of these people in that area, but what I will say is they brought in literacy, and they got their ass beat up immediately once they got there. Am I not right or wrong? That we talk about the Akkadians are on the first king's list, like the third king. So they wasn't there long. Yep. They had to fight yep. a fight. Right or wrong, brother? Yep. yep. Hey, you know, you know what's crazy about Sumer? A lot of people don't realize that when you look at Eridu, they consider Eridu the first city. Eridu. You ever wonder why we can't find none of these cities that they claim? I know Sanjeda did a presentation um, on Sanjeda, and he's the one that introduced me to Robin Walker, right? Robin Walker, I don't. I'll say this: I don't agree with everything that he does, but I do agree. That I do. I do appreciate the effort of the brother. Um, when he talks about and shows all the chronologies of how these guys used to come up with Egypt, you could tell racism, white supremacy played a role yeah. in reducing. There's no way that find that I sent to your inbox, bro, seven thousand years ago. There's no way that find you can't tell me that there was people way before um, Narma. That was ruling that part of Egypt, and 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 then the usage of 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 towns, the term towns for Egypt, but the use of the term city for Sumer shows again white supremacy. Um, because they want to say they were the ones that started Sumer with the with the Bible and try to connect Abraham there. 
He is that connected there. Let me just say that. Yeah, bro. Hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hey, Carla, what's your name and where you're calling from? <laughs> oh, my God. You got to talk up louder, brother. Can't hear you. What's up, brother? Go ahead, my brother. Repeat what you're saying. Can you go ahead, brother? give up a thousand years of africa who's giving up thousands of years of africa like who's like you where you gonna go at yo you're gonna end up going you would have to go back in somebody else's nation you know what i'm saying like you i mean you're not gonna go there with your own rules and regulations you're gonna go back to ghana wherever you're gonna go and you're gonna fit in with those people you're not gonna build your own shit you don't have your own, you don't have your own rules and regulations here. You have to fit in and be up under somebody here as well. So it would be better to be around your own people. Hey. No, you'd be better to be around. Listen, no, you'd be better to be around. You'd be better to be where you can make the most damage at. Like, so, I mean, like, you really? So let me get this straight. You don't agree that we help build America? You don't agree to that? That's not my point of contention, but I do agree, yes. All right, so what I'm saying is you don't agree that whether you like it or not, you just as much a part of this motherfucker as any white boy. You don't agree to that? Yeah, I agree with that, but that's not my point of contention. So, then, so wait a minute. I, I mean, I was in the Marine Corps willing to die for your ass and your children, though, bro. Like, sir, like, let's stop playing this dumbass game. Like, I was willing to give my life for this shit right here, man. So I don't be listening to people talking that crazy shit. You got like willing to give my, and I wasn't saying a white man. And when you, when I was in a foxhole with a white boy, we wasn't tripping, bro. Like if we wasn't tripping. If I had, if I got thirsty and he had the only water in that foxhole, we shared that motherfucker. We wasn't tripping. It's not too after we got back to base camp that we start beating that motherfucking ass up. But when you in this shit for real, dog, these niggas don't be 
It don't be none of that. I ain't gonna lie to you. The white boys don't be tripping. Like, like, look at the Vietnam shit. When the white boys got too crazy, they were shooting the shit out of them. Look at that. Chad niggas saying, hold on, bro. I ain't going for that. We just we just shoot it out right now. So you had to you had to come to a common ground and chill all that shit out. It's not until you got back to America that they start talking that crazy shit. But you was in the shit, you do what all humans do. You you leave all the color shit the fuck up out of that, yo. I'm saying so what we we need to participate. We need to participate, bro. All right, bro. Yeah, hey, can I get my question in, though? Yeah, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Quick, quick. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so my question is to the brother. Um, well, I guess there's two questions. Why do you think we see the rise in atheism? And that's, that's for anybody to answer. And then the second question to the brother. Um, what's the difference between atheism and real black atheism? Peace. Thanks for answering my question. I'll take my call. All right, brother. Peace and love. And the rise of atheism is because we realize that this shit is a bunch of mythology. We realize that gods are cultural gods. These gods come out of different people's culture. And we recognize that the culture that these particular gods coming out is not our culture. And we also recognize that no matter where you go at in the world, people have, uh, uh, when people reach, reach that level of knowledge and wisdom, they always interact and make some kind of supernatural force. We realize this now. You know, religions come and go anyway. Just like the old Egyptian religion fell, so will these religions fall once upon a time. They're going to fall. You know, as we get more knowledge about the world we live in, the more we start relying on mythology. It is what it is. The difference between real black atheism and atheism is that real black atheism wants to recognize African culture, and we have enough common sense to say, well, that shit didn't work. We got enough honor amongst ourselves to say that didn't work, right? This part did work, and we want to bring the posture work forward. We're not willing to bring all the shit forward. We just not. We reckon, and we got enough honor amongst ourselves to say, man, that didn't work, right? Then we got enough sense to know. You hear Wuja say it all the time. He say, well, we using shit for the wrong shit. You hear Brother Ben concede that, wait a minute, there's a value to African spiritual systems that we do need, right? This is what it should be used for, the value. What's the value in an African traditional spiritual system? It helps define your fucking character. Mm -hmm. You know, an African spiritual system wasn't designed to combat thermal fucking intercontinental ships with goddamn cannons. It wasn't made to combat that. But what it did do was, after your ass get put on the ship, where is your character? It was the character that got us through fucking slavery, having us on this side of it saying, man, we can fight back and change some things. It's your character to make you say, man, Although we lost, see, your character makes you say, you know what? We actually lost. We actually fucking lost. That's called your character. To sit up here and act like we didn't lose is bad character, and you're causing people to run out in the streets and think they're going to charge that machine gun hill and get mowed the fuck down. 
sending kids out into the workforce with no real education is bad character. Man, I'm not saying that you shouldn't use uh 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 um what the fuck they call it. Um damn, come on, Ben. I, this one I need Ben the most right now, yo. Sean, where you at? I'm saying divination systems. I'm not saying that as an African people, you shouldn't use deviation, deviation systems. I'm not divination. saying that. What I'm saying is you got to use it for what it was meant to be used for. And I don't think that most people fucking understand what the fuck you use it for. Exactly. I, I don't think you understand. I'm not saying go get, oh, hey, let's deviate on a lottery number. Man. <laughs> I'm not saying that. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, son. But you would have to have been on the show or, or, or Sean, right? To explain what it's used for and what it shouldn't be used for. Like, we fucking all up because we literally follow white people. So much so that we interact their pseudoisms into our spiritual systems. Like we don't even know what we should use it for. And that's the confusion we're going through right now. What should it be used for? No, it should not be used to go against science and technology. No. We've already been shown that these things misused against that will have your ass in fucking slavery. It should, I think the best thing is that it forms and instructs your character. So you can have a fucking machine gun and all the technology you want. And if your character is fucked up, you're going to still be fucked up. You know, when it get tight. See, that's why I'm still here. You know why I'm still here? I'm going to tell y'all why I'm still here. Y'all have no fucking idea what I went through in Baltimore, Maryland. Y'all just think y'all do. Y'all don't know what it's like to sit around a million dollars plus a couple million dollars plus in fucking paper bags. Y'all don't know what the fuck that's like. To have to trust somebody with your life. Y'all don't know what that's like to sit in the living room and be with your main man and see millions and millions of dollars and make a decision, well, should I get this nigga robbed and killed or not? That's called character in that moment. Y'all don't know what it's like to sit, to sit and sleep on keys of heroin and keys of cocaine and say, well, yo, I got to trust these niggas that they won't have the house robbed and murder me and act like somebody else did it. Y'all don't know what this fucking like, man. Y'all don't know what it's like. It was character in those situations why I'm still here because we was men of honor and respect and that's what the black community has lost. We have lost honor and respect for human life. I'm still here because the friendship of forged in Baltimore was based off of honor and fucking respect. And that's why I'm still living. Fuck the technology piece. So African spirituality forms and instructs your character. Honor and fucking respect is what we need. So, you know, like the elders with the wrong information, it's not honorable to allow them to continue that shit. That's not respectful. It's not honorable. Elder, you just wrong. With this, this is why you're wrong. I'm not going to continue to argue with you, but you're wrong. You're wrong as two left feet. So we have developed a client in the African-American community of just being wrong. That's why the young niggas don't respect the older niggas. They be like, y'all niggas is just fucking wrong and won't admit it. None polite, inky, none of them niggas will ever be wrong. 
Never. You've never heard them say, you know what? I'm just wrong. You hear Garfield say it. You hear me say it all the time. You know what? I'm just wrong. I'm just fucking wrong. What mm-hmm. I know I'm not wrong about, you're not, you're not, you're not skipping back into fucking Africa and take some land and building it. You ain't gonna do nothing but watch this. If we was to go back to Africa right now, we ain't gonna do nothing but build another fucking America. What else you gonna do? What else do the Chinese do? They go to Africa and they build little townships based off of China. People come to America and build shit based on where they come from. Like, man, look, listen, man. Listen, y'all, look, y'all have no fucking idea what I went through. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a call on the line. Caller, what's your name and where you're calling from? Uh, Deshaun, Boston, Massachusetts. All right, what's up, brother? What's in your mind? Can you turn on? Can you turn on? Can you can you turn on your background first? I got you. All right, so I have three questions. Um, is the black man original to all in it? Which you would say America and Africa's and all that. And damn, I just had it. But yeah, the black man, the original man to the Americas, the Africa, and did any Africans leave the shores of Africa? All right, so that's hold on. So that's two. Do you have one more? All right, you go. You go hang up, or you want to stay on the line? You want to stay on the line, or you want to listen? Hang up and listen. All right, cool. Peace and love, and thanks for the question, bro. Keep listening and subscribe. All right, the first question is: Did Africans populate, or did the black man populate the entire Earth? I think that's one of the main pushbacks we get whenever we try to talk about science and I, I know brother Unc would agree is that we want to believe the black man is the original man the asiatic black man the maker the owner the cream of the planet earth god of the universe we control 196 million 940,000 square miles um 139 685,000 square miles is is, is um land 57 million 255,000 is, is is water you know in the nation of islam you have to recite that to get your there's a couple of things you got to recite. So I always remember that for the rest of my life. It can't come out of my head. So don't think I'm some great guy with numbers because I'm saying that. Now, black people, we feel that it's two things that, that there's an argument about. The out of Africa theory, right, is two different ways that came out of Africa. Now, we think that because we are the first homo sapiens sapiens, that there was nobody else on the earth at that time. So when we use the number 200 to 300,000, the, the, the oldest homo sapiens sapiens, our oldest homo sapiens that we have, this is modern day human, anatomically modern day human that you have today that look like us, we feel that nobody else lived on the earth at the time. So we get confused. We don't understand they were Neanderthals or archaic humans, Denisovans or whatever. Un could get into all of that. Those people lived outside of Africa at that point. Those people who left Africa, some of them intermixed with those people when they left Africa. So now, and then some of them, when they came back to Africa, brought that to Africa with them. So the DNA with the, the people who were non um, homo sapiens sapiens at the time, intermingled, archaic human intermingled with, with regular human beings. So now, once you come outside of Africa and you're, what do they call it? You're, um, your DNA mutates 
Once it mutates, you are no longer technically, in scientific terms, an African or from that part. You're no longer as far as um, you mutate to another group or a haplogroup or to DNA sequencing or whatever. You're you no adaptation? Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know. You guys could join in and talk, man. But the bottom line, though, if, if y'all want to get into the whole science of y'all could talk to Sean and, and Uncle about it. But I will say that, no. Black, the black man, if you want to say the black man is the African or the African as we call it today, out of Africa, that the black man populated the entire earth, no. Yeah, that is the geography lesson. Now, you go ahead, Sean. I was just going to say that um, that argument is one a hyper-diffusionist would make, is to say that um, because we know that we were here before, uh, you know, the adaptation and skin mutation and things of that nature, to say that we just do everything that's a hyper diffusionist argument and, and this and that's that's built on uh, pseudoscience. So what you what you can say is that um, we brought we we gave a lot to humanity from uh, our our ancestors gave a lot to humanity from the earliest experiences. But um, this populating the whole world part of it. No, um, science would disagree with you and and. And the evidence would disagree with you. And, and that is why knowing these little things that has been taught to us the past few years is crucial. We can we can pull from the library. But we got Uncle on the line. He's going to tell you a lot. Man, I just think everybody should just use their imagination for a minute. Everybody listen to the show. Just chill for one second. Just, just think about it. You have to remove all the roads. That's R-O-A-D, road. There's no roads back then. There's no, no human paths back then when you're leaving out of Africa. There's forest land. There's different environments, wetlands, marshlands, thick forests, right? Think about this for a minute. You got to really stop and fucking relax and think about what I'm saying. There's no jet planes, right? There's no cars. There's no cell phones. It's just nature in the raw. There's no lawnmowers to cut down the fucking grass, right? What we do have in Africa, they got these little micro lifts, right? That actually chop down little grains. But that's another conversation. That's going back 20, 20,000 20, years. That's another little conversation. But as far as having, you act, niggas think that a motherfucker woke up on Monday Walk this ass outside the borders of Africa. First of all, they ain't even know nothing about Africa. It wasn't no place called that. People think we woke up on Monday and start walking. Are y'all serious at this point? And populated the whole world. Do you know how long that took? Like, so you you get to America's, they got about, uh, what? What's the, right now they're at what? 20,000 maybe when humans end up over here? 20,000 years. How long did it take? It's 20,000. So if you left out at, at, at 100,000 years, the earliest, the earliest they say 100,000. Ended up in America at 20. How many years is that? <laughs> like, like, like y'all don't even, I'm not saying, I'm saying we don't even understand geological time. Most of us will be dead before we hit 100, yo. We talking about 20,000 years, yo. 20,000 years. 
Listen, 20,000, 100,000 years. Y'all disrespect nature. Nature is so powerful with the forces that y'all disrespect the shit. Volcanoes, hurricanes, niggas ain't got no clothing. Like you have to invent clothes before you even leave. Nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody's in sumo without fucking clothes. Nobody's going up into the northern region without fucking clothes. Motherfuckers didn't come here with clothes. Excuse my life. You didn't, you wasn't born with clothes. That's a technology. Who first invented clothes? Y'all want to play the game? You need clothes to leave out of the temperate areas of the world, bro. Seriously, your little drop strap they was wearing is not going to help you out. Think about this. No roads, R-O-A-D-S. No planes, no none of that. It's nature in the raw with wild animals. First of all, y'all tripping. Do y'all really think? Listen. Hey, yo. Hey, Garfield. What up? Can you hear me, bro? I hear Everybody wants to go camping. <laughs> yeah. You know, we can go to our campsite and go camping. Do you realize to leave the safety of humans being together, your ass gonna get eat the fuck up back then? Nobody wanted to go camping back then, bro. It was a hell of a thing, a hell of a feat. You get what I'm saying, Garfield? Mm -hmm. Right now we can, hey, let's go hunting. It wasn't a let's go hunting type of thing. It was a human beings was in an environment where animals was dead serious on eating your ass up. Wasn't no let's go camping. You had to move very slow. Thousands and thousands of years to clear out your area, to control the animals in that area, to kill them. Like, man, it wasn't the shit that y'all thinking. Y'all, it's a, an acronym to place your mindset on now on back then. Oh, and by the way, you wasn't hanging out in America. They had something called the flat-faced bear. I dare you look it up. Flat-faced bear. The motherfucker about 12 feet tall. Ferocious. Ran faster than any bear run right now. Ran faster than any human. <laughs> Damn, you go to America. You like the abominable snowman? Running <laughs> full speed, I dare you. Have your happy ass in America with just a spear. On that alone, niggas wasn't in America before then. You had to wait till they died out before you crossed over. You wasn't hanging out with the flat-faced bear. Ferocious meat eater. You're not the, oh my. If you think niggas just walked around and populated the earth, you have lost your mind. You stay in the area for five, six, seven thousand years, man, that environment will transform you. Remember we talk about genes and how fit the population is. How fit is the population genes that will allow you to pass those genes on to the next generation? We're talking about population fitness. So having the- If I can add to that also, brother, uh, that, that word we definitely want to go at is speciation. Speciation is a word for that too. Hold on, hold on one second. Let me just get this caller here. People calling in, man. I be putting them a hole and forget when y'all start talking. Go ahead, my brother. You're live. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yo, brother Garfield. This is your brother, Michael Phillips. What up? What up, fam? Who you got beef with today, man? Just want some clarification from Brother Arm when he said uh, uh, 
African Americans should be good citizens. I, I would like to. I would like a little bit more clarification. Now you might have to stop that right there. I'm not going to allow you to do that. When did I ever say that, brother? Please, right now. When did I say that? What you mean, allow me? I just said it. You know what? Fuck you. I'm going to do it like that. I'm going to jump out my tank and say, fuck you. There you go. Have a good morning, bro. You too, nigga. So now we even. Now let's start over the conversation again. Do not lie and say what I said. Now start over again, brother. Since we even start over again as gentlemen. Tell the truth. Go. Yeah, he's, he's off the phone. I'm waiting for him to call. Good. good. Let him call back in. So for the listening audience, I never said be good citizens. Did I say that? Garfield, did yeah. I say be any type of citizen? I, I think I know. <laughs> I think he misunderstood what you said about uh, no, he, when, no, he when, didn't uh, misunderstand. He did that shit being funny. That's why I said fuck him. That's why I kicked it off first. Kicked <laughs> it off first. So we can restart again with the truth. The truth is, I never said be nothing. I simply said be, be an African American. What does that mean? That means there's a rules and regulation that we can clearly take a fucking advantage of. There are things in place that we can take advantage of. Why is it that everybody else can come to America and take advantage of our shit? You know, you know what I'm saying, Garfield? I think we kind of had these discussions up before, have we not? Yep. Why is it that everybody else can come in and be just as black as us, but do a lot of shit, and white people don't just mow them down? Why? Why can they do business loans? Why? Why can they do all these things? Then we, here's our little lie, Garfield. Hey, man, they just letting them do it. They won't let us do it. So you trying to tell me they actually distinguish between the gradation of color? Really? Are we just not going to let the African-Americans do shit? Really? Maybe we don't understand the system that we're in. Maybe we don't take the time to learn that. Maybe some of us do, but not enough of us work together. Well, I think it's a combination on that one. It's a combination. But who fault is it? Yeah, it's definitely our fault for not getting out there doing our due diligence. You know, a lot of times we do that. Who yeah, pays the price for not knowing? Them or us? Oh, we definitely paying that price heavily. So if so, if police are so so, people is tripping. Listen, man, when police officers go into your community, specifically white police officers, and they shoot you, why do you think they shoot you, Cheryl? Why do you think a police officer? Will shoot a black person. Why you think? Because they know it's not going to be any consequences. No, no. Start over again. Why do you think they shoot you though? Why would you shoot a person? Hold on. You Let me put now. Let me give it to you like this, Cheryl. Okay. Say you're a police officer, right? Mm -hmm. And you got beautiful children at home and a husband, right? Yep. And you go into a white community or you go into a black community dealing with people. Period. Why would you just shoot them? What's your first motive as being a police officer? Well, everybody got different <laughs> different motives. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. To go motive? home, to go home, to live. So, did you just say that? To yeah, go I want to go home. home. Yeah. So are you going to negotiate that, or are you going to shoot the shit out of a motherfucker? I'm gonna shoot. A, I'm gonna shoot the shit out of somebody before they shoot me. You know, <laughs> you always, it's the always was a gun. Are you going to shoot them? It has always been survival of the fittest. I mean, you got to survive. So if the person is pulling something out their pocket and it's black, are you going to say, wait a minute, <laughs> is that a cell phone or a gun? What you going to do? 
I'm probably going to shoot as a reactive thing. You're going to shoot them. Now, I'm not saying that's right. I'm saying that having family members right, that are, that was on the police force, you all know what they first thing they learn is to go home. I say, yo, why you? Why would y'all shoot a nigga with a knife? Do you know why they shoot a person with a knife, y'all? Y'all know why? Yeah, we just said it. They want to go home. Go home. Don't it, shoot yeah. their ass. And we deal with it later. Y'all don't know and that. None of, and none of them want to be hurt out in the field because none of them want to do desk duty. Because if you get hurt to the point where you can't perform your job, what are you going to do? You're going to be at desk duty, and that's not what they signed up for. So how so, do we fix that, y'all? You know how we fix that? We get people in our community to be fucking police. That's how you fix it. That have an affinity to us that understand our fucking plight, bro. Not say fuck the police, but actually join the police with the proper mindset. Y'all don't get that? Let me tell y'all something a little bit about my situation in Baltimore, Maryland. Look, nigga, I went to school with niggas that was the knockers in the fucking police. And you know why I made it through a lot of times? Because I knew them niggas. They knew my mother. They knew my family. We grew up. We played each other houses. So by the time we went to our career, my career was fucking being a criminal or whatever you want to call it. Their career was being a police to lock up the criminals. But when we came face to face, they was like, I know him. I, so they know I'm not going to shoot them. I know they're not going to shoot me. They be like, look, bro, you got to, y'all y'all got to close that shit down, whatever y'all doing. Y'all got to close it down. And guess what I did, Cheryl? What did you do? Close, close it down? down <laughs> fuck home. <laughs> close it down. Get that like don't y'all know that Europeans get that same thing when the police come into the area and they know them, they chill out. Y'all don't know that. How about this? I got one. When you go to places like Mississippi and they have black polices, they that be my cousin. Yo, y'all didn't know that? They chill the fuck out. But if you got people who are foreign to your community coming in, controlling, you know, like, this shit is going to get real ugly real fast, man. Y'all tripping. Y'all might not like what I'm saying, but the only way to defeat the system is be part of the goddamn system. Y'all didn't know that? How you gonna bring down the machine if you ain't part of the machine? The machine run you over when you're on the outside of it. But when you're in it, you can affect change from within the machine. Y'all don't get that. We got this matrix mindset. So we feel like if we try to separate in an integrated society, we gonna be better off but yet still, if the police see you while you're trying to live an integrated life in a, in a, um, a separated life, they could still do the same thing that they do with any nigga on any corner. So if you if you buck up in a cop who say, hey, I'm just going to shoot black people today, you out of luck. They ain't saying, oh, this guy's trying to live an integrate, um, a separated life over here in Dallas, Texas. I'm not going to shoot him. Nah, if, he's gonna, if it's a killer nigga day, you out. They don't look at you and say nothing. But the point is, we have this matrix mindset that we got to plug ourselves out the system. This is what all this pseudo talk is. We got to plug. How are you going to gain money in a capitalistic society if you are not in the system making money? Why don't we use the system to gain money so we could build our own lifestyles and ways and survive in the system so we don't have to depend on all the other foolishness? You got to use the system. This system used your unk. We, we are descendants of kidnapped victims, right? Who has been used more than us in the Western Hemisphere? For economic labor on top of it. Free labor. Black people. So why we can't turn around and do the same thing to the system? Use it. But now you want to run. Oh, you're a police, bro? Why are you going to join? 
hey, because you have to. How are you going to make it better if you don't join it? God, Phil, why don't we have more black police officers in our community? <laughs> you know, they said they don't want to be snitches, so they can't do the police thing. <laughs> Not to mention, disproportionately, we get records done that don't allow us to be on the police forces. There's a lot of factors. It is not an easy fix. But if y'all don't understand that if you want to deal with the government, you need to have your own people in that. I mean, if y'all don't understand, I don't know what to tell you. If if, if you can't be against science, you got to have scientists. Like so, so you, you so really what y'all doing is y'all telling the babies don't fuck with science, man. Y'all telling the babies don't fuck with the government, man. Y'all saying, yo, we're going to put ourselves right in front of the fucking machine gun where we have no recourse. Why don't you be the motherfucker behind the machine gun and say, no, nah, that's my people right there. I'm not doing that. I'm going to make the right decision. Why not do that? Like, how? Like, let, me, let me show y'all something. I was raised in the Jewish community, man. So before any police ran into our community, there was already people driving around with cars with fucking police radios. They called scanners. They was, in, they, they was driving in cars, right? They had a little blue light on top of the motherfucker. And they had police scanners. So they would run, we'd be outside smoking weed and shit. It'd be nighttime. They run up on us and I already know them. I knew them because when I was younger, I used to cut off their motherfucking uh, television, cut off their radio, you know what I'm saying? After Friday, when Friday come, right? In the Jewish community, when the sun go down, it's the, in the Orthodox, I grew up in the Orthodox Jewish community. When that sun go down, you know what I'm saying? The shower, you can't, you, you, you can't touch nothing. So if the baby turned on the radio or turned off a light or whatever the fuck that did that, you know what I'm saying? I would have to go up there and turn that shit off for them. So they knew who the fuck I was. They're like, man, it's late out here, man. We don't want y'all getting no trouble going to the house. And that's what it was. We didn't have crazy-ass white police run up in that motherfucker talking about hands in the air. You know what I'm saying? And, and when they did come in there like that, they already knew it was a certain level, a certain way they had to treat us based off of dealing with the Jewish community. They knew they couldn't just run wild in there like that. And y'all might think that sound weird and crazy, but man, life is strange and fiction, man. I don't know what to tell you, man. You might as well be a wheel in the fucking machine. You can shut that motherfucker off then, but if you if you on the outside of the wheel, the wheel gonna run you over, man. Man, put your people in the office that have the same mindset as you, man. They have some of your needs. They understand the needs of what we need. That's the problem. We fighting against education, fighting against science. Man, that's a losing battle. That's a fuel, y'all, man. Don't forget to throw in finances, too, because finances is the number one thing, brother. Throw in that finance word, hey, too. Hey, caller from Oklahoma. What's your name and where you calling from, brother? Malik. I'm calling from OKC. Okay, what's up, brother? I think Brother Unk is right, and I think there's a group of people, man, that throughout history, you know, that's what they do as far as, like, uh, assimilating themselves into other people's cultures and institutes and then they do circles. I think the dude got that game and gone with it. And I feel like black people are not looking at it in the long term like that. Like these super institute plans to take years, hundreds of years to come to solutions. And I just be wondering why we don't be doing the same thing as far as like nation building is concerned. But he's absolutely right. You gotta do search the uh the institutions. Correct? Correct. All right. Hey, thank you, bro. Hey, before we do anything, let me um let me put something on the screen, man. Thank you for the call, brother. Let me share my screen. Hey, tell that brother to call back again that I said fuck him. Tell him I ain't mad at him. I just said fuck him for lying on me. Tell him call oh. back in. Y'all ain't mad. Michael, 
Like now, I ain't never been a fucking good citizen. Check my fucking record. What's wrong with people, man? Hold on a second here. Let me um hold on. What's the name of your, your page again? Um, on Real Black Atheism, right? Yeah, Real Black Atheism on Fire. Atheism on Fire. Let me see if I got it here. All yeah. right. All right. So for those who don't know, this is Ong's channel, one of his channels. Subscribe, hit the bell button so that you know that when he's going live. And um, he got some new videos up that he put up, three videos. He put up the um, ain't going in an Enki, the one I played this morning. Um, I'm a Raw Squad, Skid of Africa Part 1. This is a funny-ass video, by the way, <laughs> with Jonathan, man. I was watching that shit this morning, yo. Yeah, for those... Yeah, when he talks about the one becomes the many and the many becomes the one, if we go back to your keg cell, which is a society of bacteria that form the first single cell. That first single cell that evolved, duplicated itself and created multiple cells. So what I'm saying is that this right here is the process of what, how, and what everything became from one. And the commissions and Africans clearly said that, yo. Everything that the Africans talked about was, was based off evolution. You know, it's the fact that I came out conclusion that world history is African history. Experiencing the pyramids and experiencing the beautiful beaches in Senegal, Gambia, being a Bantu farmer, being a dumb agriculture. Hey yo, uh huh, yeah. The shot's going down, yo. We lining it up, yo. Uh huh, yeah. Pyramids, that side. They cost more bread than these rappers got. All right, I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play it. But if you want to go check it out, go subscribe to. Um, I'm gonna probably put it up tomorrow, midday. Cause we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta make a charge, man. We and listen, man. Don't take this personal for anybody that's listening. But all these teachings, I'm, I'm telling everybody this right now. Remember, from the 1780s, we are taught by about by our. NBK brothers, right? From the 1780s about the um the African Methodist Church and different mutual aid societies and so forth up until integration. We see the works that black folks did. They used the tool of the Bible. They used it. They joined it. And they used it to, to gain Booker T. Washington is a perfect example too. We keep forgetting about Booker T. What he, he did. These people are all aligned with some sort of church because that's the faith that we got when we got here. They try to convert everybody and their mama. Not everybody converted. Some were Muslims too. Not everybody converted. But at the end of the day, they wanted everybody to believe what they believe. If you look at what um, the British crown said when the, the people was going to Virginia in the 1620s, they wanted everybody to convert to Christianity. That's their goal. When they took us to Congo, when they went to Congo, and they took them back to Portugal or whatever, they want everybody to be Christian. So that's what we learned when we got here. So we used the church to advance ourselves, but we also mixed it with stuff that we were doing already in Africa. Mutual aid society and what they did is an example of that. So with that being said, I think the church played a major role in the black community the entire time since we came off the ship. Yeah. Good. I, I will never argue that. Now, after integration now, you're talking about 501c3s in the 70s. It seems like churches are more, more geared at, not saying they're not doing anything in the community. They're more geared at who has the bigger church. 
who has the biggest mega church? They'll say, oh, ha, ha, my church, I got 5,000 members. I got 4,000. I'm trying to be um beat out Joel Osteen. I'm trying to be beat out Big Papa, whatever his name is in, in, in Texas. Um, TD, TD. <laughs> I so, can, so we I, can try try to, I also say this back in the old the old church was about organization and survival. The new church mm -hmm. is about again showmanship. I think that's the difference because you think about Annette Turner, how he used it. You know, you think about you know I W. E. Du Bois, a lot of them, again, uh, Marcus Garvey, they used it for survivorship and organization. That's the difference. Brother Danny broke, broke that down beautifully many times, true story, about how the church was basically used for as an organization value. They used it to come together and make moves. Today's church, my opinion, they're not coming together under their auspice. They're coming together for showmanship. And again, like you said, who can have the biggest, you know, the most seats filled and all this kind of, you know, trivial stuff. And that's the difference. So they're taking money out of the black community, you know, by the billions every year. And in the community that they're in, uh, can attest to this. He's in Atlanta. Y'all know uh, uh, World Harvest Church, uh, both of them, uh, well, Crypto Dollar Church, both of them, and the one out there where um, uh, Bishop, uh, what's his name, uh, Ed Alone, old church. Well, he well he's passed on, but his church out there, these oh, churches, oh, oh, mega churches and in the community that they're in, they're not that well founded. So, Hold on one second. Let me respond to somebody real quickly. I know for a fact they will not assign you to police your own community. Now, my court with 100 man team, there's a sister that came and tried to join the 100 man and woman team. In Utica, New York, right now, they have a relationship with the DA's department where they will stop and police their own community in their hood. I, that's going to be a part of the. 100 men and women team the whole platform because every community needs it i always say we need a conflict resolution center we need a conflict resolution center family we the one listen do you really think that folks in general care if you commit a crime they're more concentrated that if you they have this dude doing a life prison right now for weed and in the same state where he getting life for weed they legalize weed now in the same state that he's serving the time he's like 60 something years old right now it's crazy. They want these prisons to be filled. Prison, they, they, they do. They do. So at the end of the day, they lock you up for anything. But I am saying, family, my escort, with your with your energy. Joe Biden. Go look it up, guys. That you need to, you need to have a conflict resolution in every community. Okay. The church, what the churches need to do is become more of an economic foundation for the community. Help these people to help themselves as far as economically. Because some of us, Sunday, we leave the church. We was broke going in. And we hear a little hoop and holler. We feel good. And we broke going back home. Hey, Godfield, two points. The first point is, um, so people don't think I'm just crazy. When the caller called in, he came with the energy. I was like, look, man, I'm not going to let you, uh, you know, lie. And he was like, what, nigga? I already did it. He might not use the word nigga, but he, but he came with that force. I already said it. And so I hit him back with the same energy. Fuck you. Because he already know where we at with that. Mm -hmm. See, a street nigga recognized that immediately. He didn't come in with humbly saying, uh, well, you know, all right, well, okay, maybe he didn't say that. Uh, he came in with the energy, so I gave it back to him. Like, I absorbed your energy and give it back to you. Right? That don't mean that I'm beefing with the brother. I'm saying that, man, man, don't call me a good fucking citizen. My record denotes that I'm not a good citizen, right? So I was the guy that the feds was looking for. 
I was the guy that the police was looking for. I was always that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I did it. So I understand this might sound weird, right? The band of niggas I ran with and was on the payroll, man, these niggas was armed and dangerous, bro. Right? And they were, I'm not, and they wasn't culturally aware and none of that. They was armed and dangerous, bro. And be I know guys, you know what I'm saying? Man, come on, yo, my, my bodyguard did 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 watch this, y'all. Did 15 years in jail for shooting the fucking police in the head. Luckily, the police didn't die, so he only did 15 years. I'm going to give his full name, Brian Bagley. He did now. I'm telling y'all this. So, so niggas I had around me was dead serious. Yeah, and was going to bang it out with the police all day long. So all that old shit about, yeah, 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 they shouldn't do. Man, get out of here, yo. They're very dangerous people in all fucking communities, man. So since everybody want to be slick, let me say this. Since we since we feel like we don't need to do this, do that, by sure hands, right? Let's take a poll, Garfield. Mm -hmm. Give a one if you would like the police to be immediately removed out of y'all communities right now. Give a one. Give a two. Y'all rather deal with the police than have them leave right now. Let me see. So one is y'all want the police out y'all community right now. And two is. Man, y'all rather deal with the police shooting some of us than have them leave. That's two. I go with two. That's my vote, too. What's your vote, Garfield? Say it again. Say it again. Um, if you want us to be a... Um... We want the police removed out of our community right now. We had a choice right now today that we would have the police leave our communities right now. We got it. Right now. Two is, man, shit, y'all better leave them damn police alone. <laughs> two, <laughs> I hope you Based on what I know about the streets of Baltimore, I'm going with two. I want to see what y'all go with. I want to see what y'all thinking is, and then we're going to discuss it. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I went with two, too. <laughs> because you know what? I remember in out here in Atlanta when all the power went out, niggas, uh, people was happy to see those lights flashing. They was happy because it was pitch black. And who comes out when it's pitch black? Oh, the people that want to rob you. So yeah, you happy to see the cops in your neighborhood. You don't want to not in your neighborhood. Uh-uh. What we got? What we got down there, Garfrey? What you saying? Come on, y'all. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a caller. Go ahead, caller. He called in real quick. Go ahead, brother. This is hold on, ask what his vote is, though. <laughs> What's your vote? What's your vote, brother? What's your vote? What's your vote? What's your vote, brother? What's your vote, man?
<laughs> All right, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I, I hear half the shit my brother say, but that's my big bro right here. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, what's in the chat um, room, What's in the chat room, Garfield? What'd they say? Number. Um, hold on a second. It's like, hold on. Let me He's see. saying I, one I and see. two. Hold on. We got, we got a side. I see a bunch of twos. I see a bunch of twos, but you get some ones in there. Some ones. How many ones there. we got? Two. Four. <laughs> one, two. My yacht. Five. Two. Seven, eight, eight, nine. Dude, I see a lot of twos, man. I see. Hey, Donnie, see, don't worry about Taharka, man. This ain't his show, all right? If you feel that way about him, you go over his channel and tell him that, man. I ain't going to disrespect my brother Taharka, man. He ain't going to disrespect my brother Taharka, man. He ain't going to disrespect my brother Put the police out. Let me see. Two, two. See a lot of twos, see a lot of twos, a lot of twos. Someone I like to hear oh, from here. Like. I was about to say them two, um, them two mount twos. Who's the ones? I was the two. Okay. The ones are probably the ones that want them out so they could play stick up kids. That's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the question? Who is the question? Well, I got the back for um Michael, that's you, right? What <laughs> question? Hey, punk, a dude call back. Michael, call back, man. Uncle, what was the question? All right, hold on. We're going to... All right, go ahead. Let's deal with the phone call, and then we get back to the question. All right, go ahead. All right. <laughs> oh, I was asking what the question was. What I did, in fairness, I went back and listened to what Hawk said. And he didn't say um, that it's... it's, it's uh, what did I, I forgot exactly how I phrased it initially. A good citizen, good citizen, good citizen, good citizen. Yeah, yeah, good citizen. What Ark said was, as African Americans, it's it's our uh, it's our duty, uh, uh, it's our civic duty to to participate or to um, be a part of this 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 nation. So I want to, but my, my question, even though mm -hmm. I said something different than Ark said. Mm -hmm. It's still the same question because it, it, in my mind, what he said is still what I said initially. But mm -hmm. I corrected myself, and I and I I said exactly what he said. Mm -hmm. He said it's our civic duty. Would you agree with that, Unc? Um, well, first of all, I'd like to apologize for for cussing at you, brother, because you did not cuss at me. As a man, I can tell you when I was wrong, but I was heated in that good citizen shit because I ain't never oh, been a good God. citizen. So I apologize. Oh, all right. So now, so what, what I was saying, when I say it was our duty, I was talking about it's our duty to our children, to our families, to participate in this game. That's what I was saying. You got to participate to make any type of change. You can, we could talk shit about Martin Luther King and all them and how weak we thought they was. Yeah. Nigga lost his life and they participated and, and have afforded us fucking rights. So that me and Garfield can all go over to ADOS and all that shit and Wu John get mad at him. But damn, without them niggas getting beat up and smashed up, we couldn't even do this. Yeah, for real, for real. They participated. All they was Christians. Ah, fuck that. I'm I'm Malcolm. Man, Malcolm and them shit didn't work that way. They're like you couldn't just charge a machine gun hill. So I'm saying is it's our duty to to continue what 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 uh Martin and Malcolm and them did. They participated in the fucking game. That's all I was saying. You got to participate. So if you want to clean your community up, 
Stop letting your children go outside and sell drugs. I, I mean, I tell a little secret. Let me give you all a little secret. When you're in any community that's got drugs, all the parents know that their children sell drugs. That's the little secret. I might be giving up the game, but that's the secret. So if you stop your badass kid from selling fucking drugs and wait it out, wait it out, you know, make sure you get a good education. It might, instead of being, now you, you say, well, we got to eat now. Well, I get that. But then if we got to eat now, then you can't get mad with the destruction and shit you bring in the community. So I don't even know right now. I don't even know why I sold drugs. I sold drugs because I thought that's what the fuck I was supposed to do. Me and my homeboys were talking about this shit the other day. I was like, damn, why we do it? We had the good home. Why we do it? My man said, man, shit, because we thought that's what we were supposed to do. Guess what, y'all? A good-ass business loan could have changed all that. We could have just got a good business loan, kept our kid straight, and got a mean-ass business loan, did the same shit we did with all the destruction, yo. So the secret is, if parents, if you control your bad-ass kids, yo, <laughs> right? If the parents would have had a better education, they might not be needing money immediately. Yeah, I mean, so it all falls on us, bro. So I didn't mean right. be, be a good, great. I'm saying, like, we got to be able to change them. That's what I meant, dude. I didn't mean be an Uncle Tom and all that shit. I didn't mean that, yo. Damn. No, no, no. I got you. I got you. So this is what I wanted to ask you, because I know you support the Eidos movement, right? Yeah. So I'm not a supporter of the Eidos movement, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't get reparations. I'm just, just uh, I guess you could, you could say I'm a realist in the sense that, yo, you know what go, go ahead, bro. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I thought I got cut off. All right. So what I'm saying is, um, I don't trust the government of this country to, first of all, acknowledge that they did us wrong and to, to give us a public apology and then, in turn, um, uh, give us monetary or, it doesn't even have to be monetary, it's about the means mm -hmm. support for what they did to us. I, I never anticipate that that's going to happen, you heard? But right. but the other point is is I don't I, like I get what you said about the civic duty, but <clears throat> civic duty implies what to to the African American community, or are you talking about to the American community? To to the African American community, then then a, a certain amount of us gonna have to go into the armed forces. You gotta protect this motherfucker. Like no matter whether you like it or not. Like I don't know. You know, like really? Like, think about that, yo. Like, we ain't gotta like each other. But shit, we're gonna have to protect this motherfucker. Cause if you think it's gonna be better if somebody come take this motherfucker for us, nope. Nope. Bad fight like hell, yo. Brother, I was in the army for eight years. I didn't go to the army to do my civic duty. No, of course not. I no, I said, of course not. You went to get some money. I get it. Me too. No, 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 no. I, I, I went because I got kicked out of school and and my mother put the press on me and was like, I don't know what you want to do with your life, but you're not going you, you to live in here. Right. And I was in ROTC in, 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 in high school. And so I said, well, I mean, I halfway know this shit anyway, so I might as well, you know, so I went to Germany, my first station. Uh, I went to Korea. I went to Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? So I did eight years of this shit. All right. So I feel you. So how was how was the experience though? I had no cool. reason for going to the military. I went to the, 
the military because I was on some bullshit back then. Me too, nigga. I ain't say I want to go on the range to fight against the enemy. I ain't, I ain't think that way neither, though. Them checks was nice. Hey, them checks was nice, though. Why you? Hey, well, how was it? I'm mean, hey, you ain't. How was your experience, yo? How was your experience, though? Hey, 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 look, no doubt, them checks was. can't forget i get out of whack sometimes but it's still intellectual shit i was talking shit i wasn't i ain't want you come find me and beat me up and shit i ain't trying to do that you know, nah, you know, nah. you know i mean hey look you too well versed for me to try to beat you up brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. but so, my, my point is that i'm saying i i think it's honorable that you went into the army i'm not going like people to sit around and say that's some bullshit i think it was honorable that you got a chance to see the world you're on somebody else's bill Get that money and not and not sell drugs in your fucking community. Estimate mm -hmm. it like I did. I think I think what you did was far more honorable to the black community than what I end up doing. I just had I just got to keep it a buck with you, bro. Yeah, I appreciate that, fam. Yep. Hey, but look, man, I don't want to hold y'all. I just wanted to, I, I wanted to make sure I, I uh, corrected my misquote that Ark said. And uh, I wanted to come back and say say my piece, but I appreciate all y'all. You know what I'm saying? And just keep going with your thoughts. All right, peace. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. So, that's called character. That's called character right there. Michael Phillips, Michael Phillips is anti is anti ADOS, so I don't like. <laughs> nah, let me stop. <laughs> um, go ahead, call call you live. Go ahead, caller. What's up, brother? All right, I have a question again about the Bible, right? So, if I don't like saying that we we have a creator, so I would just say, um, is the Bible like a metaphysical book? Is it like the Adam and Eve story, the polarity? Are we gonna say that we are three dimensional beings, or like? Hmm. Hmm. Let me can I can I answer your question with a question? Let me ask you one question first. Who is your favorite person teacher in the conscious community? And be honest. Outside of me and Unc. I know you're gonna pick one of us, but don't outside of me and Unc. Don't mess it up. <laughs> teacher, I don't know about Brother Kwaku. Spiritually. I, I, I don't know who Brother Kwaku is. I don't know who that is. Who Brother Brother Quacko, what did he say? Quacko, what did he say? Quacko, I don't know who that is. Oh, shit, my fault, brother. I messed up calling the man Quacko. My fault, Quacko. Anybody else you like? Is anybody else you like on YouTube or in your community or whatever? Yeah, he's on you. He's on YouTube, uh, the Landscape TV. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who else? Who else you like? Garfield, he is not gonna say your name. Just stop. <laughs> I already, told him, no, I already told him he can't say me or He own. already passed the G's. <laughs> no, I'm saying, no, I, I said. You got Ben Joseph. 
All right. So I'm trying to figure out why when you ask your question, you say metaphysical, I have to look at who your teachers were. So that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. forgive me for asking. I had to do that. All right. The Bible is, is, is anybody can make the Bible be whatever they want to be. Anybody can do it. I went to a, a lecture. I'm going to give a quick example of something in Harlem. At the, the Muslim mosque number seven, there's a guy talking. He's in the nation of Islam. He came with some stuff with the Bible and was matching numbers. And when he matched the numbers, I bought it on the same day. I bought his book the same day. I'm like, why would they allow him to come in the mosque, although he's a Muslim, and teach this? He was saying the seven in the seventh book is matching with the seventh chapter and this set. And I was like, damn, he blew my mind. But you can't, anybody could make up anything with the Bible, bro. <laughs> that's, that's just the bottom line. The bottom line is every culture in the ancient Near East and Greece who were, who actually had societies made up their own cultural, how they, where they came from or whatever. And what happened is the folks who followed the biblical text who created it, they didn't have any writings. That they could go to and say, hey, here's my book with my history. So that's how we ended up getting this, 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 what do you call it, this patchwork. Because that's all the Bible is. Because some of these people who wrote different books or whatever, they're not even connected. Is folks came later and say, hey, Jonah is fit here, and mm. this is book is fit here, uh, and all that stuff. It, it ain't yeah. the people that put the, uh, really were involved with the Bible. It's say the people it, outside. Yeah, the, the, the Bible is like a patchwork. So when you try to when you try to when you trying to say this is co corroborated with this, you gotta go back to origin and the hexapla. So he started matching up the old testament with the new testament and, and make the new testament match up with the old testament and say prophecies here. And it, so we don't have those writings by him, the hexapla, because everything got destroyed. All we have now is copies and people saying, Hey, this came up or what and whatever. So we really don't have so when people argue about the Bible. The Bible really is a book for the time that it was actually created in. They use it because it's not, it's now a controlling, it was a controlling mechanism back then, and it's now even a bigger controlling mechanism because how many Christians we got? We got like 4 billion Christians in the world. We got a billion Muslims. We got 700,000 Hebrews. So you understand the book right now, everybody want to say, what's the mark of the beast? I said Judaism is the mark of the beast because none of these religions can survive without Judaism. Islam can't survive without the, the, the Old Testament, the Tanakh. And Christianity can't survive without the Old Testament. So without Judaism, you can't survive in that religion or use that book. So I call Judaism the mark of the beast. Hey, I could make a good argument for it. But the Bible, again, I just made up my own little theory just right now while you're on the phone. <laughs> I just made it up. I'm just saying we do that with the Bible all day long. Hey, hey, Cheryl, I always say, I'm only saying this for this audience. You'll never hear me say this. Right, 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 Cheryl? I'm so done. I'm just done. <laughs> hey, let me add something to that real quick, brother, uh, before you go in. Let me, let me do this real quick, brother. Uh, I ain't going. I was going back to that poll we took, but go ahead. Hold on, before Not to mention Jerusalem is ruled. Hold on, 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 African, African and poor, hold on. Carla, do you have any other questions, brother? Uh, did any African uh, black man or woman leave the shores of Africa? Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. And make it to the Americas? 
Nigga to the Americas, we don't have any records of that right now. I mean, we know we have a David Imhotep. We do have um, Dr. Ivan Van Sertimo. <laughs> we do have Dr. Clyde Winters. Oh, shit. We, them, but we don't have anything tangible that could prove it. Right now, we love we love Ivan Van Sertimo because it, for some reason, colleges was using his book. They never read his book. You know, we the ones. And then if we correct it, we look like we the police. Right, Unc? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how many how many black people would have had to come to America to get actually drowned out by the population was already here? That's another point. It wasn't if he did come, it wasn't enough numbers to actually affect the population. They just got sucked in. That make that makes a lot of sense. Your question mm -hmm. because if you look at the genetic the genetic records, this is the biggest argument against Africans coming here. There's no genetic records left. There's no residue. If the yeah. Olmecs, and by the way, if the Olmecs were Africans, by the way, family, if the Olmecs were Africans, every single person in America would have African DNA. Yeah. Because the Olmec, the, I don't know if you, you caught up on the new research of the Olmec, um, Unc, they say that the Olmec is like the, 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 the group that helped to, to like blast out the whole man, the man culture. And if you look at the man culture, almost everybody's at that goddamn connected to the man's in the, in the Americas, that is, anyway. Yeah. And cities of library on that. You remember we've destroyed that a while back, uh, Brother Garfield. When we went on the uh, I got all the codex uh of Mesoamerica. I got almost every last one of them. <laughs> Ain't none of them African. Question question in the audience. So Garfield, since we are people who left Africa, would you say we're different people? I don't that question is incomplete. Re rewrite that question. What do you say? I, I can help with that. I can get with Garfield, since we are people who left Africa. Hold on, by the way, Carly, you still want to say something or you're good? Cause I'm about to hang up on you. Oh no, yeah, I'm good. All right, thanks for calling back, brother. Much love and respect. Yeah, we, hey, Godfrey, I said we're different people, bro. Five hundred years away from any place, you totally did. You know how long five hundred years is, yo? Five hundred years, bro, 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 bro. Um, what's his name gonna have a debate with? With, with um, I'm gonna get to you, Tamika. Um, Polite is gonna have a debate with um, mighty Hebrew about showing proof of the three hundred million, right? Yeah, that's deep. now. This, this, ladies and gentlemen, let me just say this to you, 300 right? 300 million? 300 million years it's ago, man, us, us, man, was here. The pre-antediluvian society, what he talks about. And I'm trying to say to people, there is no evidence he can provide. He's going to provide opinions. It's just like, Unc and them talk about um, the Big Bang, and which is really not a Big Bang, but it's called a Big Bang, by the way, just for the record. Um... <laughs> so when I hear, see um, Jer Jeremiah Judah talking about, are oh, you talking about the Big Bang Theory? Boom. You don't even know what you're talking about. You know what? Um, a bullfrog. We need to do a science class, man. A like a weekly. I mean, if anytime you're free, we just go live like two in the afternoon and do a science class for 45 minutes. I'd like to talk about geography. How long does it take for a mountain to come up? <laughs> Overnight, you know what? I haven't been listening to my brother from Rhode Island, man. He said anybody calls in, I need to ask them twelve times twelve. See how they are first before you ask them anything, because these people who believe certain things that you can't have conversations with them, man. For real, some of these creeps are just crazy. I'm glad some of these abos stopped calling in, because boy, it got ridiculous at one point. It got ridiculous. Yeah, they do like anybody else do, bro. That's 144,000 of us are only going to get saved to go to heaven. So why is niggas fighting to go no. to heaven? Hey, I, I'm going to give y'all a quick joke. Hold on, hey, let me answer this girl's question. Yeah, we, we ain't finished why we did the poll. Damn, yo, why?
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's do the poll. Hold on, let's look at the question. question. Next. Since we are people who left Africa, would you say we're different people? Um, yep. We're not. We're not. We're, we're the same people who left Africa. 500 years, we same people. Ain't no, I, ain't no, I ain't say, no. I say we different culturally, completely. I say we're a whole different. So much so, if you took your ass back to Africa to live, yo, you'd be fucked up for a minute. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, not genetically. That's what she means. Genetically, no. Nah, nah, nah. We not as dark. <laughs> I came. I was mad dark in Jamaica. I came here. It's like I'm bleaching now. Shit. Yeah, that's in it. But look where you at. Exactly. Where's that? It's near the right? You are in the climatic region, Garfield. You get light skin out there, bro. You ain't getting your melanin fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you gotta get some melody. Hey, hey, um, you know, um, somebody was saying to me a while ago that somebody's um timeline, and I brought up the um the newborn screening, bro. I gotta show the audience this, man. I don't mean to, to change the conversation. Yeah, you gotta let me finish while we did the poll, though. You remember your, your poll? Get your poll for family for the poll. Um, I want I want y'all to look at this right here, real quickly. Newborn. Let me see. All right, here we go. Newborn genes. All right. There's a um everybody can see my screen, right? Newborn screening, right? Mm. Remember when I talked about how everybody's DNA is being taken and you don't even know? Mm. All right. Look at this chart right here. Hold on a second. Let me find it real quick. Genetic fact sheets. Nah, that's not it. That's Emory. When you all finish that in the poll, I got a question. Hold on a second. Let me find this right You heard me on? Mm, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Hold on a second. All right. All right. Now, this paper here, right? You remember when I said 1964, they've been collecting our DNAs without we even knowing? I want you to look at this. This is state by state, right? Now, wherever you see the dot, it indicates that the screening for the condition is universally universally required by law or rule and fully implemented. That means in these states, let's say Alabama, they checking you for fatty acid disorders, organic acid disorders, amino acid disorders. Um, they checking you for hearing, endocrine, hemoglobin, others. They checking you for fatty acid disorders, whatever. All right. Now, bear in mind, listen to this again, indicates that screening for the condition is universally required by law or rule and fully implemented. Universally offered but not yet required. Offered to select populations. Testing required but not yet implemented. D, likely to be detected as a byproduct of MRM screening. Now, if it's required by law, they don't have to tell you, period. That they got your child's DNA. They don't have to tell you at all. It's not your business. So everybody who's watching right now, if you had a child, you could go on the state and see if your state, like I'm I'm in New York, right here. See all that stuff, compulsory stuff. Look at Georgia. Where Maryland at? Where Maryland at? Maryland ain't got it. I don't know. They do. Maryland is right through. Look at that. Look at that. All these states, Look. Louisiana. Louisiana got don't have it as much here, but Louisiana on the other charts, you look at the other charts, 
you're going to see Louisiana or Louisiana. See? Look at that. They they, they taking out the family. Don't let these people with this anti-DNA argument. They already got your DNA. What no, we need to worry about is if they who stores it and who throws it away. You know what you feel right now? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just saying, you've you been, you, you been an informed person, an informed citizen of the United States right now. Mm -hmm. Using the system. It's right there. They didn't hide that from you, did they, Garfield? Nope. Nope. You can get <laughs> you your, um, your, your stats now. Oh, no, question. I, I don't know where you got the damn code from to get into that website, buddy. <laughs> I'm the police. I'm the police. <laughs> it, buddy. I'm the police. <laughs> yes. Me and Garfield, we recognize police. So watch this though. Somebody had cut that, yeah, cut that and put it in there. All right. So the reason I did the poll was this. So it's it, it would take responsibility, right, and character on the part of African Americans in their community if we was to remove the police out of that. You would immediately have to man the fuck up. You would immediately have to take control of your community and your neighborhood immediately. Because there's always going to be people who don't want to work as hard as you. There's always going to be people who got a saying if they can't work and make it there still and take it. I know I didn't said that before, right? There's always going to be people who want it the easy way and they're going to start preying on people. You got predators in our community. So we would have to deal with all that. So it wouldn't be a work in the park. As a matter of fact, you would have to be organized on doing that. We don't even have a patrol in most communities where we where we shade each other car and we ride around and we take shifts and you be on time to make sure the shifts overlap and all that. All that would have to be in place. You would have to deal with the criminal element within your own community. Right? So are you ready for that? You might say you are, but are you ready for that? So just to take the police out, that's not a solution. Trust me with that. So I just so so we say it easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take them out today. But the truth is, it would take planning on the part of us. So y'all, all y'all to pick one, y'all already lost. What y'all should have said was go with two. I'm gonna go with two, and then I want to implement a program to train up people to get it straight so that we could please our community. That's what that's what needs to happen. Y'all did the real quick shit. Yeah, take the one, immediately take them out. You should be in trouble right now. If you did the one right now, you 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 right now you barely want to sleep in your own fucking house. Just based off the way shit go in these areas. All right. Yeah. So the truth is we need to take care of our own self and our own communities. And we need to implement a plan. So if you don't want the police in your community, then go ahead and galvanize your community and start implementing a program and a plan that would allow you to police your own community. Because they ain't got no reason to be in there if shit ain't fucking up. Remember, we call the police in any damn way. Something go wrong, we call the police in. And I ain't gonna lie, yo, the times I've been shot up, yo, I was glad for the police to pick my ass up off the street, yo. Damn lands, the police is the shit y'all hate the most. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was glad to be in that ambulance, bro. Didn't give a fuck what face I was looking at in that ambulance. All right? So, I mean, it is what it is, man. Now, are we capable of policing our own community without the police? Absolutely we are. But we're not capable without a plan. We're not capable of understanding systems. You know, if we don't understand implementation systems and, 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 I, and that favorite word, finances and money, right, then, then, then we're not going to be able to do it. But if we understand finances, we understand the system that we need to put in place, we understand long-term planning, 
communication and all these things, yes, we can do it. I just wanted to bring that out. Go ahead, Sister Mo. Hey, Mo. I think she might she might be on mute and she should probably you come back something? to my step. But there she goes. No, I ain't saying nothing. No, I thought it was your turn. I ain't said nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Oh, oh, my, my, my Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was telling African Forum to hold up because he was sharing something. Not you, not you, right. Sister Mo. My bad. I apologize. You better not because I'll fly to New York right now. <laughs> All right. No, I'm glad I'm glad you um, ended with that because that led, led into my question because I hear people say it all the time. How does, what is this going to do for the black community? What is that going to do for the black community? What, you know, what are you doing for the black community? And I'm trying to figure out what is it that they're looking for to show evidence of something being done in the black community? Because then when you respond and you talk about the different programs, like I just finished helping 10 homes, three roofs, kitchen, bathroom, floors, all that great stuff, right? And people are like, oh, well, I'm not talking about a grant. I'm talking about it. Well, what exactly are you looking for? I really don't understand. I mean, can you guys share some light when they say, you know, how is that helping the black community? If you talk about economic information over the over the internet, how is that helping that black community? If you talk about history, how is that helping? Black? I mean, what exactly are they looking for? What kind of help are they looking for? Anybody, somebody. I think no, no. You see, the problem is we are we're we're a community that deals with drama. Um, when I said the other day that if I could get a hundred people in New York to give a hundred dollars, ten thousand, and we decide who goes and take a three week training, if y'all want me to go do it or whatever, and we could make three four million dollars a year. So many people email me about that. Some people text me like, yo, you fix my credit. It's, I'm ready to give my $100. The point is, they saw that as an opportunity, as a quick fix to whatever situation it is, so they're quick to jump on it. But in general, most of us just want to be on the internet and just listen to everybody go at each other. We love that type of animosity. In Jamaica, we grew up in dancehall culture. We grew up with artists going against artists, Bounty Kill against Beanie Man, Vibes Cartel against Mavado, Gaza against Gully. There's always versus something in our culture. There's always a competitive nature within our community. So maybe what we need to do, Mo, is saying who can get the most people hired this week? We need to do some sort of competitive thing. Maybe that will change the direction of how people approach certain things. Because you are, I mean, you have the whole call and center set up. You have so much thing that you're helping people in some ways that you don't even need to. And, and the fact of the matter is we have told people if they want a job to hit us up and, and, and work um, at home. We teach people go about government contracting. Cheryl is Cheryl. Is, Cheryl's retired. Cheryl got <laughs> she, two. Cheryl gave us two um, jobs, the U-Haul. No, no, no. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. We ain't even going to tell nobody no more information because they still ain't going to listen and write it down. Imagine having two jobs at home where you could make $15 an hour at each job. And all you're doing is sitting around your desk. Right. Look. And taking calls. Go, go ahead. So emergency management here in the Carolinas, and it's probably elsewhere where disasters happen often. So they have a whole lot of money left over. So they're giving like $50,000 
grants to uh, and you don't even have to be a contractor you just it's reimbursable so those who have helped with people who need home repairs especially during major events like the floods and all of that great stuff right and so all of the individual you're talking about getting reimbursed back for 50k so you take that money if if everybody if there are some people who are in the carolinas right now be like yo daca squad how can i get that information for the emergency managers it's like literally two pages one of data and the other one is who you gonna help and you take that money you go out and all in our neighborhoods are no no oh don't that's not say community all of our black folk who need help with home repairs you talk about um floors and roofs and windows and different things like that and we go out and we commence to clean up our neighborhoods you know how much you know how much better off we would, I mean, just look, just property value in general. And it's always says, oh, well, you don't need guys for that. Well, I could have took the money and came across the tracks to the other people, right? Because it's not specified for just black folk, right? It's just, hey, Mo, you got the opportunity to go out and, and do this. And so, like, sometimes I think our folks, they really don't, if, if the help comes or opportunity comes, whether it's employment or getting your household in order, it's like, it's like the ship that bypass and you you laying on there on the little rafter or whatever. You want to be in the water. You want to be in poverty. You won't have nothing else to complain about. Like, I don't get it. So I'm just trying to figure out oh, what exactly is helping our community or helping our people? What is it? Like, really? Hey, Mo, you at home? Yeah. All right. Right, Cause I got I gotta run to the store and get some real quick. So, all right. No, you're not gonna log off. Is you logging off? Cause I'm. I'm on my phone. Are you on, you gonna log off your computer? No, I'm not gonna log off. No. Oh, okay, go ahead. All right. Well, but after the party, what you showing? Oh, you going? Yeah, I just want to, you know, again, y'all. Man, you guys are on it today. This is what we've been, you know, having to need to discuss anyway, too, because. Uh, just going back to what Brother Unk was speaking about in terms of, uh, you know, policing your community, right? Uh, you can't, you know, effectively do it, you know, the way you want to under the law system anyway. You, so you you have to have that, you know, that duality. You, know, you don't have to respect one over the other, but uh, until you start doing things to really clean up your community, then by all means, you need uh, right. some kind of, you know, governance force in there to kind of keep a balance, because if not, uh, it's going to run them up. So when you have a value where you take pride in your community and you do the things to protect it, by proxy of that alone, that'll also help drive out a lot of the what? The crime, right? right? And that's, again, I know it's kind of weird we use this parable. We go back to the old, um, the old sitcom used to come on called The Rock. Y'all remember Charles Dutton? Right. right? We he was a big advocate of cleaning up his community, right? He was always at war with, y'all know him as Chauncey on Minister Society. <laughs> He was always fighting against this guy, right? Hey, trying to run the drug dealers out, right? Because right. he was thinking about the kids in the community. So, you know, you can't have it both ways. You can't complain that the right. hood is the hood, but yet you don't want the police to kind of come in and help bring balance because if not, again, it's like, the, you know, the, the inmates are going to run, you know, and the asylum going to run them up. They're going to destroy even worse. Right. So we, um, it's just a part of maturity. So sometimes we say stuff out of emotion and passion. You kind of see what they're trying to say. They don't want to get to deal with the police. I get that, but at the end of the day, you don't have the proper balance to be able to, you know, uh, you know, keep your community safe in its own right. You got little kids that got to walk to school, you know, in the morning, walk to the school bus, and they got to dodge, you know, the prostitute. They got to dodge the dope dealer. They got to dodge the stick up kid. They got to dodge all this stuff. And I will say this though: one thing about our community, 
in most cases than, than other coaches. We will, even though we're out there doing wrong, we do still have a, a sense of character where we'll try to protect the kids best. Now, there's some scumbags out there that don't care. But I will say that, though, we will try to protect the kids in some cases, right? right. We, we didn't mess up. We, we try to protect them. But it's still not good because they're still seeing that right. as, a, as a form of symbolism when they have to go to school and see these people out there strung out on drugs, see the community in disarray. So, again, it doesn't paint a good picture in their mind. And so it goes back to what Dr. Carl Andrew was saying. It's like, you know, we don't have communities, right? Only only thing black people have is a neighborhood, right? That's it. It's not a community. A community is where you store your wealth at. And we're not storing our wealth in the hood. I'm sorry. Not the kind of wealth where we know we can really make some moves with. Again, you know, y'all know the deal. I ain't got to go into detail in that. So, just right. And to circulate the dollar, we, we created a, um, a little farmer's market out in the low and moderate income area. So you could shop and do things with your brothers and sisters. Like, like sometimes I just think that people, they just, they just talk. They just, let me back it up. They just type. They don't, you're not really, you know, and even in, and to, to, to me, I think somebody asked this before. I don't know if it was Garfield, maybe a couple of years ago on um, when we were doing urban economic empowerment show. And he, he asked, what does unity look like to you? Like they keep saying, joining together, put, you know, getting all our people on one car, doing things like that. But what does that exactly look like to you? I mean, what what is it that you you're really asking you know because if you if you give out all of the solutions that we've done thus far or what we're doing or what we're sharing you could even from a scientific perspective of going out observe what needs you know finding what the issues are observing what needs to be done put a plan in place evaluate that plan reorganize that plan and implement again and you keep uh we say a uh, roll repeat roll repeat you know, it then we could we can yeah. really have some things going in the same, you know, in a prosperity direction as opposed to saying getting on one accord, moving in a unit. What what do you because from household to household, we may differ from household to household, but is our house is is our foundation intact? Are we lacking? Are we home? You know what I'm saying? No, I mean we all are Garfield messed something up. We all are pursuing towards an economic um, sustainment or increase in our network, not only in our personal finances, but also in our business finances. And you can see that by business, you know, Unks out, got the store, doing the shoes, offering the store space for those who want to come and share and build their work. So, I mean, sometimes, um, and even, you know, even when it talks in, ter- in reference, I think Unks say get out and train or whatever, you know, even you got to train. You got to know what's on the up and up. You got to know what what is available right now. What has changed? What can you use? Um, I think somebody posted in the investment chat in the background and said, man, I like this group because um, that's new content every day. No, that's new content every minute of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? And, the brothers be, and the brothers and sisters be in there be getting it in. And, and that's what it is. It really revolves around a think tank. So I always tell people, this is a form of a think tank. The Man Cave Sunday Show, again, we talk about a plethora of things, I get it, but it's still a form of a think tank. And so at the end of the day, the goal is to try to come to some kind of, you know, resolve or a solution or some kind of different, you know, or, or an apex value where we can say, well, you know what, we can agree to this and nothing else. And I think that should, that's the agenda in terms of my eyes, what I get out of this every time we come on, on these Sundays is that at some point, we're going to reach an apex consensus on something in here. Right. We don't have to agree on every single thing. We know there's a very, you know, 
uh, various degrees of opinions in the back chat, even on the panel. You know, we can we can be you know fine with that. We can agree to disagree, but at some point we have to have a commonality or common ground where we right. say, you know what, I can work with that. And I think that's what we need to be focused on because it's not about this is not just about show and entertainment. I know people may look at it that way, but it's not. I know I don't see it that way. I say, well, you know what? If we can gain some out of this conversation that could edify the people, then you know that's what I'm all about. And then let's turn it and turn it turn it into a tangible. That's when it really becomes reality. Let's turn it into a tangible more than just a lot of rhetoric. And so it just takes people to kind of get serious about wanting to do something. So going back to Unc scenario, going back to what you were just saying, Sister Mo, Sister Sherry, everybody, Garfield, everybody on here, you know, yeah, we can speak about it all day long, but until we do something, then you can't complain. You have two legs to stand on to complain about why your community is in shambles, yet you ain't went out there and picked up the first bottle. You ain't, you know, you, you didn't go out there, you know, and, and help those kids, you know, that might have needed a little direction. You know, you're not doing that to fix it. You can't complain about it, right? right. And, and you definitely can't complain about the police <laughs> being in it because, you know, again, they still, you know, we know who they are. But at the end of the day, if you're not going to do it to a point of a community activist kind of perspective, like they got some of it in Texas. I, I give those brothers and sisters in Texas some kudos. They got their own little RBG community, uh, you know, uh, quote unquote, if you want to call them that, community police. And they walk around with their guns, you know, they shotguns in, in the ready. And they have the, they, you know, state law right to do that. So it's a, it's a intimidation factor at that point, which is great because, again, if you got people that are just demoralizing the community, then you can't provide, provide cover for them. See what I'm saying? You can't have it both ways. You can't say, well, if the dope dealer's in there and he's really laying havoc, you know, I'm talking about, you know, hard, hard stuff, then you can't, you know, praise that person for doing that and then still complain why the community looks, you know, is you know is in shambles so again at some point we got to grow up you know we got to realize where do we where do our allegiance really lies does it rely in the fact that we want to raise strong children or do we want to keep trying to repair you know cripple adults that's the part where it becomes reality right do you know you know like um the jews that you know they have their little uh hospital they have their little ambulance and all that stuff you know, we, we have companies that have all of such right now are gift and talent, right? We have doctors, we have uh, behavioral health counselors, we have mental health counselors, we have nurses, we have transportation companies. We have all of such. But to the question, if you don't have a security force to um, protect your your little group, if you, re- if you go around town, I'm not sure if it's up where you guys are, but I came through Augusta one time as a community. We was thinking about doing a community um, independent living, and we stopped. We benchmarked two two communities. One, in, one of them is in Augusta, and the other one is in Say Hills in the Carolinas. And do you know, they're already doing this um, already in, in, in communities where they have all of the little, the little housing complex, kind of like little apartments, right? They have the doctor's office, the healthcare, the supermarket, the, I mean, they have everything, the fire department, they have everything on this compound of land. And so it's not that it can't be done is that, you know, will you move to the area and keep your dollars within your little sector? You know what I'm saying? If it does happen, like it doesn't even have to be an abandoned town. You could just build on land. And just if you don't believe it, look at the boroughs in New York. New yes. York got a Jewish community in a small borough, and the majority of the concentrated wealth in that little area alone transcends almost the entire, you know, the other boroughs in the New York, the amount of concentrated money they have because they pool their resources in their community, which you're supposed to do. And you're 100% right, Sister Mo. That's, you're right. right. 
and it's right there. Like one day I'm gonna drive back up there, but um, I don't even have to drive that far because I heard in Sand Hills they not Sand Hills. Well, you know, um, Bird African Emporium here outside of Fort Jackson to the right. They built that. Well, you've been probably been away for a while, but there's a little area now they call Sand Hills, which is the summit area, and man, it is filled. But also they in Lake Carolina, which where all the little you know. Uh, high paid folk are they have yep. already started building the little grocery stores and uh, uh, medical facilities and all of that stuff and so they're not even going outside of the city it's like Unc said they're operating within the system and taking care of their own like we're not behind we're just not using the resources that are available to us to use it because we're scared that government people always say that the government is going to tell you what to do they're not telling you what to do. The, the funding is just marked based on what you came up as a budget. And that's why I teach what I teach. So if you right. put those line items down in your budget and you say you're going to use the money towards that, they're just making sure that you do what you said you was going to do because it met the criteria of what they wanted to fund. And right. so if you're going to, you know, if there's money out there for you to build up an area to take care of your people and you're not tapping into it, then guess what? It's your fault. It ain't theirs. Right. It's not theirs. I, I even go a step further, Sister Moore, and say the government tells you what to do when you don't have nothing to fight back against them with. That's the problem. You don't have no resources. So by default, you got to fold to their will. And that's what a lot of our people fail to want to grasp that and own that because, again, you're not doing that to change the status quo, but yet you complain it against the status quo. Right. That's kind of oxymoron. You can't have it both ways. You got to do something. You got to start somewhere. You got to be the first to, you know, pick up the, right. again, the first bottle, uh, pick up the first book, pick up the first financial, you know, literacy right. guide, you know, tune into one of these shows, learn budget analysis, yeah. learn drop shipping. Well, you ain't got to test the product, learn affiliate marketing, affiliate right. marketing. You ain't got to do nothing but just direct people to the site. That, that's right. easy money. And you know, somebody says um they want to, you know, they, they want to uh, do a black incubator and a startup. You know, they have money. The Republicans are real big on business money, jobs, employment, those type of things. So if you're looking to start an investment black incubator and startups, honey, you could get money like nothing because that's what they're looking to pour money into. Who is teaching the babies? Who's teaching the young people how to self-sustain? And what exactly is, you know, um, whether it's from investments, whether it's from, we got, let me tell you, we have a, um, a, a apprenticeship and you guys see me short. I gave you our entire plan. Actually, we have an apprenticeship program and um, they wanted us to stop calling it an apprenticeship and call it job readiness, right? Or entrepreneur ready because we're teaching them how to own their own, whether they want to go to a job or they can be able to own their own with plumbing or um, electrician or uh, HVAC, um, you know, all of those uh, trades that most people have kind of shied away from because they just going after a, a business degree, so to speak. But um, they, you know, we had this huge event at the Spirit, which is a, a, a what you call it thing, the 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 semi-pro baseball stadium. These people raised two million at that event. Just people, just going around networking with people, people to invest in. So just think the events that Sinetta be having or. Any of the brothers or sisters who be having these different conferences and ASCAC, any of them, if we if you met on a on a common ground of um 
substance, you know what I'm saying? Information that's actually going to help. And then you get with a group of, group of individuals of like minds who want to build in the same area. Everybody in the building is not, may not do the same thing, but those individuals who have like minds. So like we know if we meet on a common ground. We already know we've been around each other long enough. Right. But the problem is that you're trying to get everybody across America when you can't even get the person from, from across the street. <laughs> Facts. Facts. And in essence, this is our cross the street moment being online using digital media to obviously canvas the black community, right? No one wants to watch again Fox, CNBC, MSBN, right? Or MS, MS, NBC, excuse me. So you have the new black media or what we've dubbed the call now the new black media, which is what? The Dagger Squad, the Amaraz Squad, Sadnata, uh, the, uh, uh, the Black Authority, Tariq Nasheed. Y'all, all of them out there, there's some form of a whether you agree with their points or you don't, but that's your black media, right? It's not so much TV one, <laughs> right? It's not so much, you know, the BET or that kind of stuff anymore. It's all, you know, now it's like, it's kind of like the Anarchy 99 uh, symposium, so to speak, where now you have a voice now. Anybody that has a, a broadband connection and a, and, a, and, a, and a YouTube page, basically, you are now a form of media, whether people follow you or don't. But if you bring in content that people can use, then guess what? You can grow and, and do some things at this level, which we consider to be a digital grassroots uh, uh, level than we could have ever done, you know, having to go house to house, you know, pamphlet for pamphlet, doing that kind of stuff. So, again, I say this here. What are we waiting on? Right. What is the number one thing that we all lack right now that's in the back chat? If I ask everybody in the back chat right now, that's still probably paying attention. You know, what is the number one thing that we all lack right now? And I guarantee that the majority of the answers are going to be what? Resources. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guarantee it. And if they don't say that, they lying. Let's be honest. Because, again, if your pocket's hurting, ain't nothing. You, you can't go to war. You can't go to war being broke. Ain't no such thing as broke power, uh, black power and broke. I, I always say that term for a reason. Ain't no such thing as black power and broke. Yeah, you could be conscious and anti-government. You could live all, you know, off the grid and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's fine. You know, again, yep. I'm not going to even knock that mentality because if you right. really stand true to what you believe in, then go all out. Then do it 100 percent. Don't be halfway doing it. But at the end of the day, until you have an economic base, you cannot fight. You can't fight uh, from a government perspective. You can't fight. Uh, you, you can't you can't win education. None of that stuff. You just can't win. And so, and we're, and we're not trying to. In, yeah. We're not really. We're not trying to integrate. What we're trying to do is get what's okay. So if if over if over whatever the number is, don't quote me. Millions of people who do not claim their taxable dollars that they allow the government to withhold every paycheck without knowing how to get into that bag, and the government takes that money and facilitate it into other programs because there ain't nowhere else to put it because they, they can't use it, reuse it, right? And you're not you're not taking advantage of those resources. It's not a matter of wanting to do what they want us to do. It is us taking advantage of what they're going to give you back. Now, the, the question is, will you just rely on just that? That's where the self-sustainment, you know what I'm saying? That's where the understanding on how to build for self and how to grant and uh, plant and grow. I watched um, Ali Dual. I think I said it right. In yep. uh, Miami, yep. man, I watched him from the very beginning when he yep. started his farming. His farm, yeah. Oh my goodness, he his got man, a, a mini ecosystem in his own location. He yes. don't have to go outside of his home no more. And, and, and at least when it comes, and to he's selling through the, black, through the farmers market. Yep, he's yep. selling, and he wants to be a major distributor at some point. Where he's 
um going on a mass scale and that brother is doing it on fire we got to get him on too i was just thinking about that we got to get him on people like that these are people you want to showcase they're 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 not just talking they're walking <laughs> so i'm saying they got and they got the receipts you know and so again just a, a aspect where when a person puts their mind to something then you can get it done you know so he's in florida living you know living basically you know an ideal life on on his you know on the core and conics uh, uh excuse me a reconnaissance uh cognizant value excuse me so i'm loving that you know i'm loving the value that these people can do these things and then here's a, 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 a again a, a case where we can say well what did you do to uh to be able to do this he has a blueprint he can help someone yes. else start and do the same thing that's what it's all about duplication <laughs> yes man did you see he put up some greens and i was like whoa yeah. First of all, they were so pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to eat them, right? He, I mean, it is phenomenal. And um, and the other brother, he's in Illinois, and I always forget his name, but um, he had a video on Instagram yesterday on um some things, and he he got a farm. He has a farm as well. You know, they growing they growing chicks. They 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 uh, planting. Uh, fruits and vegetables. I mean, they're doing phenomenal, and they're doing it right here in the city. <laughs> yeah, urban, urban garden. In, in their backyard, right? So I think yep. it's kind of cool, you know. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to add. Um, where'd you go? I just wanted to see, well, you know, what are they looking for? Like he said, you know, how can this help help the black communities? Like, I could take a lot of the information you guys talked about and see how it helped, you know, and what people can use to benefit and and so when you think about look you remember when um on the you remember on black black panther at the end of the movie when the um when they came down the spaceship and the kids say wow what is that mm -hmm. that's how we can help when you bring in information or in our um our systems and processes and things that these kids have never seen before and teach them the way that's how we help with the information we have you build stuff you give them something they can see based off the information you're talking about teach them how to do that and then they won't get involved well not necessarily won't get involved but they'll start to uh find a new interest other than what they've already know facts 100 percent, and and that's the hope in terms of my mindset that's what i i feel like you know if i'm gonna be an asset to the community that's what i want to be able to provide we need to be able to provide tangibles not just talk and so if you can put a child on a path to success you know, without them having to go through all the mistakes that a lot of us had to make, give it, you know, sh sh again, shortening their learning curve, then that's power and success. They have ability to go out there and fight and compete against their counterparts. Right. Again, mm -hmm. you can't send a crippled child into a, in the war again if they're not equipped. And so the number one thing they got is they value of independence. So that's why we always stress and what producers, distributors and sellers. If you're not raising your children to be a producer, distributor, or a seller, then what are you raising them for? You're raising right. them to be a what? A consumer or a slave? That's just that's just the reality of things, right? <laughs> Unless you got you know you come into a big bag and you can just drop them off you know a lot of money, you know on on inheritance thing. But the end, they still gotta know how to manage it because if not, they're gonna what? They're gonna blow it off. So they still stuck. That's the whole issue even with the reparation because again, if they turned around and gave all us you know three hundred thousand tomorrow. Again, like like said, the entertainer said, it's going to be a reparation Cadillac, right? It's going to be a you know a, a reparation Lexus already, ready, you know, with your name on it, and that money gonna get blue, you know, blown, and you, we're gonna be right back where we was before. And so that's why you know again, financial literacy is important. And in terms of our community, again, going back to the number one thing that plagues us, it is what it's the lack of resources, right? So 
that's what we're going to keep focusing on. I know, especially on this channel, we're going to hammer hard, you know, financial literacy. I know we do the other stuff, too. And Garfield, the master, when it comes to breaking down, you know, the religiosity and other things as well, uh, Brother Unk, when he come on and definitely, you know, dismantles a lot of the, you know, the foolery stuff out there. And anybody that come on that add value to this channel. But above all things, uh, we do stand on financial literacy because we need to raise fundamentally strong, resourceful bound children that can go out there and compete. Right. So that's what we should be asking the batch at. Do you got a skill set that you can turn around and go teach five kids right now? Ask that question to most of the majority of the people in the back chat. Then we're going to have some, you know, people like, hold up, wait a minute, brother, I have what you talk about. You trying to throw shade? But that's just a reality thing. You can't complain about nation building and you ain't building no nation. You ain't raising strong children. So you can't complain. You can't have it both ways. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Brother Unk, what's your opinion, bro? You, I mean, you, you, you know, you, you've been around officers older than us, so you definitely know. <laughs> Shit, ain't nothing shaking without the bacon. Right. <laughs> and, and, and that's just the reality of things. So, again, being able to fund projects, being able to, again, uh, bankroll. Again, somebody spoke about the incubator. Somebody spoke about, again, you know, think tank startups. Well, this how this stuff happened. People come together on a common interest or a permanent interest value, and then they make a move together. All right. So uh, that's what I'm saying. So the goal is to show you how to get to the bag without having to deal with the system, right? So if you want to be that kind of person, like you could be in the system, but not of the system, right? So that's my whole mentality when I'm speaking to, you know, our investors, our investment family. You know, you could be a part of the system, but you don't have to be of the system. The goal is to go in there and get the money that's owed to you, right? So we have a way of doing that by accessing these financial markets, by going into the stock markets, going into the crypto market, going into the Forex market, right? And, mm -hmm. and every time we come away with a bag, hey, thank you to the ancestors, thank you to the universe, whatever, whatever you who you ever you call on to. But either either way, at the end of the day, that's our form of being like Robin Hood, you know, Robin Hood capitalism uh, kind of mindset, so to speak. <laughs> right. But it works for us. You know, and, and, and people in there are very enthused. They're hungry. They're seeing now that they don't have to worry about worry about or rely on a middleman to keep them in a situation where they can sustain themselves. They can take one hundred dollars. Five dollars, ten dollars, put it in the market, come back two or three days later, a week later, two weeks later, and that five dollars then grew to fifty. It didn't grew to twenty, right? It didn't grew to a hundred plus, you know, two hundred plus. We've I mean we do we do this stuff all the time. It's not just talking. We have you know receipts in there where people are getting to success. And these are average people, just like the majority of people in the batch chat. They got other things going on in their life, other projects they're doing, but they also now got another way they can get to some money and not have to depend on someone to block them or redline them or go through the benign neglect and you just utilizing the system which all everybody that's listening right now in the batch that has the privilege to be able to access those global markets right and so that's again that's why it's important so you know we got to get to that point you know we got to start taking financial literacy serious so we can bankroll our projects and we can get the same thing brother Owen was talking about we can get these microscopes we can get these telescopes we can get these you know, uh, farming books and this, that, and the third, we can bankroll it. And everybody won't be like, man, they ain't got no money, man, they ain't got no money, right? But as soon as we say that, they'll leave you and go straight to the mall, right? They go to the mall, and then what happened? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. they go, you know, I'm just being honest. You know what I'm saying, brother? They go right to the mall and drop that 300 on some shoes, right? And I'll be like, hey, take, you can go get the ones for 150, take the other 150 and put that in the market. All right, let me show you how to put that 150 and turn it to a 2,000 or 1,000. And then they'd be like, well, that, that's unheard of. But, you know, but if you show them, then it's like, oh, uh, light bulb goes off. Now it's a whole new different ball game. 
And so, again, that's the part of the conversation where, you know, where we, we need to be balanced. We can talk about, you know, all the other stuff, too. But financial literacy, man, is where it's at. I, I guarantee you, man, uh, financial literacy is where it's at. I see it every day. And that's why I get excited when we talk about this stuff. And I know the numbers always drop. I see it since, Sean. I know it. The number drop when you start talking about how to get to the bag, right? That's when you're like, I ain't got time for that, bro. I'm straight with my little, you know, whatever I got. You know, again, there's no shade, but there's just a reality thing. We we comfortable with having just less, right? We comfortable with just just barely getting, you know, getting by, and that has to stop. So, but whatever. <laughs> they cut the crap. Hey, I tell you what, before they know it, we're gonna mess around and have a, da a dagger squad endowment fund. Just gonna start taking us CRD, and I bet you Garfield already working over the 100 man women. But y'all understand, one day it's gonna be some scholarships coming out this camp where we're gonna start, you know, raise some money and we're gonna help some kids out this going to trade school, going to college. Then that's when the light bulb gonna go off. People start realizing, man, this, this is serious, it's not just rhetoric over here. People are trying to make some things happen. Yeah, that's, I mean, look, man. That's the thing. I ain't saying you got to go to fucking college. You got to go to somebody's school to get something. That's the way the world is set up. Got to go to school, yo. You want to compete in this world. Yeah, trade school is where it's at. It's weird. that That's where the, the, a lot of this stuff is actually headed that way. If you look at the statistics, more and more people are going into trade schools now where they can have, you know, uh, you know, ready-made careers already out the gate when they come out of their, their schooling. Cause those are guaranteed, you know, walk-in type, you know, environments where you can just come in, you know, either own your own business or go straight to a job, right? And, and mm -hmm. you know, and it's different when you go, you you know, hire a learner. You got to really go out there and compete. Uh, but how many uh, plumbers are always needed, right? Uh, car technicians are always needed. Electrical engineers are always needed. Always, I've yet to see there's a shortage of those. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, to the point where people, are, you know, don't need them. They always are needed. And HVAC making that money right now. Because <laughs> I just had the HVAC at my house. I know that. <laughs> Get money. Say it on. Get money. Yeah. You got you gotta um, you know, we got somebody gotta have the trade or know how to fix it. What not? <laughs> But they don't, you guys they don't are it. A, they don't know. They don't know what a trade is. Oh, lot, the art. The art of a trade is becoming non-existing. But the people who continue to perfect the craft of a trade are doing well for themselves and will always yes to do things. They innovate. The toilet doesn't flush the same as it used to in the '60s. So as the toilet evolves. The person that fixed the toilet evolves, but no, we don't want to. We don't want to do that. But Yo, then your toilet messed up. You calling the people to come fix it? Right. And I just met with. I just met with a few construction workers, and you would think, you know what? Listening to some people, you would think our people is just doing horrible. But man, I just met with a bunch of black general contractors man them guys are doing it <laughs> they are killing it so of course why is monique at the table because i was I, i'm there to help them get their a to 8a certification so they can get these uh source source contracts so anything under four million dollars contracts can come straight to them as opposed to going out because there's about to be some major construction here again in the carolinas and so if even if they can't be the primary, we stop crying about that. We're going to get these subcontracts and still make millions. 
Either way, go. One way or the other. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody's not doing bad. <laughs> yeah. You listen to these niggas talk. Everybody done. I know. Huh? All times. <laughs> yeah. And so sometimes I sit um, at well, this one guy. He used to work in banking and, um, he was like, he was telling him, he said, you know the reason why she's important and you guys can't always just come to me because I can only give you limited information because of my conflict of interest. I can only get you so far. But she can give you the details. And this is why we all going to come together. So he's like, Mo, you ready to make? I said, the only thing I don't want to do is he said, I'm going to tell you right now, when I put you out in the front, people going to want to hire you. Not interested in getting hired because if I get hired, then my knowledge to what I can give out of the public is limited. Right. So if I stay outside the, you know, the system, then I'm able to give you as much as I learned from them. I can give it back to you all. <laughs> and nobody's going to say it's a conflict of interest. Right. And th that's exactly why I chose the career path I did. When I left corporate America, it was the same mindset that if you're going to really bring something back to the black community, it's going to be hard to do it when you're, you know, when the person that's bankrolling you is the one scenario trying to keep that from being, a, you know, that hey. coming to fruition. <laughs> Hey, we got we got to stop trying to cater to our own people with our business ventures, and we just need to target the people that we know we can get the bag from. Because if we keep on creating businesses centered around trying to get our people to support, we're gonna struggle, and we're gonna miss out on opportunity. I think that we should um, revisit the business plan that is marketable for us to actually meet the needs of. Uh, many different consumer types so that we can get the bag up and then look you know how people are they jump on bandwagon so once once you can gain traction in other people's communities with your business then your people want to come in and then try to jump jump on the bandwagon and then at that time you kind of earned it that way because that's you doing well in other communities because our people want our people want what white people get they don't want what you get. They want to wow. see they want to see the white people with it first, and then they want to come back and get it. They don't be like, man, I seen we were sisters, and, sisters, and they got this. Oh man, I was out there shopping in the white suburbs, and they had this. You see what I'm saying? So, if we change the marketing strategy to, and this is wrong, we should not be having to do this at all. But to get our people attention, these are the things that people got to do. I know somebody black powered out. He don't advertise none of his stuff in the communities where he at. He go outside of his communities and he, he them little skateboarder dudes, snow dudes, all of them, he advertised to them. And what happens? Next thing you know, our people start trying to pick up on that trend. Instead of setting the trend, they follow the trend. Wow, you right, Sean. Well, what time is? I know I'm out of here. It's three o'clock. Ain't nowhere in the world. I got the rest of the day, man. You know, this <laughs> Done. Yep. Like, like they should be buying on shoes right now. Everybody in the chat should have a pair of on shoes. I got two. Pair of shoes. I got two. I got some. I got the sliders too. It oh. Should be, it should be. It should be. A hundred people in the chat that got a pair of on shoes. Oh, you got some flip flops. Show the website. Yeah, you got flip flops. What you talking about? It's hot outside. I don't know about one. Not the sliders, some flip flops. Just I got the flip flops. Let me see. 
You mean I got my African flip flops on right now? Let me see, Negro. Got to show you. Let <laughs> <laughs> me see, Negro. Let me make sure you're telling the truth. Yeah, I want to see them. I want to see them. I want some. They red, black, and green. I want to see them, knucklehead. Man. Let me see them, knuckle. <laughs> Didn't I tell you? You know what I'm doing right now, right? What you doing, washing that car? No, man. They wrecked my car. I ain't washing it. Oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm packing stuff. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Sean yeah. Baller said it. Sean. Hey, y'all can play with me if you want to. Sean, follow the credit guidelines <laughs> and get in a house from, built from the ground up. That's what happens when you follow the process. <laughs> I ain't mad. Oh man, y'all want Unk shoes to be cheap? Come on, man. Cheap? Y'all giving oh. Nike, y'all giving Nike, Adidas, and all of them all that money? Hundred fifty dollars for Air Max? Man, I like Unk Two, shoes. I'm sorry, two hundred dollars for Air Max. The Unk shoes is not wearing out. That leather, shit. I still got my sneakers. Listen, I wore my sneakers. I had bought my sneakers probably two years ago, and I just wore my sneakers again the other day. Somebody was like, "Oh, I like those. Where you get them from?" That's what I'm talking about right now. It's like they just came off the market, fresh. <laughs> Mo, put the website in chat. All right, I get it. Couple of bags. I want them white ones, but it's hot outside, man. I need to flip fortune. He go fortune with his robotic phone. He ain't, at, he ain't at Starbucks. No longer. You talking about robotic? This is a new, this is a new phone. It better be an X. Or. Oh, man. Put it in the chat. Oh, there you go. There you go. It's in the chat. I put it in the chat. Click the link. Oh, bring it up on the screen. I want to get. I want to see. I want some white ones. Who is someone? Who is that? Oh, Lord. Oh. Unknown person. That's fortune. Oh. Mm. You can't see, you can't see his name. Oh. Unky, bringing up the link. African and Boris, yeah. bring up the Abju link. Okay. Here it is, yeah. right here. We go through it. My yeah, that's somebody different. What? Hold on, let me see. You gonna share it, Uncle? You want me to share it and you no, navigate it? It's all about it. That's fortune. Oh no, I was looking at another uh Google Hangout. That's what it was. Yeah, so you and too many hangouts. No, yeah, I'm about to leave them. Yeah. What's Sean? What Caleb doing? I don't know, but I just got his notification too. He outside. <laughs> he outside in the backyard. You got him, yeah. Him, his brother, some kid. Who's this kid? He on my back porch. Oh, that little kid across the street. <laughs> I want to see the shoe. I want to see the sneakers. I need those white ones. Listen to my son. This is YouTube. you. Got to. Seven years old. Y'all go subscribe to Caleb X X God. <laughs> All right, I'm pausing. Caleb is crazy. Guys. I'm scared. Uh, go ahead, finish what you're doing, Sean. No, nah, I'm done. <laughs>
right, here we're going to share the screen. Slow motion. Slow motion. Ooh. Uncle's like already that. in a um, bookstore. Shoes is in a bookstore. Oh, what you mean so fun? Shoes is already on. Ain't no money in the bookstore. I'm just, you know, right now. You ain't making no money? Nah, I'll pay the rent. <laughs> Talk, shit. Talk shit. But ain't no income. You know, that's why Barnes and Noble's out of business. They don't fuck with the bookstores. They online. You know, they got a little bit of Yeah, it's online. Y'all do both. Yeah, you gotta do both. All right, all right. y'all see the screen, right? Yeah, let me see. You can see it on YouTube, Sean. Unc, you got a size 13 ask. Yep. Yep, you got it. Look, see y'all see them? You got a spot in making, then you need to put some unk shoes in your stove. 75 media production. Can you see can they see the screen? Yeah, they gotta click, they gotta um someone gotta click on your X I think it's gotta be Brother Garfield. He gotta click oh, on your screen. Man. Hold on. Yeah, I, I gotta everybody gotta be mute while while uh on talk. Hold on. I gotta go do it. If you gotta go do it, or everybody gotta go on mute. All right. Can you see it on YouTube though? Oh, oh, those are nice. When you get them. Man, Mo, come on now. Mo, be quiet. You gotta go on mute. Be quiet, Sean. Ten, go. See, that's why. That's why I ain't supporting nothing, man. <laughs> oh shit! How funny! How funny! Where's with your sweatsuit? I got some sweatsuits coming out too. God damn it. Oh my goodness, I'm slipping. I know. Hard. Oh. Got your size too. Oh, I gotta get them great joints. Oh, I'm about to go get them right now. Me too. Oh. Are they um form fit? They look like form fit. <laughs> oh my god, look at those. I'm gonna spend all my money. <laughs> yeah, Unc, I ain't been on your site in a minute. I'm embarrassed. Brother Garfield, can you click on Unc screen so it can show for the uh, YouTube family? It's still not showing up on the screen. All right, let me go upstairs. That's my fault. Unc, Unc Garfield, you back home? Huh? Garfield. All right. Give me a second. I'm going to get it. All right. Oh, how much is those? Huh? How much is those? Oh, shoot. $69? Yeah. 
I need some. I need some comfortable shoes for my ankle. Your yeah, ankle still fucked up, man. I know mine's is, and I ain't even break my shit. So I know you fucked up. Hell yeah. Yeah, that shit don't come back like you wanted to do it. Man, I, I I need to at least be able to run though. You can't even run yet, can you? Hell no. Ain't no ain't no fight or f- fight or flight. It's just fight. <laughs> shit. The hell, yo! How you break your ankle? Uh, involved a lot of big beautiful women. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A bad way. That's how I broke it. Pretty bad way. What was you doing? Oh, shit. I was channeling that 25% European DNA and I was, you know, doing a little snowboarding here in Chicago. Were you snowboarding? Like, totally, dude. On a hill, on a hill or something? <laughs> yeah, I slipped in some in some, in some ice, man. I was... Hey, on the snowboard, you just talking, yo. Just come on, yo. Yo, I slipped in some ice, though. Oh, damn. I slipped in some ice. Yeah, man. It was sounded like a sounded like somebody opened a can of Sprite. Just, whoosh, I'm, oh shit! How you break your ankle? I just told you, like, it's in the ice and the snow. Oh, it twisted your ankle when you. Oh, all right, I got you. I fell the opposite way my leg went. And I lay. I was laying on my. I was laying on my face, and my ankle was facing the sky. <laughs> so, hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm back doing my thing now. So, hey. Well, I tell you. Yeah. Like Doctor John, uh, Doctor Ben said, you know, when you break a bone, you ain't, you ain't looking for a faith healer. You looking for a specialist that dealing bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna try to see if some one of y'all got that Doctor Savy stuff. He got he could just squeeze some oh, Savy, squeeze oh, some Savy juice on that. I could you know I could be footworking in a minute. Shots fired, shots fired. This is what you do. This is yeah. what you do, bro. This is what you do. Get get one of them ong shoes that Abdul wear, and you, your foot your foot's good. You're good. Good. Why, why can't just pour some alkaline juice on the bone and then get up it? I'm going with the alkaline juice then. There you go. And you get the shoes. You get both. Niggas <laughs> 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 crazy, yo. Just torn them shit up. Waterproof fashion. Hey, let me get that, bro. All right. Me there, bro. BG Hey man, y'all go to site, man. Go ahead and get what you need to get, man. I'm saying it's a lot of good black businesses out there you can start supporting, man. So never act like y'all crazy or something, man. Go out there and support. Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, you do custom pieces as well, right? Uh, through your shooter. Matt Turner's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all want something specific? We can work it out. You want your name on it or something? Something slick? I got you. See, that's that extra key key marketing point too. That customization. If you do get a pair like the RBGs or the Nat Turner's, you know. You can also mm. get your name put on them, you know. So something to think <laughs> about, guys, in the back chat. You, you know, 
or a symbol or whatever, he probably can make that happen for you. Yep. Okay. Brian and Jewel, the new religion church, though. Shit, everybody need to get on it. I know it'd be hard to wear to your job, but when you just chilling, y'all can just get the new religion church. <laughs> No. Or, or be an entrepreneur that way you can just say uh, screw everybody and wear your brand the way you want to be rocking it. Here, <laughs> answer to nobody. No. <laughs> I just got to fast something that go with red, black, and green all, all, every day. <laughs> Yo, here we go. 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 I'm old school, man. You you got a couple of V necks in there, uh, uh, You got no, you yeah. Got no yeah, I got the V necks. Oh, you trying to. Sh- you trying to show your little taco taco meat when you walk yeah, down the street. You know man. a 93, man. You know, you know old show, folk, man. You know, old show folk you gotta, show yeah. your chest yeah. <laughs> Show your chest yeah, yeah. Awesome. That, that, hey, Del Taco, this, right? that Del Taco style, 93. <laughs> no yeah, religion, you know, scientific right? literacy. Yeah, scientific literacy. Look, journey from the stars. Hey, uh, Unc, you that's funny. That's you talk about no religion and you got the Unc right there. Oh man, you fucking me up in the middle of my question. I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Broke and shit. Watch that ice over there, man. <laughs> yeah, Pass man. that connection to the cosmos, man. Journey from the stars, man. I yeah. You got the V-necks on the website? I haven't went through it. Uh, yeah, the, I got the V-necks. I've seen the, the first ones you dropped. I didn't know you had the V-necks already, though. You see the V-necks? Oh, you went to No Religion V-necks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, what you want? What symbol you want? You want this one, the one I just showed? Or I know you had the regular ones with the crest on the uh, on the chest, you know, like like a polo kind of like. You know, yeah, you know. I got I got V necks though. What what you want on this one? No, the the one that you like you got on now with the the crest on the on the on the uh, on the, the chest, chest piece. Yeah, you want? The, oh, I got you. Yeah, you know, clean, simple. You know, I'm old school, man. I just yeah, me too. I like yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I like I like yeah yeah. Yep, I got some. I'll put them on there today. I know I got some. Well, I'm in between old and new, so you got some for me? What you need, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in between, bro. Old and new. You, know, you want them uh, Jamaican colors, Garfield? Y'all should get your custom custom made one uh, with with the uh, with the, uh, the green and yellow and black. Yeah, I think that'll be fire. Yeah, I think it'll be fire too. Jamaican style with it. It really take the next level. Jerry, 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 we can get any color you want. Yeah, throw them V-necks on there for me if you can, brother. I, I, I snatched one up tonight. I got you. I'm going to have it on. I got you. I thought I had it. Just like the one I got on with the V-neck. Yeah, yeah. You know it's a design on the back, too, right? Yeah, that's fine. I, 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 you know, because yeah, you know, clean and simple. You know, because I'm simple. Yeah, I'm frugal and so I'm saying if you don't want no design on the back, let me know. Oh, so you oh you can do it with or without. I, I got you. So you, yeah, you got the you one with the, the no religion, like in like like the true religion across the chest. Uh and that's the one that you had in the V neck. Yeah, you see what I got on right here? Yeah, see the one you got on, that's that's what what I I was, got, mm-hmm. Yeah, but on the back is the design, see? Oh, you got the uh, like the uh it's like uh what is it? A cartoon? You got the car- what is it? Then? I'm gonna show you. Look. See? Okay, it, 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 just just crest in the very back. I could rock with that. No, I could rock with that. It's on the back. I could rock with that. 
I'm with you. Cause like, <laughs> most of my statement t-shirts like that too. They, you know, they very, you know, but I may have some on the back too. Cause I can rock with that. Yeah. V-neck. Yeah. yeah. Throw uh, them on yeah. there. You got, you got, you got 30 bucks coming your way right as soon as I see them. All right. I got you. I'm going to put it on there. Oh, it's going to be cut any color you want. I got you. All right. Yeah, we're right on that motherfucker. Shit, I thought I had some on there, but you, you have inspired me to be like that there, buddy. Man, you know, you know, you know it's old cats, man. You know, we got to still show a little taco meat every now and then, summertime. Man, the old shit, the young niggas wear that like that. It's they are. Shit. V-Nex, yeah, I know yeah. people talking trash. We cutting up, but you know V-Nex in right now. I'm going to be rocking the V-Nex. <laughs> Fuck with it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's all jokes aside right there. Yeah, I forgot my money on this on ice waiting. As soon as I see him, I'm, I'm on it. I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna have because I know I got him right here somewhere. How we doing? Yeah, yeah. I thought we had a pretty good show tonight. I mean, today. Oh, by all means, oh, that, pretty good live stream. Yeah, brought, <laughs> brought it home. You know, again, these these are. The type of show, and this is how I should end. Again, we speak in business. We speaking, you know, that kind of value of, uh, you know, uh, black aggregation, black entrepreneurship. You know, it's not so much just okay. You know, re- again, no disrespect to my religion, but just read from the book and then wait from the sky. You know, wait for the pie in the sky to happen. <laughs> you know, no, no, no disrespect to him, but you know, again, you got to be able to bring something to the table, like a, a, again, a tangible, and that's what gets black people excited. Because y'all know we very, <laughs> we very critical. We got to see some stuff. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Yeah, you need something. Too many people died waiting on people. <laughs> Too many people died waiting on people. Uh, yeah, brother, uh, uh, one of the guys says, "Do you ship uh, out of out of the states uh, to Europe? Do you ship international?" Yeah. Sure do. Yeah, you ship international, brother. Uh, uh, my guy, he, sh- he ships. Uh, is it? It's on the website too, right? Or they got to come? Yeah, it's on the website. Yeah, check him out, brother Mad Jai. You can you can do it straight to uh he can strip uh, he ships uh, international as well. Mm-hmm. Shipped every damn way, yeah. Ship to Atlanta too, right? Atlanta Moo too, yo. It just took some extraordinary money. Uh, what they do, they fly outside the uh the Atlantic Ocean, then fly right back yeah. to make yeah. it legit. <laughs> fly out to the Fly out the ocean and come back. Like, uh, yeah, we're legit. Now. <laughs> yep. I need me two in a size Abo X. Funny as hell with that one, yo. Yeah, we we definitely do that. Yes, we do. We definitely, yes, we do. Definitely send it out to the land of Moo, Lumaria. Don't forget about Lumaria. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, we do. Old Mac Country, we, we sh- uh, you shipped Old Mac Country too. <laughs> Old Mac Country too. <laughs> <laughs> it's not play. <laughs> okay. Camera's everybody. That's it. <laughs> All right. Shit. Hey, also Mars and the Moon coming soon. Uh oh. You step on some toes now. You finna step on some some toes. <laughs> Astro we also got the Astro Projection mailing list. You, you stepping on Elon Musk's toes now. He's trying yeah, to get them all we, before everybody else now. So. We teleporting them shoes. <laughs> teleporting them motherfuckers, yo. But you can't pay in space cash, though. We don't want space cash. We need the American dollar. 
<laughs> uh, someone also asked in the bad chat, do, is your affiliate link on the actual website so they can become affiliate distributor? Yeah, they don't seem to be working out too well. <laughs> so that, that's a case-by-case -case basis. So I guess you got to uh, apply for it and prove that you can do it. That's so. case-by-case. Makes sense. Case-by-case. Post a link again in the back chat for the family, guys. <clears throat> again, support. So, again, same way for you guys in the back chat. You guys do have a business out there. Again, you want to get it plugged, you know, by all means, just, just is the time to do that. Let us know. Uh, you know, again, that's what it's supposed to be about, you know, supporting each other's business. Uh, so, again, if you, you know, you got a product, you got a good service that the community can benefit from, throw it in the chat. Throw it in the chat. Full. Incense and shea butter. The slots are full. Yeah. <laughs> and beads. That's it. <laughs> we already got 130 of those businesses. <laughs> you got to be the man in your community to, to, to really yeah. make it in that perspective. <laughs> yeah, you got to be the man. You got to be the only one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, yo, that's funny as hell, yo. That's funny shit, man. I ain't just reacting. You uncovered a little bit, and, and I will say this: it ain't nothing wrong with those products. Now, again, those are good products. It's just, they, they, they come to all over the place. You got to be very selective, and you got to have other uh, other business aspects that you can bring. You know, other products. <laughs> they are saturated a little bit. I agree. Yeah. Hey man, what is that noise, man? Come on, yo. I know who that is, yo, the broken angle, yo. <laughs> oh no. Uh, that's that's probably my fan. My bad. I got the fan on. It's hot out here. God damn, you outside? Shirek, that Shirek temperature up there, ain't it? <laughs> All right, how's it going? They still shooting niggas at the alarming right there. They chilling. What they doing? Man. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Hey, man. I tell you what got me, yo, when they when they <laughs> when they drove past one hospital and take y'all niggas all the way to another hospital. That shit was crazy. Oh yeah, that's horrible. That's how my own that. Damn niggas just fight that. You weren't about shooting each other. Yo. Let's just get on their ass for driving by the hospital. That's crazy. So you in the south side, they'll bypass all the hospitals and take you way somewhere to the north and forget the east and the west that's, that's a crazy. hospital right here across the street oh man no you gotta he gotta go over here like six yeah. miles north yeah, that's wow that's crazy so they screen y'all in the, in the ambulance then they screen y'all for insurance and everything by the right on spot that's hey, yeah crazy. what's your nationality wow <laughs> <laughs> let me stop they don't do that but yeah yeah get shot one time and bullet traveling the whole time get six miles to go yeah that shit crazy, yo. How they do y'all like that, yo? I mean, crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, brother, Black Supreme, uh, oh, excuse me, 305 Juice Baby, you might want to call Unc direct or email him if you want to be an independent distributor. I guess, you know, he'll give you the qualifications. Uh, the brother asking, uh, he want to be uh be a distributor. He down in uh, Miami, three hundred five area. We got a store or something. Yeah, uh, uh, brother Juice Baby, uh three hundred five Juice Baby. You uh you have a storefront. Uh, you plan on doing them at the uh at the uh 
at the flea market or what's, what's your well i guess you can contact the brother I don't, i'm sure he has a plan let, let me, 305 uh get go to the website uh the number on the website too right uh yeah you can shoot me an email shoot me an email at abjuwear at gmail.com that's a b d j u w e a r dot i mean mm, at gmail.com Yeah. I'm posted there for me. Get it here. Yeah, yeah, just tag me. <clears throat> yeah, so any of you guys think about being an independent distributor office, you gotta meet the criteria, but uh definitely email uh email um, uh if you guys do a you know flea market or whatever. Again, you could just buy them like I used to do. I started out, you know, buy buy something wholesale. At least you got skin in the game at that point. So you that's have everything talking about, right? You gotta have some standing skin again. Yeah, right? that's the only way to do business like that, you know, in that kind of respect. Because you're dealing with a product that's already dropped and landed, so it's already paid for. It's not like a drop shipping, so you gotta put some skin in the game. Uh, totally agree. That's <laughs> like you hustling, yo. You a nigga ain't gonna get you nothing. Like, yo, you coming, nigga? Give me this. No, you ain't got no money. Yeah, you gotta put something up. Put a little something up. Yeah, he said you got a spot. Uh, um, brother three hundred five Juice Bay said he got a spot, so he got a storefront or something down there you can work with. All right, well, there you go. That's your first. You got over the first check. Check the first box. Check. Mm -hmm. That's how business works. It's just like that. You know, that brother, you know, make a power move. And he can also canvas that her entire area down there. That's, see, that's why I like, you know, people might look at it like that cheese and corn. I love stuff like this, man. Y'all, I don't mind being awake. I understand the power of financial literacy. <laughs> I love when this stuff kind of happens. Now, that guy, that gets, you just got him a nice little connect now. That could be an extra little, you know, Three, four, five percent on this bottom line on the month. You know what I'm saying? Who it could be, you know, whatever. It could be as much as he can do in terms of what he can produce. So that's what it's all about. Definitely wholesaling. Yo. No doubt about it. How do you say no doubt about it? I say they sell better in Harlem. Yeah, some guys in Harlem already, I think. Uh, got him. Oh, uh, I'm sure it's about somebody in Harlem selling right there out there where uh, where Sarnetta set up at. Oh, okay, on 125th. Oh, yep. Yeah. I know one thing. I will say this: it has taken off. You know, strategically. You know, ever since you know, you guys took it to the next level. You know, in terms of getting it, getting it out there. So most of all the black events now, there's always a distributor there, you know, with with those shoes there now everywhere. You know, we did the mm -hmm. Lake Bar Folklore Festival down in, uh, right here in Richmond uh, with Irritated Gene and then was there in uh, Professor Grill. And shucks, I think maybe two distributors there actually had them there. <laughs> it was two of them there. Uh, one of them was set across from uh, Irritated Gene and there's another guy on the other side of the, uh, the Coliseum. Uh, they was in there. He had some too. So. Uh, it started, you know, they, they're definitely moving around. So definitely yeah, definitely moving around, man. We we doing our thing all the way, yo. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Bubba Tariq, man. Y'all also go oh, yeah. to Yeah, and that's how I actually, you know, figured out, knew you was doing because, you know, I, was, I should deal with Tariq. Before I knew you had got on, I was like, oh, okay, that's how you do business. <laughs> you know, that's how you do business. I was on from day one, though. I bought him in the community, man. Hey, but, yeah, um, I mean, yeah. I got, I, got, I, got, I got a question for you before you go. Um, do you feel, whenever we debate like the Moors, right? I'm switching the topic a little bit. I notice they always say 
nationality is the order of the day. Why should we push nationality when we already considered Americans or African Americans? Isn't that all plain and simple nationality? All these folks are just trying to be different. I'll be different. Yeah, they trying to be different. We ain't listening to them. What do you think? Y'all in? I can hear you. Yeah, we can. I hear, I hear you, bro. Yeah, they trying to be different, dog. We ain't listening to them. That shit crazy. That's all they, I mean, that's all they be left with. That's all they got to say. They can't add nothing else on I'm finna help you out even further, bro. This is how you take it to the next level, right? Because you know I did international marketing in my corporate world before I came, you know, full circle. Now you need to start making a Morris edition, a Morris edition sneaker. Go and throw that little that 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 you know that flag on that Morocco flag on them, and watch how to see. That's how you get them. Gonna do a Hebrew pair. Throw you some Hebrew fringes on them, or you know, again, I ain't trying to crack no joke, but you know, make a little Hebrew kind of piece to it, and push your. Again, get them on, get them in, get them on game. That's how you cross them boundaries. Did you say Hebrew fringes? Well, you know what I'm saying. I ain't trying to be funny, but you know that design. They like that kind of design. That's how you cross them boundaries. I'm being honest. That's how you cross boundaries. Go Man, what they like everybody and try to get some some money. Yo, they don't want to do it. Yo, it's just I don't understand it. Yeah, make a Moorish, a Moorish, uh, Moorish, uh American edition. You can make a Hebrew edition. You can, oh, yo, you can <laughs> take them to that next level. <laughs> Yo, you see that? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you now. I see you now. Yeah, yeah, I can rock with that. I can rock with that. You got different colors. Shit. Yeah, yep, yep. So yeah, I got yellow. Okay, uh, deep hell the black. Okay, yep, yep. We're good. Hella brown. <clears throat> yeah, see my colors there. I can do, do them earth tone. Just keep it simple for me. Mm -hmm. I can rock that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, on top color of that. your hair, yo. Color your hair and do it like that, yo. What is that pet the bismol? Ain't that pet the bismol pink? <laughs> that throw up edition, ain't it? <laughs> oh shit, yo, that's funny, yo. You got some good. I mean, that's good color selection, though. That's good. You're not just you know limited. That's 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 really good. That shit gonna come just like that, yo. I like the white shit. I like wearing the crispy white on their ass. That's when I'm wearing the day the crispy white. T-shirt, Levi's is my only disguise. That's, that's what I'm doing right now today. Yeah, I probably yeah, have uh, the Heather Brown. Snatch the Heather Brown up, probably. Yeah, the Heather Brown, nice. Clean there like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, yeah, this is my favorite color right here. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm going to match them up with the shoes. I'm gonna show yeah, you that's me. That's it. <laughs> I go to school with it. <laughs> Over the shoes. Then I then I got, got a lot of people that's buying online starting to put the pictures online for real. They should have been doing it. Oh, like uh, testimony, testimony purchases. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's some interesting. You build your uh, you know, like a I guess a you know, give thanks page where people can post their picture of the of, you know in the in the gear. That's uh, another form of advertisement, free advertisement. I'm out of style. Heck, I gotta catch up with some new ones. <laughs> <laughs> she out of style and shit. Yeah, you're out of style. <laughs> hey, African Emporium. Yeah, 
If you don't like that white piece on it, you don't got to have that neither. Let me know what you like. Okay, so you can custom all the way out too. Okay. Yeah, I can get that white piece out of there. Can you do the uh okay oh, say where it says the uh the underneath it where under the symbol under the unk symbol itself with the uh is that the lotus? That's the lotus, right? The lotus? Yeah. The lotus book. Okay. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with the lotus. So yeah, yeah, I just do it basically because you know I, I'd rather have it just, you know, the 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 the, the front, uh the, the bold front, the black front, mm -hmm. and just keep it all the way, you know, you know. Symmetry all the way through front and back, you know. So yeah, keep it funky. Keep it funky. Because I like it. I'm simple, you know. I just keep it very. I'm a simple person. I just, yeah. So yeah, rock me, rock. Uh, let me do that brown, the heather brown, uh, mm -hmm. without the white in it, and just front and back the way you have it now. Oh, I got you. And uh, let me know how you know if there's a you know if I need to go in there directly and pre-order or some way I can do it. Mm -hmm. you let me know how going to knock it out. I got you. Pick that up right now before I even make this little move. So I can, first day I show up in DC, I'm gonna be rocking it. <laughs> yeah. He said before he show up in DC. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be out there about another week, man. Packing now. Actually, I gotta get in this garage and help the wife now. <laughs> Let me get out and get busy. <laughs> crack that whip on me. Oh man. <laughs> I'm sleep. wondering why you ain't been on the live streams. You've been packing. Yeah, we breaking down. Uh, Packers come uh, Tuesday. You know how I go, Mo. <laughs> they come Tuesday, and the truck come uh, Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Damn. Oh, y'all moving for good? Uh, military move. Uh, uh, she got uh, orders to uh, Pentagon. She got promoted. Um, she got promoted. Colonel. Where's she going at? Colonel. She a colonel now. Hey, man. That's against the conscious community rules. You cannot work and be a colonel. Man, we Man. African friend, you can no longer be on the show. Hey. I already know it. Y'all, uh, I'm contracted in, bro. I'm contracted in. I'm on, on, on my bar time. I'm on bar time. I can't wait. Uh, they they gonna wait till she gets there. African friend, Colonel, wife. Uh, Get I knew gonna it. Get, she gonna get that it. star pretty soon. I knew he was an agent. Knew it. Oh man, you're in trouble, bro. Get them. So, I knew it too. As you were standing all the television, I knew you was somewhere with somebody. I can't oh, yeah. wait. To, I can't wait till she get the star. Oh yeah. Is brother Garfield? Yeah. It's breaking up, brother Garfield. Breaking up. Oh, thank you guys in the back chat. Thank you guys. Seriously, I'm humble. I'm humble. Y'all know I'm humble by that. Thank you guys. She's making them dollars. Um, what happened, Garfield? Oh. Nah, she's not a full bird yet. She's a light colonel. LTC. Yeah, L L L L T C. Yep, yep. She'll like Colonel. Yeah. About a couple years, about two and a half years, yeah, she probably get the full. She don't get that full bird. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey. Tell me, I'm coming to that ceremony. Please let me know. Oh well, you already know, y'all. Well, I'm doing that with bells and whistles. Don't do it, Garfield. Don't do it. <laughs> you gonna show up there with that? I'm gonna get your sucker pork real bad. Give me one real for for two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Make sure it was some ribs dripping sauce. <laughs> Tell me when you're ready. <laughs> yeah, unbiased. That's a great deal. Twenty five dollars for a shirt. Most people online at thirty five. Yeah, I'm doing twenty five thirty. Yep. <laughs> uh, they looking for the black and white lightweights in a ten and a half. Oh, what? They said the the black and white lightweights in the ten and a half. What's that? Yeah, I don't know what the hell they talking about. Got me. Omar, you might have to screenshot and send it to him on Messenger. Yeah, just screenshot. Screenshot what you guys like and send it to your West. Better start charging the real price. Sure. Don't get on that. I cannot hear you go through your phone going in and out like a mom, dude. Go back to the website. Uh. People trying to see. All right, hold on. I'm trying to get this African Porium. He like the base. He like me. Oh. That's why I ate African Porium. Yes. That's why I say, yo, you don't like that white thing on there because I don't like the white thing on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep it simple, keep it clean. You know that. You know how yeah, it yo, come on, yo. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I had to figure out the shoes I really like. You know what I'm saying, yo? I ain't gonna lie to you, yeah. yo. Yeah, but see, that's the good thing about it. You have it where you can customize it. You know, like most people have a block, you know, fabric-based design. They stuck, you know. And so, man, that that's 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 what's superior about it. Love that about it. You know what I'm saying, yo? I know. I got had some shit. I at least like at times. Shit, I can't have everything I like. I wouldn't get no money. Yeah, I know. I know where you at. With you that. That's why when I buy that jewelry, I said I here on Sunday. I buy that jewelry, and so I was like, "Wow, you got different kinds of jewelry." I said, "Yeah, because shoes. I don't buy, buy what I like. I get no sales. I did that." No cooking sales, yo. You right? Ain't no cookie cutter value in business. You got to be able to scale to your clientele. You know, that's who keep you in business. Your clients <laughs> bend to their will. <laughs> that's, that's first rule of law. And when it comes to uh, business and marketing, the client is always right, even though they might be wrong. They still right. They spending their money. <laughs> Man, hell yeah, yo. <laughs> Hey, you see that website I put in there? After the poor Kingdom of Mail, check out her website. King, Kingdom. Okay, yep, I see it now. Share the screen. They're looking for what a sweatshirt. They're looking for. They're looking for some sneakers. No, this sister got um. Oh, check out some suits. Okay. Okay. Can y'all? Can you guys hear me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay. She got um shoes and sneakers and stuff. Yeah, I've worked with two uh, black designer-based, uh, you know, African clothing stores personally too. Because uh, you know, I sell you know clothing pieces as well, but you know, more like you know, garb for women and you know, new age modern African print stuff. So this is nice. I don't know if I heard of them yet. Kingdom of May, I have to check her out. Uh, I'll share it too, just in case. <clears throat> hey, Unc, I'm saying that if you find money to to, to pay forty-four dollars for some blue water right there. Right, money. Yeah, you gonna feel. Let me go on mute. Maybe it's wrong. Say something now. Yeah. 
Like them. Yeah, move the shit. Come on. I'm trying to say. Like them. Can you guys see it now? I'm sorry. Yeah, I like them. My bet. Yeah, I know this. I know. I actually know them now. You said Kingdom of Melody through Melbourne. Yeah, Kingdom of Melody. Yeah, I, I, I know these people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, these are sharp. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, let me click more. With that, I'm with them. I like them. I like them. Yeah, the Kente fade ones look nice too. Uh, the, the little black ones. Those are those are clean. Like damn, we ain't got fuck with white people shit no more. How about that? I agree a thousand percent. Yeah, I see, a thousand percent. I see it every right. day. Damn, <laughs> that shit funny as hell, yo. They gonna respect us in a minute, yo. Yep. Yeah, we yep. get definitely inspired, motherfuckers. Oh, I like that shit. Yeah, they doing their thing. Those, they got the, uh, I guess they got the sets, you know, same thing, the Coochman watches. They got that bag. You probably seen their bag. Uh, um, now, matter of fact, I don't know if you remember, but Michael Jai White, the actor, he sported some mm -hmm. of their bags. That's why when she said Mel through Mel, but yeah, Kingdom of Mel, I know them. Uh, he did a promo for them. He he uh, sported one of their bags, him and his wife, uh, mm -hmm. their travel bag. Uh, and it went a little viral, you know, good little video. He actually, when he went, to, uh, I think we went that trip to Africa, he took it over there with him, if, I could, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Let me, let me pull hey, up. here you go, Africa. Here you go. Here get your shit without the white. Here go one. Bam. Let's see. Look at my thing real quick. Okay, yep. Yep. Plain and simple, right? Yeah, that's clean there. Yeah, see, that's me right there all day. Yeah. <laughs> that's me all day there. Let me see the back. Uh, okay, yeah, I see it. Yep. Yeah, that's me all day right there. See? Because yeah. you know what? Truth be told, I actually got this same color. In a real true religion shirt. True story. <laughs> true story. I ain't lying. I ain't go I go show it to you right now. I go upstairs and get out the closet, bro. Oh shit. I ain't lying. I ain't oh, lying. Shit. It got the you know the white you on the front and, and the, you know, this thing in the, in the back. Yeah. Oh man. Yes, sir. <laughs> so man. you done made my day. Now I can I can you know I don't even really wear it anymore anyway, but yeah, right. this, right here, this me here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh is is it ready to order now or I gotta go through a special link or how you do it? Oh, yeah, hold on. Let me get it right. Hold on. I just want you to see it first. Damn, I like the yeah. bags right there, yo. She did her thing right there, yo. Yeah, this, yeah, these are some of the bags. She uh the one he had was the uh the big one with the uh the African thing on. I don't know if she still got that in circle. So it's kind of like this one here, actually. This Ghana waterproof one. Uh, but it had like king on it, you know, like this, like king and queen, like Jamaica. Look at that Jamaican edition. Killing Garfield. Yeah, killing Garfield. Look at that. <laughs> That Jamaican bag, that Jamaican bag, tough. Wow. Now, I like those. Those, those Jamaican bags are all, all the business. They kind of did their thing. Yeah. See, this is the one Michael Jai White had right here. He had this little one right here. The, uh, the King 2 waterproof travel bag. He was sporting that for him. He was advertising for him. And I think his wife had the Kente cloth on it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so all them nice. Look at them bags, man. Shh. Man, we don't. You hundred percent right. We don't need them. I see it every day. But I, people just we don't need they got to go to Gucci, man. They got to go to Louis Prada and all that other stuff, and you know, throw away you know a couple thousand on a little bag, and they can run right over here and spend a hundred, a lot less, and have my money to party with. <laughs> no, it's just all in their mind, yo. That's it's the mental. funny part about it. It's all in their mind, yo. 
totally agree. It's hundred percent. And they even got the Morris. Look at that. They got the Morris bag on here. Look at look at the, look at Taharka Bay right here in this red Morris bag, killing the game. That's the wrong bag. Killing the game. <laughs> That man killing it too. That took a clear air on your life. Stupid as hell. Yo, to hog the moors, man. With your matching fez on, to hog. Matching, the matching fez. Shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Hold on, hold on. He told me no joke with him no more, yo. My fault. I broke the truth, yo. I broke the truth. Uh, well, you know, that, this, this, this is small talk. <laughs> we small talk. Ain't no disrespect to the brother. I broke the truth. I broke the truth. That that bag clean though. I ain't even gonna front. That Morris bag yeah. clean. <laughs> clean. Well, you put your sweat socks in there, Tahaka. Right? You work out oh, shit. Oh man, you going, you going, you going in. Got it. <laughs> You're about to do the intellectual gunfight, man. Right? You're gonna do a video. You're gonna do a video. You can't do a video on this, Tahaka, because that's gonna that's gonna bring it out even more. You can't do it. Let it go, bro. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> <laughs> you already know he's coming to fight now. <laughs> what you talking about? Them fellas got my bag out, man. I thought we were supposed to be the truth, brother. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Tarka, man. Yeah. Tarka are good people. <laughs> yeah, you always come with that slick shot like Tarka, man. I'm not fighting you. <laughs> 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 I ain't fighting none of y'all crazy niggas, man. Y'all crazy. <laughs> y'all that motherfucker yeah. like this, bro. Getting off tired. You know how a nigga get tired the first 30 seconds of a fight anyway. You get too old for all that. All you got to do is last 30 seconds, yo. You can beat 99% of the people fighting. You know that, right? Oh, you know it's, it's, it's all about endurance. <laughs> it's all about endurance. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let a nigga chase you around the picnic table for a minute. Just stop and knock them out. I've done it. Yeah, but both get tired. You try to tie a joke out. <laughs> Listen, y'all had a nigga chase me. Nigga was bigger, right? Talk shit. The nigga started chasing me. I ran around the picnic table. Nigga, I seen him slowed up and stop. I turned around and beat that nigga up. I say, nigga, you tired? Hey, <laughs> 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 Garfield. Oh, the nigga was oh, so mad at me, yo, if I knocked him out. He was like, yo, that shit ain't right, yo. <laughs> Garfield, you got to deal with the Jamaican bad, bro. Come on, you got to get the Jamaica bag, Garfield. You can't, you can't tell me you don't like this one, man. That Jamaica bag go hard, man. That bag go hard. Man. That's a nice bag. Yeah, African Prairie. It's live, yo. You can go get it when you're ready to get it to you. It's live? Okay, great. Okay. I'm on the way. As soon as I pop off here, I'm going to go right over there and snatch that up. Right. I yeah, but, for that. Well, we, we got to set up. Um, we got to set up a, a science class day for the people. All right. Who can learn about oh, geography, yo. Hey. Yeah, simple. Simple, simple geography. Simple. No, no, no. Let's start with a times 12 times 12. Let's start with shit. 12 times 12. You don't know that. We can't have a conversation, man. That's oh, man. Everybody call it oh, 12 times 12. Shit. That shit's funny as hell, yo. It's funny, yo. But nigga don't even understand geography. The human migration, 250 million years we was over here. Nigga, stop it. Where's the evidence? The white man's hiding it. Yeah, we didn't went through all of that, yo. They hiding it. 
They hiding. You be like, yo. Telling you, punk. Uh. We ain't had so much, yo. Boy. Y'all just don't know, yo. The struggles we go through around here, man. Like I said, it's needed in the community, man. It's a balance. Yeah, everybody want to take the police out of the community without a plan. Like, everybody going to get nice. On Monday, look, on Sunday, we took all the police out. On Monday, everybody walking around shaking hands, yo. Yo, I hear that. On Sunday, we took all the police out of the communities. And on Monday, everybody walking around shaking hands. Peace and love, brother. Back African power. Peace and love, brother. Lessons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real world. <laughs> on Monday, your motherfucking car be gone. On Tuesday, you shooting a motherfucker from coming in your house. White and black people trying to break in your shit. Oh, my God. Damn, oh, man. being snatched constantly. Shit. On Friday, niggas be begging for the police back. Oh man, <laughs> open air drug markets. We already got the funny part. Everything I just named, we already got that with the police. Go figure that out. God damn. With the police, we got that shit. So you know, you take them out. What's gonna happen? Don't let me put my uh, uh, let me put my centurion mind on it. Really, if you take the police the police out, the crime will go with the police. Out of here, <laughs> My young when you take the police out the crime goes with the police the police attract crime really <laughs> oh man it's crazy man well that's the hell with it bro that's how they think, bro. Oh my goodness, That's how they think. That's how they think. It's uh, unk, real quick. It's the one with the uh, is that the one with the scarab beetle, or is the dip is the other one? One with the scarab beetle. That's the one. Okay, okay. Let me come down. Yeah, I see it. Yep, I see it here. Yep, and they have the brown with the scarab beetle. Ancient tour. Yep. yep. Oh, I'm rocking. Yeah, I'm finna snatch that on up right now. I'm gonna handle that right now. <clears throat> uh, they, okay, yeah, they run through the sides too. Okay. All right. How much you weigh? So, huh? But you a vegan, ain't you? Yeah, I'm probably get the law. Uh, the large. I, I typically wear large, and it's, you know, t shirts are if they pre shrink when you watch the first time they come down. If not, I just get the extra large. Um, but I'm what you what you know, I'm gonna get around right, right the large, x large, and, and if it, it, it don't it shrink, shrink for uh, pretty decent. No, um, shit. um, I don't know, you know, where it works. I'm all of this, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go, I go ahead and get the uh. Cause most of the ones I got, now I do like a large in them, you know. Even I could do an X large, you know. Yeah, you, know, you don't want the shirt just too, you know, <laughs> flowing right. in the wind or like that anymore. Too old for that. <laughs> yeah, we too old for that shit. Remember how I used to be, yo? 
Oh, Jerkers used to have the dresses, man. You already know the ATL definitely. Jerkers had them dresses, boy. Oh, <laughs> Dress my God. <laughs> Talking about tall tees all the way down to the Jerkers knees, man. Ah. You know what I'm talking about, too, bro. Yes, sir, boy. <laughs> I remember them days, man. Uh, you go there right there over there, Metropolitan or Greenbrier, man, they had them tall tees by the by the dozen packs. And Joker used to go in there by a whole dozen pack. <laughs> Between Greenbrier and Metropolitan, you can get everything you need. One of those running from the police and all that big shit niggas used to wear. You wasn't running. Pants falling off. Yep. <laughs> I got played of the FBI movement right there. I swear and promise you that, yo. <laughs> All I love, yo. <laughs> you ain't getting away nowhere with the uh, with a tall tall T on oh. trying to take. No, oh. oh, in the shoes. You're not getting anywhere, dude. You're just done. <laughs> Honey, grab your pants every three steps. Right. <laughs> or your t-shirt, drag putting drag on your knees. They just no signs. They got no signs even. <laughs> 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 Physics is going against them right now. <laughs> you can't run with that catching your knees like a dress like that. <laughs> you, you know what's in, you know what was ingenious though? When everybody in Baltimore was, it was like the zebras. You know how everybody had on the same shit. So when everybody wore the white tees, yo, it was impossible to identify a motherfucker. Right. But that's what a lot of what, but you know what? I'll definitely say it. Good point. Uh out of necessity, even in that regard, the identification process became that much more difficult. You couldn't just say, you know, single one out. If you ever got on the, and typically it was what, black jeans? Because that was another big thing, black jeans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and definitely a t shirt. You're right, a little tall T. <laughs> hey, no, nobody. I'm out of necessity. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I mean, funny. Um, what I just sent you. Holy shit. Let's go. It take about, uh, about two or three days uh, for shipping on. How many days uh, got in there? What did it say? Hold on. Let me, let me see. Okay, yeah. So you got uh, first. You got first. Okay, so you got different shipping rates. Okay, so you got first class priority, and or uh, yeah. So that's about three or four days. I mean, I have definitely more time for to get here. So that's. <clears throat> oh, let me get. Hold on, let me make sure I do not want this shirt. Hold on, y'all. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. Give you the whole. Oh, I gotta give you the. When you leaving? Uh, let me see. What's the uh, the twenty? What's the date? The twenty. So Friday, the, the movies come. So it'll be like that Saturday or Monday of the following week. So basically, this whole week, we good for the whole week up until like Friday to Monday. All right, hold on. Let me get. Let me get. Let's get precise, man. <laughs> That's good. I yeah. was too bad to be yo. I mean, it'll get forwarded just in case, but I, you know how it is. You don't want to go through that. You don't have to. You just have it, you know, shipped to the regular house, uh, to the other house if necessary. Damn. Hold on, man. Let me get shipping. Hold on. Hmm. No, let me go to the, hold on because each company got a different hold on, shipping. Someone just asked you a question too. So uh, someone said, <clears throat> "Was Infidisha right when he described the sound of you get from the bird in the Medunetcha?" No, he was just as wrong as as, as young Pharaoh on them niggas. 
Wasn't no bird. He what he said? He said it was. <laughs> he said the sound was like the hawk. That's what he said, right? Yeah, that was at the. Uh, I remember I was there that night, Armageddon War Conference. <laughs> uh, you know, he was you know making the parallel that you know the ancestors or you know they studied nature, and so by observing nature, like you know the hawk buzzard, right, which is the biggest bur uh, bird in the in the country, oh, in the world, and he make that ox sound like ox squawk sound like. And that's how you know that kind of uh, oh, sound similarity came in, or oh, that phonetic value came in the uh, came into fruition. No, he's bugging <laughs> out. Hey, bro, he was having fun on that. One. Don't worry about it. Having fun. Yeah, that was that was a good conference. That uh, I don't think about it. Last time we saw uh, old brother who would call on stage, man. AIP to that brother again. I say McCarthy's show is shipped two to seven business days, man. It, it says how many days? I'm sorry. Two to seven. About seven seven days? Two to seven, yeah. Okay, two, two to seven, okay. Yeah, but hold on, let me see. Okay. Dude, hold on. I just know what. Let me see what shirt you got. It's the uh, <clears throat> that one V-neck with the uh, with the scarab bead on it. Yeah, I'm trying to. Um, I go right to the catalog and tell you. All right, I'm in California. Two days. Yeah, it's all to be. Raise the production town 2.4, 2.46 business days. You better pay attention if a car coming. What? <laughs> Mo, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yes, is it two, two to four days? Nope, and printing. And so print. Good. Okay, then, then another. Uh, yeah. Then another probably three, three, three days for the uh, ship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, roughly around about uh, let's say seven, eight, uh, eight days top. Mm -hmm. let's see, today uh, it's probably probably be Monday business day. Uh, I guess so. Let's say Monday to following Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Somewhere. Around, okay. Yeah. So I just I plug in the uh, uh, the house. Uh, where we uh, new house we're moving into right. that way, I know it'll, it'll get there. Right. <clears throat> Boom, get that taken care of. Plug in there. Uh, someone asked you, uh, Is Jack Forbes a good resource? Uh, a good resource for research? Is Jack, Jack Forbes, Forbes a good resource? What Forbes magazine? Jack Forbes, Jack Forbes, a good resource for research. I guess he's a uh, brother Khalil. Is he a, a scientific author, or a antiquity scholar? Uh, what, what is it that he does, Jack Forbes? If he white, we're going to just mess with white people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Jack Forrest. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jack F O R B E S. Now he, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's a uh, he's an American writer, a uh, political activist. He's Native American. He's na that's the guy. I know he's sounds familiar. Nah, 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 nah. That's nah, a Native nah, American guy. No, 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 no. You don't deal did. with it. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, he did too much. He did too much. He did way too much, yo. They say he's best known for his role in establishing one of the first Native American studies programs. So he was implementing, I guess, cultural stuff. And I don't know what happened after that. But yeah, he did a lot, yo. Let's go to Wiki real quick and see where he jumped off the train. He jumped right off the boat. <laughs> did a lot, yo. He did. Yeah. He did a whole lot, yo. Yeah, he got his he got his education on that now, but yeah, yeah, but he did too much though. I don't even think he helped black people either on this one. Yeah, he was he was straight straight for his coach, a Native American. He he got it. Yeah, he, he, he made them motherfuckers. He did too much. He made them too much. What it to my father's uh, governmental said, information. Oh, shit, sometimes you get way out there, yo. Hold on. Yeah, so he, uh, he got oh, so he was a faculty at UC Davis, Berkeley, in 1969. He graduated from University of South Southern California. Uh, yep, his commitment to indigenous rights in higher education also led him to found a new defunct uh, man. Yeah, that's uh, Quest Quest to Koto University in 1971. So he started, a, I guess, a like a homeschooling university <laughs> in 1971. Uh, considered. By many to be to be his signature work, product of two decades of study. He studied the fluidity of race in the United States as people came together in colonial times and after the revolution, uh, remarking on the fact that Native Americans who were part black often lost their culture and were classified arbitrarily as black identifying as Indians. I don't understand that. Do you understand that? Yeah, it seems like he was pro pro his ethnic group. Part black though? What what do you mean by part black? What is he saying? What the fuck? He like, probably I don't understand that. trying to throw in some of the ad mixture because it said yes it's for scholarship focus on how racial ethnic ethnic uh identities are formed. So yeah see already so that's the whole idea probably of the ad mixtures. So it says by whom and for what purpose Noted uh, Inez Hernandez Avila, the chair of professor of Native American studies at UC Davis, in her tribute to him. So, I guess I guess he was trying to make that comparative bridge, so to speak, focusing mostly on uh, Native America, but also seeing where there were there uh, admixtures somewhere in the mix. How did he talk black though? He looking at the skin color. Is he using the skin color? That's a good point. I'm gonna have to do some research on him and dig because they just giving the paraphrase synopsis of him here. In this excerpt on the uh, the Poetry Foundation, uh, they were saying that was his focus study was racial and ethnic uh, identities and how they are formed. So I'm I'm knowing he definitely dealing in uh, you know he definitely dealing in the uh, genealogy and, and and the aspect of uh, genetics so to speak. I, I think so. I could be wrong, but it might just be you know <laughs> archaeological or whatever. I don't know what he's using for his reference of study. Yeah, I ain't using no damn genetics. Yeah. I'll post a link in the back chat, guys. You, if you guys want to go pull the gentleman up, his name is uh, Jack D. Forbes. Uh, there you go. Yeah, Poetry Foundation. Uh, they had a little piece on him. Now, he wrote a book in 1993. One no DNA shit in 1993. Gina wasn't. 
down the five four toward there, 25 years. I don't know, man. He did some extraordinary shit. He got any Native Americans all the way up in... He said Native Americans talk to Europeans. You ever heard that part? Yeah, it says here that uh, he worked... His work included with the Apache, Navajo, and the Spaniard. So I guess he was doing, again, like we was thinking that kind of... Uh, I can't excuse me, that cross-comparative analysis about you know the Spaniards being in the area, their so-called indigenous people in Mesoamerica, and if, they, if there is some value where he's trying to say there might be some Africans there, too, I don't know if that's pre-Columbia, uh, 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 Columbus, or you know post-Columbus. The admixture values. Uh, that's I mean, again. I, I, I want to definitely because yeah, I see it's right here. It says the language of race and evolution of red black peoples. That's that was his one of his books. Is uh, it's called Africans and Native Americans: the language of race and evolution of red black peoples, 1993. So that'll be a good book, I guess. Or if you if people want to research him. If you want to see what he's speaking about, you know, in relation to Africans, that's the one you want, probably want to look at. Uh, All I can say is get the work, look at the sources, and we and if it's right, we're gonna say it's right. If it's on some bullshit, we're gonna say. Yeah. Uh, I post the uh, the book in the back chat for the family. Uh, this is the book right here: Africans and Native Americans: The Language of Race and the Evolution of Red Black Peoples. Hmm. You say that's the book you're reading, Khalil? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Ask, he read that, ask what they say. What they say about it? What do he say? What claim we make in the book, yo? Yeah, brother Khalil, what uh I forgot your yeah, brother Garfield busy. I'm saying you could call in, but yeah, brother Garfield busy. Garfield, Garfield, you ain't busy. <laughs> Dagger squad, man. I mean, I post mine just in case. I you know, I got a little second here before I go in this garage. I can um, I can post. You can just call me on and I answer, uh, brother Khalil. If you want to call, if you want to call in, you just call me, and I'll post it live through the uh, through the live. What's that? Jack Forbes book? That's what it is. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, we read that already, Unc. No, it's good. It's some bullshit. He no no no. He got some good stuff in there, but I mean, he's the one that they really get that. 100,000 people went to Africa that returned back slavery shit. They get a lot of stuff from him. Oh, man. Yo, what is he saying, though? What I thought we said some of this shit was raggedy. Um, you do too much. You do go too far. I think that they misuse his work. You know, oh, but, okay. but, but, but when he tried to compare dark-skinned Indians with, with you, know, you know, it's just a lot of <laughs> Oh man! Right there, that's what he did. <laughs> he should have dealt, dealt with the skin color, color man before he did the shit. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. He went far. That's who Quincy Hot used. Remember Quincy Hot? Oh who, man! Yeah, that's his man. That's his go-to guy right there. Yeah. Hey, I'll go. It looks like he kind of well published, though. Again, you know, there's, there's always holes in every scholar. You know, you know, there's no finite one. I, I want to definitely check this book out. This African and Native American one myself. He ain't got the smoking bullet, whatever the smoking gun. That's for damn sure. We want to tell you that right now. You don't have that. Let's see if they got a free PDF out there. Maybe uh, I'll search for it. It's on Scribe. It's on Scribe. Okay, they got on Scribe. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yo, Garfield got it. He don't buy no books. Garfield do not buy books. 
free scholarship, baby. That free sources. Yeah, <laughs> got a lot of source that stuff, ain't it? <laughs> that's, why, that's why when Divine Prospect was live talking about he got books, I'm just laughing. <laughs> I'm, I'm just laughing the whole time. I'm like, look at this crazy ass dude back here. Yeah, we've been rocking scribes for going over about three, four, five years now. Uh <laughs> hey, 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 Sonita, I didn't know, I didn't know that. I mean, I call you Sonita. I mean, um, Unc, I didn't know that if you contact a scholar, that means your your story is true. No, not even a little bit. Damn, man. Yeah, that means you should contact the scholar. Shit. We talk to scholars every day. Every day, me and Russell Merkin back and forth. We talk to Carrier. I talk to um, Rolston. I talk to all these scholars almost every other day. I'm talking to somebody in my inbox. The crazies. I talk to a couple of crazy white guys sometimes and Somebody that got a couple of senses, a little bit of sense, but that don't mean that my argument is correct because I talk to scholars. Hey, what are they talking about? No, Devon was bragging yesterday. Uh, he talked to scholars and oh, all man. this shit. So now he put up all these posts challenging everything I said because he got offended because I called the Hebrew scholastic sham. My mom used to always say, if you throw a stone in the pig's pen, man, the one that squealed got hit. So, obviously, he he got offended. Why would you get offended if you're not a sham? <laughs> oh, then, he po- then he posts this morning, all these posts about DNA. What? DNA, be careful, the government. So, that's why I went into that file. He said, What? Yeah, he's trying to say don't take no DNA test because they're going to run with your information and use your... I said, no. They ask you. 23andMe is the main one. They ask you because they always want to do some experiment or some shit and all type of shit. I'm always like, no. You have the choice. You got a choice. They tell you. I was just saying no. (laughs) (laughs) That's my son right there. (laughs) No. He'd be like, No. <laughs> kids be laying it all down. <laughs> kids are awesome. Yo, I, when I go to school to go pick him up, man, all the kids are like, no. It's like an army of them and shit. No. <laughs> it's like they practice to say fucking no, yo. This shit is crazy, yo. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Yo. They need to know shit. Because I'm like, that's where he got it from. Yeah, like, they mimic. Okay. They definitely going to mimic what they get from their, uh, their peers. <laughs> My son, my little son is a genius though. He could count from like when he was like eight months, man. So he's he's like a little mini Einstein. So Garfield and Andre asked for the link. Andre who boys? Yeah. Oh man. You know, once he comes on, he gonna want him and Aunt gonna be talking for hours. So I'll give you all the link. That's your man though. Andre's your man. So Yeah, Andre be bugged out. He be having too much fun. Yeah, way too much. Well, you could give him the link. You could give him the link. He do be having fun. He be walking through the park, though. He don't never. I don't know his email to give him the link. Yeah, but anyway, besides Andre, um, I don't know why Devon would be offended and then try to tell people don't take DNA tests. Because that's the only way you could trace yourself back to that region, that geographic location. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just my knowledge. It's still other way around it. You got to be balancing both. You can't just go off genealogy alone. Just my opinion. Again, they did it back in the old days before, you know, DNA came available. But it, there was more, I guess, well-kept written records. Just my opinion. To a degree. To a degree. 
<laughs> no, but you can't, you can't, you can't have for people who want to claim they go back twenty seven hundred years. Right, no that's real. what I'm going to say. Yeah, to a degree, because we talking about at most, because even twenty three and me, I tell you, they can only colonize to no more than maybe what two to three hundred years, maybe five hundred at most, where they can kind of give you somewhat of a near accurate, you know, readout on your on your uh, your DNA, and then from there you got to do your deep scrub and take it further, Mm-mm. you know. So and that was that was ten years ago, not today. Twenty three and me is probably one of the um. They got over uh, or ten million or ten million. Um, yeah, they got a, a big database. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't got one bigger than Rick Kittles. Exactly. Yeah, because I went through uh, well, my first one. Well, I went with DNA tries. You know, DNA tries they serious too. Again, Trinity three and me, they, you know, they they go a little deep. You know, when it comes strictly to African genome, that really makes them a, a great prize to have. You know, in the space, at least we have somebody we can go to. Unlike the Igene, uh, what they call Igeneva, Igenia, whatever they call the one that made that old false claim about uh, King Two. <laughs> like them jokers, boy. They been sent to prison for that mess. They, I mean, they went straight to he European. They say he was what Eastern European. <laughs> like over fifty percent too. I was like, boy, they smoking some of that good stuff over there. Try to revisionist history. <laughs> Black is tall, and he told me he used European. You know, you know, I never really looked into that whole thing. I know they they messed up, but we gotta go beyond. We gotta understand, man. Egypt, Egypt was too nice, yo. Egypt should have been like fucking Trump, man. Nobody coming in this motherfucker. <laughs> Shit. Well, they say that when the first ones came in, it, it just that became an issue. I mean, we know it to be historical. Is again the so-called Hyksos, you know, that what twelfth dynasty. Oh man, it went downhill from there. It mm. went downhill from there, and you know they sat on on throne for over like five, six hundred years. <laughs> After they overthrew and usurped and pulled a coup on on the sitting, you know the sitting on uh, the sit, it's like a wrap, man. In come the ad mix, and in the income them, you know taking out, you know sisters for, for concubines, and you know it just started from there. It just went downhill. <laughs> it was just like. Ugh. <laughs> John Harry Clark spoke about that, you know, and many others too. Right? We it got messed up after that. There <laughs> are foreign women on the throne. That, hey, that, they say that now. That your mom be like, don't bring nobody home that don't look like me. Don't be bringing any foreign women <laughs> into my. <laughs> I hey, the, the foreign women are easier, man. The foreign hey. women are easier. So that, that must be hey. what it is. Cause Joker be like, man, I'm a defunct, uh, de facto. I'm gonna go get me one, you know, off breeze. <laughs> <laughs> They ain't got no mouth. They ain't got no lip. They ain't talking shit. <laughs> 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 well, I know my mama didn't play. I'm just going to be 100. My mama did not play that. And it's weird, too, because, you know, we grew up in Florida, so you know it's big down there. Oh, man. Swirling is real big in this, in Florida. Goodness. Big everywhere, yo. Yes. And Georgia, too. I, c- I, couldn't, I couldn't even know white woman because um, the nation of Islam planted in my brain there was the devil. So I couldn't oh, sleep man. with the devil. Yeah, y'all was by default. I, y'all even, was... I, could, I, didn't even li- I don't even like light-skinned women, man. Oh, that shit is... <laughs> they they, they put a straight... Program, them niggas program me like a damn... Oh, a a light-skinned supremacy down on you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Them niggas program my ass. I can't even. I can't even blink at a white woman. Shit. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's a serious conversation. We gotta have that conversation one day, guys. 
I know it's touchy, but again, we're not trying to pit one side to the other, but the reality of, you know, black culture, black love, is it superlative of us to speak black talk, but walk, you know, walk with that kind of mayonnaise coalition, so to speak, you know, <laughs> it's the interesting dichotomy because you just look at Mr. Um, who that Robert Smith that just gave that, you know, bought all or bought, but he pretty much paid off all their student loan debt for this gra uh, graduation class 2019 down at Morehouse, right? Yeah. Monumental, monumental. Mm. And then they went right to him and said, well, you know, because after that, now the media's on it, right? The media picked it up. It was all on CNBC. I was watching trading stocks. I'm like, okay. Then right after that, here come the slander. Oh, he's married to a white woman, though. So if he uh, dies tomorrow. Oh, Robert gets, Smith, right. Robert yeah, Smith. He, she gets that entire bag. If he Yo, she, was a play, she was a play, she was a Playboy bunny. Playboy, though. yep, a Playboy bunny. That's he how, met her. That's, that's how she got him. Yep, that's hanging out with him, Hugh man. Hefner, and uh, Hugh Hefner turned him on, and next thing you know, he married her. And oh, uh, see, that's the part about like if it's hard to get that hundred percent homogenous black no scandal kind of stuff. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> black women and black men marry each other at a ninety-three percent yeah. to ninety-five percent. Yeah, we up there, so I'm not even. The only thing I, I I'm concerned about is that everybody who makes it, so called, quote that's unquote, my, make it. There you go. They are more, more of them are married to whites than. Blacks. There you go. And, that's why I was that's, that, with that, brother. So that goes back to Frederick mm -hmm. Douglass. Although Frederick Douglass married a white woman, he said that's why we keep losing wealth because we marry outside our race, and that race gets the benefits of the money that you make. That you make. So, and that's when he was like, successful at that point because you know, you know, his first wife passed on. He married her, you know, kind of, I guess, out of, I don't know if you want to even call it necessity. <laughs> if he was lonely or what, but he went, you know, to kind of shake Auntie G out way, you know, shake Auntie G out mm -hmm. with his wife for a long time, though. <laughs> he went like he was just, you know, previous married to a black woman. And then he went to her. He got with her kind of when he kind of made it in, you know, in France. I think that's where he met mm -hmm. her at, uh, from my understanding. But, but you're right, Garfield. That's why I want to say we need to have that conversation because... If a lot of our so-called well-to-do class or the boule class, whatever people want to classify them, when they acquire wealth, they go outside of their out of their out of their you know their culture, so to speak. Again, case in point, the, I, I remember seeing the Toronto Raptors game when that guy shot that buzzer beater. I don't watch basketball, but I saw those clips. He shot that buzzer beater, and the one guy the, they, they showed the black guy crying. They showed him backstage. We went you know back in the hallway. He was crying, and the first person who met him was his white girlfriend. I know he had a white girlfriend. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Then, um, yep, that dude, that black guy with the. Yep, he got a white girl. Yep, yep, him. Yep. He got well, a white who girl. are you talking about? She wouldn't fuck with him. She got a white one. Oh, he got a white one. About? Yep. Now, nah, remember when B tried to holler at the singer? Wouldn't fuck with him. What's her name? A Garfield from Jamaica. Somebody say Joel Emmett, Emmett, what is his name? Embiid? Yeah, I don't. I said Joel Embiid. Embiid, that's it. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, but it's white. But it, but remember, he tried to holler at the girl from Jamaica. What's her name, yo? She she famous singer Rihanna. Rihanna. Oh, the the, uh, the oh, she from Barbados. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck with him. Let me give me. I don't follow that kind of stuff, but I think she out of the league. I could be wrong. Y'all can correct me on that, but I think she's out of the league though. How you figure that here superstar, yo? Yeah, but you know, they only make 180 million, yo. Hey, they still selective, I guess, man. I don't know. <laughs> it must be, <laughs> it must be selective still. They like, no, nah, bro. <laughs> they must like, no. Nah. <laughs> no, yo, so they ain't like he ain't try to holler at his sister, yo. She was too slick for him. 
Or yeah, it could have been, you know, hit or miss kind of scenario. One person, then he's like, no, I'm going straight to, you know. But again, case in point, we look at Serena. Now, Serena gave countless brothers the opportunity, right? Everybody dumped on the sister, right? She oh, dated comments, she dated that football player. I remember that. She dated several that shit, people. That shit backfired because her father, remember, he's like a damn NOI teacher any damn way. Oh, yeah, he don't play. Yeah. Oh, all that, crazy. that shit ain't work. She the first first time she get to get that white man, she's like, I'm gonna marry this dude. Just like Eve. And niggas ain't none of them niggas that's gonna marry Eve because they know she's an ex stripper. You know what I'm saying? They're like, ain't nobody gonna marry Eve. That white man married her, gave her two kids, he's rich as hell. She's doing her thing. I ain't even seen Eve. Well, you know, she she ain't she ain't got no kids with him biologically though, right, Garfield? Those are you know, his kids. He brought that into the relationship. Who, 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 Eve? Yeah, she ain't got no kid with him uh, biologically. Them his kids. He can't, he came there from. My, a few. Mom, my mom was like, she for interracial marriage, but if no kids is involved. What? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what my mom said. My mom yeah. said, I'm not. I'm for interracial marriages, but they can't have kids. See, 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 and that's what I'm saying. See, my thing was going for Florida. We saw that as a kind of you know. People did it. I'm going to keep it real. We were young at some point. People looked at as a rite of passage to date outside their race. And more importantly, if you were black, to date a white girl was more like, okay, I'm, this is my way of getting back at the white man. I'm getting, that's just the thought process. That's what people were saying. Oh, I'm finna, you know, I'm finna punish her. That, all that kind of silliness. And so they did it under that perspective. Like, would you marry one? I ain't going to marry them. Ain't gonna, all that kind of stuff. Some of them end up marrying them, though. <laughs> so I guess they couldn't, uh, <laughs> the, the Kool-Aid was a little stronger on the other side, I guess. The that mayonnaise was a little crazy, thick, bro. maybe. I don't know. Uh, but hey, yeah. Jay, remember the key for the um the BMW in it, okay? Oh, you funny, yo. Remember the key for the BMW. Mayonnaise when you're going, remember the key for the BMW. Bring me the key for the BMW when you go inside. Oh, oh, hey, man, you better not be driving no BMW, bro. Let <laughs> me find it out, dog. In fact, let me find it out, man. Oh, I said BMW. No, I meant um, I meant escort. In, okay, gotcha. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That slipped out. That slipped out. Yeah, now you're making sense. Now we understand it. Now, now, now you're fighting for against racism, white supremacy. That's it. Oh, case in point. Someone just brought that. Okay, she dating white men. So, yeah, I say that too. Didn't that guy, the Kyrie Irving guy, ain't, didn't he had the little thing when he only date white women? He came out pretty much and said it in public. I don't know he, about He Kyrie. only preferred white women. Kyrie's an Indian and he's a flat earther. I don't know if the Knicks should even get this dude. <laughs> so he already kind of a little off a little bit. Just for just for GP, man. Him and uh, him you and the dude. The 12, you got to do the twelve times twelve test with everybody, man. I'm serious. Money or no money, right? See, I I say the same thing, bro. Just because a person got money, don't necessarily mean they have the brains to go along with it, you know. And there's no disrespect those guys because they still made it, but in reality, to the conversation, just as a litmus test, if you're gonna be able to make it this far. And you know what got you here? A lot of those sisters, a lot of you know your mothers and family members that really brought you here. Your first sign of success, not even the paycheck, is the idea to get you a white one. Got woman. the water here. You know that's that's problematic. <laughs> you know, so ain't no wealth again. Again, no disrespect. Look at Byron. Uh, Byron, what his name? Byron, Byron Allen. Allen. Byron yeah, Byron Allen. Allen. Same situation. You know, you got a white woman too. Yeah. That's why they gave him all that money and that TV station. He got that. He bought this uh the weather. He bought the weather channel in cash too. He didn't even finance. He bought it in cash. 
Hey. Put the money always up, the whole why bag. Do that though. What's wrong with black people and this Biden cast off? That is the dumbest. Hey. Thing. Doing? I guess we yeah. figure he didn't want to be tied to him financially and invent something go wrong. You know, and they kind of you know ask him out of the deal, but he paid the full bag up. He put the entire bag up for it, and uh, that way he had to deal with you know nothing in the future. But then he just made another power move. I don't know if y'all saw recently. He bought that uh annex to sport uh fork uh Fox Sport. Uh, one of the annex uh shows, uh, excuse me, uh, yeah, uh, syndications. He paid for that same way, hundred percent cash. Uh, when they bust up the you know the the Fox deal scenario with uh Time Warner and Comcast trying to buy them out and Disney, excuse me, he was able to get a portion of that. Same way he bought it, hundred percent. You know, finances all the way out. You know, excuse me, cash to pay cash for it. Uh, so they make a move, but again, like I say, I, I, you know, it's to me it's just an interesting conversation because I see it as a problem only only if you know. Our young youth aspire to be athletes or this, that, and the third or entertainers. Well, they only see the opposite sex or the excuse me, the opposite, you know, race, so to speak, if you want to call it. They ain't no really opposite, but the other race as the ideal pinnacle point they made it. So again, Nick Cannon got slammed for this comments. Nick Cannon came out and said, you know, you haven't made it to you what? You found you a white woman, right? Whether it was taken out of context, I don't know. But they slammed their brother for that. And Nick Cannon pretty conscious. Of all the people out there, he's one of the most conscious ones. That's in the community. Why you say? Why you think he's conscious? Well, I'm only saying that because he's putting out some work to challenge the status quo, whether he believe it or not. That still gives us some kind of platform where you wouldn't necessarily see that from the average rapper, the average basketball player. You know, you don't get that from them. You know, you'll never see Robert Smith do something like that. Definitely, <laughs> you know, a, a person like that. So, you know, but it's interesting. That's again, I, I, we need to definitely do a show on this one day, man, and really just have that discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all stupid, yo. I'm just saying, Ivan Van Sertima. Let's go there. Hey, <laughs> we got, we got, we got Ali Muhammad running for president for 2020. Um, he, he has an Indigenous Psychology Class Three Progress Prophetic Readings that's going on right now. For those who are into that pseudo stuff, he is live right now. Go get that reading, baby. Yeah. All right. I'm out. I'm about to go. <laughs> Oh, you think she's joking? I didn't say what's the WW again. Look, right? We know you're not joking. On the way, she probably listening to it simultaneously. Do not pass go clear 200. Share on the way. What y'all talking about? What y'all talking about? Of course, I'm on my way. Ali, Brother doing his thing over there. Hey. <laughs> Y'all are haters, man. That's what I think. Y'all are haters. Hey, Dr. Lee came back with them court cases. He came back. Y'all had put him out, but he came back on the map when them, you know, tr them trials, and he started analyzing those trials. Yeah, he brought out some. Uh, oh yeah, I think I remember you talking about now, Sister Mo. Yep, yep. Yeah, when I don't Kanika, know, you know, the validity or whatever. But yeah. Kanika and um and the other person when they died, remember he was analyzing those cases. Yeah, he That's went. That's what put him back on the map. Kind of got back in the game a little bit. <laughs> yep, got his fans back. Um, them, um, tried to get them. <laughs> I don't oh. say, man. I, I, I always say this, man. Just me though. We got some geniuses among us. Yeah, it's just that we got to direct this energy towards the right things, and we got to aggregate at some point. You don't have to 100% align yourself with somebody's reality, but we have to aggregate. 
that's my only thing. Why we gotta aggregate? There's a lot of geniuses yo, out we've here. Been on, we've been on for almost seven hours, yo. <laughs> but yo, it's four o'clock and it show is. God, the future market over about two more hours. Yeah, you parked this car right here and moved my car, man. God. He said, Yeah, I gotta go honor the. Yo, you see me, yo? I gotta yeah. go honor the. You're gonna get stuck. The market's gonna go up. <laughs> 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 this helped me get through the Sunday, dealing with the family. You're right on in the, in the market. Future's market is almost closed. That's funny as a motherfucker, yo. Nobody knows that. You talk the who? In the future is over with. What? <laughs> yeah, they open up at five and kick it off at six. <laughs> they about to go I down. <laughs> I gotta go salute. I gotta go hold it down for the bit. Hey man, y'all gotta if y'all want a certain shoe, y'all gotta text me. Y'all gotta go go to A B D J U W A R and send me the picture so I can see what size we got. Wait a minute, what you just say? I said people been wanting the certain sizes and one of some sizes we got 13, 14s, and 15s. But it's depending on the shoe. So you gotta tell me what shoe you want. And that turns that turns we got a 10 and a half. I don't know why it ain't showing up. It's called on what website you at. Yeah, Abview.com. I think we got it. Put it in chat, African Port. All right. I think I'm moving around. Sorry. Yeah, that's funny, yo. Yo said the future market is closing. <laughs> He's in the background said the who market nigga shit I ain't going to the market nigga they think it's a physical location this one here online family it's all online <laughs> <laughs> market nigga strictly strictly uh strictly online digital world out there digital frontiers they sell the crown <laughs> my man is funny Y'all crazy. <laughs> Subscribe to connect with us in our Facebook group. We will teach you how to you know get to the bag, you know, trading. <laughs> plug in there. Get to the bag or get you the motherfucker and jump off the bridge. You lost all your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we teach we teach responsible over there. We get it, we get them right. Them, right. Take it, yeah, take it the slow road. <laughs> I want to put a hundred thousand down there. African Emporium. Oh, I got them coming to me like that sometime, brother. That's I, I've had them. I think the biggest guy that came to me, he was like uh, roughly around about three, about three hundred sixty thousand. Yeah, uh, he wanted to go uh, get in the market. I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're not gonna we wanna, do that. <laughs> we want to make everything. We want to give away. They're right, you know, we gonna we work small. We take something, uh, nothing, and turn it into something. And that's our goal. <laughs> yo, yo, be chasing around the internet. He stole my three hundred thousand. It didn't hit. Yeah, <laughs> they, 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 you know, they go in with that kind of gambling mentality. They're like, no, this isn't investing. This is, you know, again, it's a chess, not checkers. You, you know, you want to be able to teach a man how to fish, not just give him a fish. <laughs> yeah, that nigga said he want three hundred thousand. Yeah, they, they, them jiggers, yeah. Did he, <laughs> they come did he end up investing some money, though? Say again? Did he end up investing some money? Yeah, yeah, he, he's going now. Uh, this is a guy, man, I met him in, I want to say around the fall of 2017. Uh, this was actually when the you know, crypto was still taking off a little bit, too. Um, so, but again, it was like, no, you don't want to put all that money. You want, again, diversify, like any responsible. Right. You want to diversify right. that. Uh, you want to put maybe a quarter of it in money market account. Uh, you know, maybe another quarter or third of it in, in a mutual. Yeah. Uh, you know, you you know, diversify it out so that you don't have all of it in one basket. 
Yeah, that's responsible, right? That's common sense, yo. Yeah. You had to put all that money in cryptocurrency. They ain't been fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. That wasn't a good idea. You know, it was weird too, because at the time, you know, that's when it was it was tearing up to the upside. So yeah, it was crypto. Yeah, crypto. but it, you know, but it, even then, you know. Who knew it was going to do what it did, even though we was kind of forecasting that it had the ability because, again, it went from 2000 in June and by September, February, we was already kind of approaching that, you know, uh, what, like, what, four to five range. So, you know, obviously, it, make that, it just took off. You know, from there, it ran all the way to 20,000. And so most people make their money in that little quick little five, six month stint based upon it was kind of like a uh, 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 a FOMO, FOMO play, fear of missing out. So everybody just started buying because everybody else started buying. And it, it just took off, and uh, but it falls long term investing. You know, you got to be careful. You know, you want to make that kind of financial decision without having some understanding where the asset came from and the projected future growth value. And so, since then, it has rebounded. You know, since it crashed from 20,000 back down to three, uh, now it's back above 8,000. So, uh, you just basically pay, you know, buying the pivots, as they call it, you know, dollar cost averaging in, you know, at the discount prices and not trying to play full retail for it. But yeah, he did pretty well. We, you know, we we got him. I think, I think in crypto, he put in maybe I think roughly like about 15, 15 grand. He wanted to do more, but like, no, don't. It's not worth it. Uh, you got to do your risk versus reward ratio a little better. So he got in roughly a little bit over. I think it was like a little bit over four grand, and so he got it all the way up to like seventeen thousand, and before he cashed out, he didn't even take it to the very top, but he cashed out with a nice bag, uh, and you know. He's pretty much just living off the profit. Well, at this point, making moves off the profit, I should say. Smart <laughs> nigga. Yeah. So that's the like I say. I just say that's the power of investing from that perspective. Where if you learn how to deal in it, because that's basically what it's doing. You're you are actually are, will be considered, you know, that kind of reality in your business. You know, so people come to you and invest. You know, you want to make sure they what capable enough to be able to what handle your brand and your business. And so, you know, they got to know what they're getting into in the same breath. They got to see that you are what? You're an asset business of growth. And that's why that's what investing really is in a lot of ways. If you're investing as opposed to trading. So it's that kind of mirrored relationship. But you can't take a small amount of money and grow it, <laughs> you know, literally overnight. And that's the part where I want a lot of our people, you know, if I could, to start seeing it as another asset class to deal into, you know, and so. It's there. I tell you, man. Like I said, Sister Moore tell you, she in, she in the group. Uh, uh, them jokers being there, getting it. <laughs> they don't be playing no games. They be winning. And, they, and you know what? The great thing is that they let you know when they losing, and they let you know when they winning. They don't just play one-sided. You only see the good side. Yes. Yeah, very transparent, very hungry in there. And again, average to everyday people. That's the one thing I love about it, because you can do a transfer of wealth through the global markets faster than you could ever do it by going through, again, the old school pipeline, you know, school, job, you can come into a bag in the market literally overnight. African important, they say, did you see Shaquille O'Neal buying 18 pairs of Jordans for teenage boys? Yep. That, 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 actually, the, the guy down in Atlanta, I think your way, uh, brother, uh, um, he came down to Atlanta, was in Atlanta when he bought that, it was either Memphis or Atlanta. He came in, uh, the guy, you know, single parent, mother, and uh, one of his little fans, a guy, you know, was trying to you know, afford shoes. He showed up on the scene, bought him 18 pair of shoes. Uh, it, I think it was like a mixture of different shoes, too, brother. And, uh, Medjai, it was like different types, dress shoes and everything. Now, but he had really big feet, so she, you know, she couldn't afford the shoes. Because, <laughs> you know, the bigger you go up inside, the more the practice shoes cost. 
<laughs> I think he was yeah. above, above 16, somewhere around there. Big <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> <Mixed> size. <laughs> yeah, so. You know, giving back to the community in its own little way. But yeah, guys, again, you know, I just name I get this my little shameless plug. Guys, connect with us. We do have a Facebook Messenger group, you know. Get in that group. It's it just it's for us. It's melanated people just like us. <laughs> uh, from all walks of life. Yeah. And they hungry now. So we got you know people from all walks of life, like I said, and titles matter or not. We all come in there on a, a common interest. We family and we trying to get to this bag. <laughs> in a nutshell, yeah. that's basically it. <laughs> yeah, sister, Mo, bag, yeah. So we come in under that auspice, and um, again, you know, they them, they been there working, and guys really being there working. So I would say connect with us, guys. It's it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. Take a little bit, take it to, and turn it into a lot. So, you know, I know I'd rather do it on on the show because we'd be always on the other stuff. But I'll give you a little synopsis here, real quick, and get out of here. But um, is it this one? Oh no, it's not going to do it because it's uh, uh yeah, see, yeah, brother Arrow, yeah, you um. Yeah, yeah, for the uh, yeah, the the the, uh, the challenge, the trade net challenge. Yeah, it starts tomorrow. Matter of fact, well, yeah, tonight, basically, but tomorrow. So that challenge does start tomorrow. What challenge? Fifty thousand. Uh, this one company I'm affiliated with, they're doing a um a trading challenge, where it's gonna give a, a person the ability to win a two hundred forty thousand dollar trading account. Uh, so they're gonna fund you with a demo account. Yeah, you know, you're still gonna trade like it's kind of real currency. Whoever end up with the highest profit value. Uh, between March, excuse me, uh, May 26th to June, uh, God, June 12th, I think June 10th, June 12th, um, they're gonna get funded a 240,000 leverage buying power account trading account. Um, I actually use the company myself personally too, um, but it, it, it's a free opportunity basically. You don't cost you nothing. You just sign up. Uh, yep, brother, uh, brother Sunline, he's in it. Yep, uh, yep, he got signed up. Uh, a few other people in the group got signed up, and then other people I know so. Uh, it's just a great opportunity to try to win that account. It could be anybody. That's what I love about it because trading really doesn't. It's not the gate. It's not structured where if you got all the brain power, you are sure in to win. That's not how investing work. <laughs> uh, we know astrophysicists who suck at investing, right? Their money is they only just know what they know. Uh, but dealing in the market, you have to be a strong sense of business, a strong sense of uh, understanding consumers, and a good, you know. Uh, uh composure of your emotions to the understanding psychology and so i think those criteria alone makes the black person in itself a better investor and i see it in real time I'm not just saying that i see a lot of black people which are far few between in this industry they outshining everybody else because we understand consumerism we were the we are everybody mark everybody markets us and so we do so much better in the market than a lot of other people and uh yeah and that's it 100 right brother it's about patience and controlling your emotions because you're dealing with you know uh you know you're dealing with money yeah and then yeah there's a little luck as well brother uh family brendan yeah there's all there's time when there's luck to involve yeah, because again the market it it moves based upon a lot of different factors one of them being geopolitical news only because trump dubbed himself the stock market president so he has a lot of influence in manipulating a lot of it of late but beyond that, a lot of it just basically understanding how to see the growth of a company. Like when you look at a company like a Tesla, 
uh, Ford, right? Ford been around forever, right? But it's the reason why Ford stock is on like nine dollars a share, right? Or ten dollars a share, right? They've hit a peak and came back down. They're no longer a growth company because they can't compete with this new age value of technology coming in as far as technological more, you know, base vehicles, right? <laughs> and so that's the difference. And so they are at a point where they're not going to trade at the price like a Tesla would, right? So, uh, but yeah, like, even this, like, like investing. I'm not just saying it because you're on here, um, but a person like yourself, again, again, we already know everybody else on here probably as well, but you will thrive in this environment because you're already dealing with it. You deal with it day to day. You're dealing in a form of business. It's all it is, currency exchange. You know, is your product worth the value of what a shareholder will say, well, I want to invest in your company because I see that you're growing, right? So if you were to go public right now, you say, you know, I'm going to take Abjuware public. You go to Sister Monica, get your son, your Sam's number, your Dun & Bradstreet number, right? You could do a, a crowdfunding, right? An early incubator crowdfunding. That money goes strictly to be able to pay your what? Your uh, your IPO fees for the SEC. You get branded in whether you come in on the OTC market or you go straight full to the big boys to the NASDAQ or NYC, right? They cost a little bit more. Obviously, they're going to probably cost you about a quarter million, uh, about 100000 to a quarter million to get in on those. But you go in on the OTC market, I think it's maybe it's in the tens of thousands, if that. And so instantly, right in that moment, once you get in the system, you are now a publicly traded company. That means people can invest in your company in fractional shares in the success of your growth of your company. So in that moment, all of us just flood your stock. Like, oh, I'm definitely gonna buy me some shares, right? You may be trading at a hundredth of a penny, uh, a thousandth of a penny, or just a single penny, because that's how the stock market works. It goes all the way to a thousandth of a penny in terms of notional value. And so you may list it at triple zero one, right? Everybody just saw a buying share, buying share, right? We just come in and start loading up. You know, I buy, you know, 10,000 worth, somebody buy a hundred dollars worth, somebody buy, next thing you know, your stock go from, uh, a hundredth of a penny, uh, excuse me, a thousandth of a penny to um, to like uh, uh, two thousandth of a penny. Well, that's in investing, that's considered pretty much, you know, well over, you know, a hundred percent in that regard, in that move. So at that point, you did a hundred percent of your, 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 <laughs> your investment in that moment. That stock goes from there all the way up to like a single penny itself. I think it's like, what is this? Gosh, don't quote me on this, but I think it's like ten thousandth of a percent. It's something like that. It's ten thousand, yeah. Some I think it's like ten thousand, uh, ten thousand percent in that position. So again, you could put a, a hundred dollars down. That stock goes to the single, uh, single one penny, just one penny. A hundred dollars turned into a hundred thousand, or you know, or or, or, or yeah, hundred dollars, yeah, a hundred thousand. So ten would go into like ten thousand, something like that, or, or yeah, one dollar, yeah, one dollar to the uh, to that value to a thousand. Hey, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. You ever watch Billions? Yep. I, every now and then. Every now and then. Trip, right? Say again. I said it's a trip, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, yep. You can learn something about how shit moved, though. That's my point, though. Yep, yep. What yep. about the other one with the black guy? What's his name, yo? With the bush? Uh, <laughs> Wall Street. <laughs> uh, uh, hold on. Uh, it's a show. It's yeah, I forget the name of the uh, black guy. Yo, he, he he on Wall Street. Oh, uh, crash. You know, you're, not, you're not talking about the Wolves of Wall Street. But, oh, let me see. Oh, you talking about black? Yeah, black yeah. Huh? You're not talking the Wolves of Wall Street movie. You talking about the Wolves of Wall Street movie? No, I ain't talking the movie. Is oh. actually on Netflix? Oh, gotcha. Oh, someone said Netflix is on. What's some Showtime or something? It's crazy as hell, yo. 
I gotta check it out. I might have missed it. Oh, Black man, Monday, yeah. I think. You ain't miss it. The black guy, yo, he running that shit. He, he be rocking. I gotta check it out. I probably know it too, and just sitting there having a a, a slow moment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely that because it's so like that. I watch a lot. Dad and all his Shark Tank. Shark Tank. They watch a lot of Shark Tank. Oh, you see, you see Shark Tank when the guy came on and really wasn't trying to sell it to him, trying to dog him, talking shit. Yeah, I say some of them do come on there and do that just to kind of prove that they don't need them. But at the end of the day, they just came to show you that you know I got something. I've seen a lot of those come on there and do that. I didn't get that though. That shit was great. I was like, "What are you doing, y'all?" It was getting slick. I'm like, "Oh man!" It's to try to prove to them that they own this. You know, you know how I go. People just do the weirdest things. Uh, they ain't necessarily going there for a deal. They just went there to kind of show off their brand. You're trying to show them how they shit was faulty. <laughs> yeah. What? But I can do it for this number. That now that we don't need you. Nope. We don't want it. Nope. Nope. Yeah, it Dang, gets crazy man. on there. But the great man. thing about it, you learn about margins and valuations on their show. So they're teaching you how companies mark up these products, right? They mark up their services. So you take a company, a raw good, a product coming straight from the manufacturer, what they call it, landed. You know definitely about it now because you're dealing the manufacturer or distributing, you know, and even though you're manufacturers. So landed in your warehouse or in your possession, it may take, you know, the company, let's say, again, we know this stuff about like a pair of Nikes, right? Landed into a, uh, the warehouse in Oregon and back in Oregon, Nike, one of them, it may cost them like 20 bucks, 20, 21, 17 to 27 bucks, depending on the shoe. The mm -hmm. markup margin then goes up additional what? You know, three, four, five hundred percent dang there. It goes from 20 bucks to up to $200 pair of shoes, or $300 pair of shoes, $400 pair of shoes. The margin of return is staggering. Now, the reality is that if your foot traffic is garnering, let's say, 100 people a week, just as hypothetically, 100 people a week out of Monday through Friday scenario. Mm -hmm. The price of that, if you get, let's say, uh, <sighs> roughly out of 100 people, let's say 60 of them buy shoes that cost like at least 200 or more. Now you could do to start doing the, the, you know, the itemization in terms of what it costs your budget now to run your business and how it floats in terms of a you know, weekly perspective into a monthly and then you do it annually. And so this is how they build out their goods and services, how they mark up prices or they what, they lower, right? If you have a surplus, if you extra supply, you not your demand is good. I mean, not up. You got to lower your prices, right? Because your product ain't moving. Hey, um, I'm I'm gonna call it a show, man. I'm gonna call it a show. Oh, you Some good it. information. I want to say peace and love to everybody that's been watching the whole time for this marathon of information. <laughs> <laughs> like he passed out. I'm gonna call it a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, long day. <laughs> All right, Hell no, you crazy as hell. Yo, you came out of nowhere. All right, cool. Christmas pack. Yeah. All right, All right man. All right, peace and love, man. Appreciate y'all. Peace and peace love. Peace and love, everyone. Power and profit. Yeah. All right, peace. Peace, man. <laughs>